Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis, and featuring the Seven Deuce Deuce, Adam and Ticknap. And now strap in and get ready, it's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp of Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, coming at you. It's Monday, March 30th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. Thank you for uh, listening to the show. Thank you for downloading it. Grabbing the sponsor deals on PulpMechShow.com, using the codes... Buying some products, sponsoring the the riders, and helping out the industry that we love so much. As we wait and wait and wait some more. I'm Steve Mathis. Looking forward to a great show tonight. We've got uh, Jeremy fucking McGrath on. The king of Supercross will join us here tonight to talk about what he's been up to, getting back on a bike, and more. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, Zach Osborne will join us. Zacho uh, was injured sometime during Supercross, but thanks to the uh, COVID-19 virus that has struck us and we wait, Zach Osborne will be close to 100% or at 100% when the racing picks back up, we hope. The director of Supercross, Mike Mui from Feld Motorsports, the director of Motorsports over there at Feld, Dave Prater, will join us tonight to talk about the series being put on hold starting back up how it was that fateful day in indianapolis the layoffs that felled starting the series back up where we're gonna go what we're gonna do all of that uh later tonight looking forward to talking to them actually real real shortly here and uh chris Kiefer, alex ray will come on the western raceway challenge was completed this past friday the video by 239 films will be out soon so uh, we're gonna talk about that a little bit and hype that ride day out that we did this past Friday. Thanks for listening, everybody. 702-586-7857. We might slow the show schedule down a little bit, but we will keep on producing shows uh, bi-weekly or, or every week, as we, depending on uh, co-hosts and the situation warrants. We're going to keep on going, and it sounds like we're going to be very busy in the fall when racing picks back up. Cross our fingers at that. Anyways, uh, thank you, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, the folks at Michelin, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, EVS Sports, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports. I got the new gear bag from OGO, the rig. I uh, used it this past week for the first time. It fits everything I could possibly dream of fitting in an OGO bag. It works. Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Lab, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, all on board with us. Uh, you folks, if you're making a purchase through Amazon, go to PulpMX.com. There's an Amazon widget on there. Make a small uh, selection on that. It takes you to Amazon. Make uh, make your purchase, and we get a small slice of that. Thank you for supporting us there. Also, something that we don't have but we're affiliated with, Karcher. Uh, you want a pressure washer, one of those electric electri- electri- ones, a gas one. Uh, the folks at Karcher are awesome. Use the Go to the website. Use code PulpMX when you check out to save at Karcher. Use the code MOTOX, all caps, at our folks at Polar as well. 
Polar and Karcher, a couple companies that we're uh, affiliated with a little bit. So thanks for listening, everybody. Like I said, McGrath, Osborne, Mui, Prater, all coming on the show. Kiefer, JT, A-Ray, in studio with me, a couple of good friends of mine. Uh, We were hoping we were doing this show. We scheduled the show a while out, and we were hoping that we would be doing it while in the throes of this Supercross series. But it's still better to have both of these guys in studio rather than uh, than wait. First up, uh, used to race pro. Now you've seen him (laughs) in the the Supercross races uh, doing the announcing thing, and uh, we hope he's going to get back to us. Tolerantic now. What's up, Ty? How are What's you? What's up, Steve? How are you? Glad buddy? to be back. Thanks for it's been a while it's, for you to come in. It's been a minute. I have actually we, never seen the man cave. The, yeah, the new man cave. Yeah. Okay. And thoughts are? What, it what, where are we looks at? spectacular, mm. honestly. Like blown Thank away you. I how much history that. you got in here. Uh also here, uh he is known as the seven deuce deuce from H E P Motorsports. Adam Ecknap, what's up, buddy? How are you? What up? Thanks for coming in, dude. I'm so ready to start this show. You have no idea. We're so ready to go racing Supercross. That's yeah, what we're I'm, so ready. At. I'm so ready. I'm I'm going off on this show, dude. Okay, dude. Like I've to got way too much racing fuel lined yeah. up, and I'm ready <laughs> to just in there. dump the clutch. I like it, man. I I'm actually ready. Love this guy. Right I'm here. ready to get going. It's um. <laughs> It's it's good to have Mewi and Prater on. We're gonna they're gonna come on in a second. Um, but man, what have you been doing, Adam? First, I'll start with you. What have you been doing since the since the pause? Uh, have you ridden much, dude? Honestly, I've just been trying to keep top secret. You know what I mean from this COVID nineteen thing. <laughs> yeah, like, on I, speed. I totally. Um, I took social distancing to a next level, um, 722 feet per person. Okay. Uh, yep. So I don't yep. get near anybody um, other than you guys, of course. But right. yeah, in all seriousness, I've been um, I've been training my ass off, just uh, riding my road bike a lot, uh, training at my house. I got a Concept Two skier, and yep. I, I kill that thing. And then I've been it's been really cool because uh, normally. Um, you don't get to ride any of these backyard sick tracks during the wintertime. And it's been raining a lot, and it's been really cool because mm-hmm. I've gone to all these, like, little secret tracks and, you know, the riverbed tracks and, and some of the tracks near me that I never get to ride because it's full-blown Supercross season. Yep, yep. And I get to ride some of – I've had some of the best ride days I've had in many, many years because I get to ride these backyard tracks that are just unbelievable. The so dirt's it's, perfect. It's more moto for you right now than Soupy. Oh, yeah. yeah no, yeah, I haven't yeah. touched a motocross track. Like Supercross, I, yeah. Supercross, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, Supercross right. track. Um, I literally, like, probably um, five days after Supercross, I got my stuff. I took it up to Clark and yep. had it changed because yep. I was, like, um, from all this the rumors is... that I heard, it's just, mm-hmm. like, Supercross is over. Um, either way, I can get longer motos in and start, you know, training yeah. and get my cardio up. Um, and, two, on top of it, I rode one outdoor track with Supercross suspension, yeah, and I said, um, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, Ty, for you, you made your uh, your debut in the Monster Energy Supercross Series as a yes. floor announcer. Yes, doing some social stuff for them. Also, uh, a new a new sort of path for you. Do you are you going to race Supercross again at some point? Like where are we at on that? So, <laughs> I mean, you've really had oh, some injuries I, the last few years. Yeah, so. no, um, I've had a bad string of injuries probably the last like honestly like four years. Yeah, consecutively like yeah. year after year after year. And you know, last year I was honestly just trying to get through one year 365 yeah. days yep. without getting hurt that was like honestly like my main goal coming into last year's supercross and unfortunately i made a mistake and kind of ronnie you know landed on me and yep. that whole deal went down nashville and then, right nashville, yeah nashville yeah. um last year and i ended up breaking my lower back and my sacrum but also 
you know, why I had that injury. I had a broken navicular also, and that actually took longer than the whole entire process. Yeah. So while I was off for that, I had to be off for like eight months. And, you know, this opportunity came up where the media marketing team contacted me. I did what's in the box on yeah. um, Supercross Media Day. And, you know, one thing led to another, and we worked out a deal to do Supercrossing. And then I wasn't doing announcing in the beginning yep. because Cole Sealy was doing it, but there was some there was some spots that I could fill in and yep. just do it. And, you know, it worked out. So I'm part of the me digital marketing team for Supercross. Yeah. And then I also like a do job and stuff, Adam. He's got oh like a whole job. Dude, bro, I'm I don't even, stoked, though. I don't even know what that is, dude. Yeah, like, um, honestly, like, it's been a huge change of pace, but yeah. I've been loving it. Like, like the it? consistency, yeah. the, you know, fear of not getting hurt, and just a daily struggle of a privateer yeah, yeah. is huge. But then i also been doing training on the side. I'm a... You know, USMCA, you know, certified motorcycle coach. I've also been training or uh, operating for Shane Schaefer, doing tracks over there. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing so, a little bit of everything. So maybe, I mean, never say never, but your Supercross career might be done. We, uh, might, we might be done. Yeah. yeah. I would say Supercross is definitely but, done, but, but honestly. still there. Yeah, yeah, the time off with the coronavirus has given me a lot of time to ride, and I've actually been putting uh, kind of uh, here and there motos with well, my look, brother, and look, it's been listen, fun. Listen, at your peak – you were a better outdoor guy than oh, 100%. So are we still yeah. there, or where are we at on that? I got, like, three or four laps in And then, like, right now I'm building. I'm probably building, like, a quarter lap a day or something. Okay, okay. And then I have to recover. Hey, Steve, right. Steve he's in the building stages right now, bro. Yeah. We're, we're getting but, back. But, but, I, but I am right. Outdoor. Oh, dude. Outdoor moto okay. time. We, yeah. we actually just talked about that the other right. day, and some guy asked me, are, are you better um, – are you t better or is Ty better? And I said, you know what, dude? Honestly, outdoor, on our best days, Ty's got me. Um, that's just the way it is. This yeah. Yeah. fucking yeah. Ty, dude, he'll hang it out. Um, yeah. so, so, Ty, like like all Felden guys, except uh -huh. for a few, you're, you're laid off right now. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're off i mean yeah, yeah. no supercross no job yeah, for me yeah, yeah. and yeah. then too with the weather and stuff it's not really good for building tracks and then so i've just been doing a lot of personal lessons and you know just waiting for supercross to get back honestly it's been you know i miss the you know the daily struggle and yeah. the kind of daily grind of being busy every day um this is this is a time we're in a time right now 2020 look uh Outdoor is supposed to kick off mid-June. We'll see how that goes. Supercross after that. We'll have Prater Mui on here. Mm. But this is a time we'll always remember right now what's oh, going on. We'll, we're we're in always, history. We, we really are. When the whole world shut down, and uh, whether it's uh, any kind of mainstream sports or Supercross or concerts or anything, we yes. are. This is bizarre, strange, and uh, I don't quite know how to wrap my head around it. Obviously, I want everybody to stay safe. I also think you need to go outside and ride your dirt bike and your mountain bike. Some people don't. Some people, yes. tell, you know, some people are very much against that. I don't know the right way to handle this. We're all trying to work through this our own way. People are losing jobs also, you know. Mm -hmm. Nurses and doctors are on the front lines, like, you know, right, some of them contracting it. Yeah. It's a scary time. Yeah. And, and it seems weird to be talking about our sport at Supercross, but that's what we're going to do. That's, and you know what's what, weird is, like, you know, some towns are, like, affected where you can see – the coronavirus like affect them yeah. and then some like little builtin and little lompok looks identical but then i live in camarillo and people are wearing masks and right. gloves and yeah like, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. weird yeah it's uh it's a bizarre time and for you seven deuce deuce atlanta and daytona were two of your best races of the year before the plug was pulled Bro, I'm fucking you, you, pissed. <laughs> you were coming around I'm pissed dude. second half sir i was on <laughs> fire dude 
I mean, I would go easy on the fire. No, part, dude, I was on fire, dude. My well. starts were on point, well. bro. My starts were on point. I'm making main. I mean, dude, I was just plucking them you off were, like a you were like s- a back city chicken, baby. Let's you were, go. <laughs> you were safely in the top seven for the Yamaha LCQ challenge. Yeah, bro. You, you were, I, that, so that, that was the fun. LCQ challenge wasn't even a challenge anymore, dude. I was dropped out of that. I'm I was Mr. Main Event. You dude. were. No. Brayden oh. called me Mr. Main Event after you, that. Dude. You were riding well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> directing the show, holding things down there on the new video portion of things, uh, rebuilding the server right before the show. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? Yeah, I do what I can, you know. Uh, you Just were here at for, Western? here for the people. You were at Westwood on Friday? I was. It was, right. okay. it was okay. You got... He, so he doesn't ride, okay? Yeah. But at one time, you can tell that Marks was a good rider. Yeah. Like at one time, I don't because like, you could just see them stop. God knows when that was. But, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it was a long one, time ago. At one point, he was a good rider. Yeah, yeah. So, but he, his arms pump up now. He can't hang on. Like uh, he, he's yeah. a shell of his former. It sounds self. like what my grandma said. No, no, no. So I keep telling him, Marks, listen. Nobody cares about like going fast right now or your style. You need to go set your stopwatch for like 10, 15 minutes and just ride. Yeah, because that you'll never get. Because he can't go. Because he pumps you up. You can't just go a half a lap and stop. And I watch him out oh, there. But I, oh, but I can. But, <laughs> oh, but I but watch I him out there. And, you know, Kiefer's there. I'm there. A-Ray's yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vaj, Vaj is there. Yeah. He's, he's scrubbing. <laughs> he's, like, attacking the corners. And then he's pulling off, like, two laps in. Oh. And I'm like, Marks. Okay, well. Just, let, like, let it go. Like, like, like I said, he used to be good. You yeah. can tell. He knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. Yes. But that's long gone. Yeah, now. but listen, see. This ain't qualifying this, practice. Yes, it is, though, dude. I <laughs> totally, only, I would have done the exact same he thing He can Marks only did. ride two laps like it that. It doesn't matter. Imagine how my wife feels. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But it doesn't matter, guys. And this <laughs> is why. If Marks would have went out and he would have lollygagged, for 10, 15 minutes. Dude, right at 70%. You came, yeah, right but you would have came back and be like, damn, Mark sucks, dude. See, that's Mark why I, that's, sucks. That's why and I then do he it. goes out that's for... That's why I do it. That's, that's what I'm saying. You go out for a half a lap, and you look like James Stewart, and you're you're in no, the studio, no, and you're no, like, no. dude, Mark's has potential, I, dude. <laughs> Sign him to Star Racing Yamaha. If we get a workout program, uh, we get him suspension. He's going to win the championship. Speed. We can work with speed. Well, listen, Mark. We can need, work with to, speed, Mark, dude. you need to just ride 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> 70%. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, bro, uh, he's... I, I, Building. I did have a good time, though. He's okay. building. That's it. That's, building. That's all I have. It, it was fun watching you guys Trust the uh, process, do, your, do your deal out the, there. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had a good time, for sure. Uh, all right, let's get uh, let's get going here into the show. For over 20 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. You know them as the graphics company behind the Rock River Yamaha team and Factory Cobra Moto. Choose from a huge selection of graphics online or make yours one of a kind. Roost offers a wide range of custom products from hats, T-shirts, backpacks, sticker kits, and more. 48-hour turnaround at Roost mx on instagram uh pulp nation code saves you 20 percent. also so i want to thank the, those folks for coming on board they made us uh, some graphics this past week roostmx.net uh bringing our first guest of the night uh to talk about the, the supercross situation and everything else and uh the cool part is is you people can talk to dave and mike from feld motorsports directly at 702-586-7857 we have a couple lines open but for now uh joining myself and adam entignap and tyler entignap to talk about Everything that's going on in Supercross. First up, the director of motorsports over there at Feld Racing, a guy I've known for a long time, a good friend of mine, Dave Prater. What's up, Dave? How are you, man? I'm good, Steve. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for having me. No appreciate prob- it. No problem. Also on the line, he's the director of Supercross, and uh, he uh, definitely has the boots on the ground at every single weekend of this thing. Mike Mewey. Mike, what's going on, man? How are you? 
Steve, good, buddy. How you doing? We're good, man. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, first up, Dave, you and I go a ways back. Uh, the Indianapolis weekend of the Monster Energy Supercross Series must have been something, Dave, that you you can't even put into words as far as on again, off again, what you guys were going to do. The track was built. That first weekend, Dave, must have been complete chaos. It was. It was uh, something I never thought, you know, we'd have to face, and I, I think – Obviously, we're all in the situation um, on this planet. But uh, as far as that week went, that day, um, it was just crazy. Like Sean Brennan, our director of uh, PR, had writers in studio, television studios in Indianapolis that morning. Um, I believe he was there mm-hmm. before 8 o'clock. And uh, I was driving to work um, Thursday prior to Indy and got a call from uh, the stadium, and they they wanted to do a conference call at 9.30 and to discuss the situation. So got to the office, um, sat down, got the group together, and got on the phone. And at that point, probably 11 or so, Mm -hmm. um, we had made the decision that we're going to have to run the event with no fans in the stadium. And... Obviously, that's something we never anticipated and something we never wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but given the situation, that was really all that was going to be feasible. So, um, you know, Mike and I got got all the teams, all the OEMs on the phone, explained to them the situation, um, probably hung up with them about 1230, mm-hmm. and the stadium called us back and said, hey, we need, we need to get on the phone again. <laughs> so... Um, that was probably one one thirty, and that's when we went through different scenarios because um, the governor had put a two hundred and fifty person limit on any public gatherings, yeah. and uh, we did everything we could to get our numbers below that two fifty mark, and there was just there was no way around it with the venue staff right. and just the number of people that it takes operationally to put on and and the riders and you know mm-hmm. mechanics and such to put on the the event um by about i'd say 3 30 uh, we got word from the mayor of indianapolis and then you know at five o'clock we had to pull the plug and cancel the event so literally literally from 8 a.m yeah. 7 30 <laughs> it was status quo go time and by 5 p.m. Yeah, um, less than 12 know, hours later, the whole thing was done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Basically a eight, nine-hour workday. Right, so. right. Wow. I, and, Mike, for you, I so Indianapolis is canceled, and we know, we know we're kind of watching the NBA, NHL, but at this point, you know, we're thinking, okay, maybe the next weekend, but, Mike, we're, but Vegas and Salt Lake should be fine. I mean, at least that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we were thinking right along. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we were hoping that it was an isolated incident in Indianapolis and we'd be able to move on. But, um, you know, as I think we all kind of watched online and uh-huh. on TV, that was changing um, literally by the minute. Um, Dave and I were both in war rooms um, pretty much all day on Thursday, all day on Friday, trying to figure out what the next steps were. And uh, as soon as we thought we had the direction, um, something else would change uh you know so it's just constantly um moving and and trying to figure out what our target was going to be next yeah god i can't even imagine the logistics and everything else of canceling a supercross event it's just it's got it's mind-blowing 
Um, so we all know what's happened since then, and we're on pause right now. Dave, um, looks like we're going to be going in the fall. That's the tentative. I mean, nobody knows you know, for sure what we're doing, but are you hoping to get all seven rounds in in the fall? Is that the tentative, let's call it penciled plan right now, Dave? Yeah, that's the plan. So the plan is to get rounds 11 through 17 um, in by the end of 2020. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's um, it was surprising because I expected, when we first brought this to the teams and the OEMs, um, I expected it to be kind of a mixed bag. I didn't know what mm-hmm. they were thinking. Um, I thought we'd get some that wanted to do two more rounds, three more rounds, whatever it was. But... Um, it was unanimous from the start that everyone felt it was important to get all seven rounds in, as did we. Um, so that's our goal. Um, that's mm-hmm. what, that's what we're shooting for, and uh, we'll just have to see how it play at, plays out. Like you said, it's just yeah. the situation is so fluid that it changes not just day by day; it changes yeah. hour by hour. So um, we're just trying to keep an eye on everything and. Uh, Make plans accordingly. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be tough. Mike, is the plan for, and this sort of uh, whatever you want to tell us you can, some double headers, some races in the same venue, is that kind of, because I see problems getting it, because everyone's going to be lining up for the fall, and of course all the leagues want to kick, kick started in college and NFL. Mike, so are we trying to put them all into one city or two, two or three cities, or what do we, what do we know as far as uh, that? I mean, we're looking at all options. Um, obviously, like you said, looking at all of the stadiums uh, in the entire U.S., and literally that's what we've been doing, um, there's only a select few that have mm-hmm. the availability that, that we could even race Supercross in. So a um, little too early to tell or, or go into much detail on what right. specific venues and what locations we're looking at mm-hmm. and, and how that schedule would pan out. Um, you know, obviously we got to coordinate with all of our partners, the race team, the riders um, that to come up with something that makes sense. Yeah, it's got to be again just logistically incredible. Is there a chance, Mike, that we hold races in the fall without fans? Do you think that? I mean, obviously, you know, we'll have to pay attention to CDC and everything else that's going on. But I know from you know some of the leagues have said, hey, we may start back up, but we might not have fans. And certainly, that's got to be something, Mike, that's crossed your mind. I mean, yeah, of course, it makes sense um, uh, to, to – we're watching, um, you know, the CDC and, and what they say, what the president says, um, all of that every mm-hmm. single day um, and, and trying to dissect it into what makes sense. So um, I'm not going to – I wouldn't say that it's out of the question to race without fans. Um, yeah. It's not our goal, mm-hmm. um, but it is something that's, that's definitely on our minds. Dave, my wife got laid off today. Uh, our video guy here, Travis, he his he got laid off his job. Uh, for you, Dave, as a guy that's been there from Feld to Clear Channel to Live Nation to I'm probably forgetting a company in there. We we know that the Supercross Feld folks laid off most everybody. That had to have been a tough day for you, Dave. Yeah, it definitely was a tough day. You know, I mean, with all these with the widespread government mandated closures. Um, of public gatherings, we were forced to shut down all of our tours company wide. So, um, I mean, that's what we do. So, yeah, yeah. um, and we hope to resume operation soon. Um, there's no assurance of when that will happen, but, um, Mike and I are doing everything we can and, uh, planning, planning as much as we can so that when we finally see that light at the end of the tunnel, we can, we can pull the trigger and, uh, and get back to work. So, 
Does that, does that um, include getting Tyler back as announcing gig? Because he really that, yeah, okay. Is, that includes getting Tyler. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. Yeah. I actually may call him this Saturday just to hear him talk. Right, right. Oh, you're, oh. You're, you're good, Ty. You're back. There we yes, go. we're back. I'm part of the team. I, I heard rumors where that it was it was postponed, kind of because they weren't happy with you, Ty. But oh. I'm good. Good to know. Good to know. I, I did. I, did. <laughs> I had nothing to do yeah. with that guy. Uh, no, oh. that, that's good to hear. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's an unprecedented time in our sport for sure dave was there any and i don't i think i know the answer to this but no i mean there was no no cancellation of the series like that's what immediately what i was getting from people on social and and, and all this and i'm like nothing is canceled people there's eli tomac is not your champion just yet calm down everybody no 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 we we actually never and never uh we never discussed it we never Mm -hmm. considered it um we did, as I said, we the first thing we did once we canceled that event was to get on the phone with the OEMs and the and the teams. Um, I think we were on the phone with those that group at least three times on Thursday, and uh, that was the first thing we asked was, all right, so it's our intention to finish these seven rounds. We just want to make sure you all agree. And mm-hmm. like I said, unanimously yeah. they did. So uh, that was never never even uh, brought up in any of our meetings. Um, something I did hear was brought up a little bit, Dave, from people I know was some of the teams, if not, it seems like the majority of the teams really wanted to finish Supercross before going to outdoors. And I get that for obvious reasons. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, riders contracts and jumping different sizes. And then there's championships that need to be protected here. The Supercross are very, very important to these OEMs and a lot can happen in 22 outdoor motos. Was there any talk with MX Sports and Davey to try to get something in before the Nationals and push push the Nationals further back at all? Was that because I know, like I said, from talking to some teams, that's what they preferred. How, did, how close did that come to happening? Um, well, I could tell you so. Thursday night, um, once I finally got home, I called Davey and Carrie, and we had a fairly long conversation. Um, and at that point, it was just really myself laying out the facts because mm-hmm. obviously they were in the process of planning for the season but weren't necessarily um, in the midst as we were. So okay. uh, we were living it in real time. So brought up the facts, facts explained the situation, and uh, left of that. And then the next day, um, Terry and Davey both had called back, and we had another conversation. And MX Sports has been great through all of this. Um, they actually pushed, worked, and pushed back their season mm-hmm. to June 13th, as everyone knows, and in hopes that we could, um, you know, finish at least yeah. a portion of the Supercross rounds, if not all of them. So, um like I said, they were great. They've they've been nothing but helpful, and we've been um, on the phone quite a few times just discussing the overall situation. But, uh, you know, I think everyone's been watching the news the mm-hmm. last few days, and it doesn't appear that um, even that June 13th date is yeah. going to be enough for us to get Supercross rounds in. So at this point, we're just watching the windows and trying to to find that, that gap and yeah. jump on the opportunity when it yeah, I'm a little skeptical that June 13th race goes off, if I'm being honest, you know, uh, just from everything we see and hear and for other leagues starting up, other major gatherings starting up. I'm a little skeptical, but we'll see. You know, it's good to have a yeah. date. But um, yeah. for you, Mike, I it, the teams, like I said, the teams that I talk to, they want to finish the Supercross, and I understand why. You know, Chase Sexton jumping from 250 450 and, and Eli and Kenny locked in this duel. 
But Mike, uh, I like I was telling some other team people, like I, I mean, this is unprecedented times. Sorry, it's going to be a little inconvenient. We got to get this in, and and uh, you know, as much as I understand these teams' issues, Mike, you know, we got sorry, we got to go racing this way. This is how it has to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in talking with all of the teams, they've all communicated to us um, that it's important to to finish out the season. Each of them has their own set of challenges mm-hmm. um, that we've talked through with them, as well as the AMA, Pelletier over there, um, to try and figure out what the best solution is for everybody. I, I mean, it's never going to be ideal for for all involved um, at the point or the juncture that we're at right now. Um, So really it's kind of what makes the sense, the best sense for the overall group and let's move in that direction. And that's really what we're trying to do right now and have been trying to do over the past couple of weeks is, is progress forward in a way that makes sense for the overall health of the sport. It's, it's going to be inconvenient for everybody, including the off season European races, the media, the teams, Sorry, we're in a pandemic here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's kind of how I feel a little bit. Um, Mike Mewey and Dave Perter from Feld Motorsports brought to you by RoostMX.net. Use the code Pulp Nation to save. Adam, you have a question? Yeah. Um, what's up, boys? Uh, I miss you guys, <laughs> uh, first miss of all. You, but bud. Um, miss you too, bud. <laughs> I, know, I know we're looking towards fall to be racing, um, and everybody's skeptical. If you – like – what area in percentage is it that we would be racing in fall? Can you even give us that? And then the next question would be, is Monster Cup just completely out of the question? Would that get pushed back? Is that something you guys are even thinking about? Where are we at with that? Um, so here, there's multiple questions there, but I don't know what the percentage is. Like the thing, I, I'd tell you something today and it may change tomorrow or it may change by 9 p.m. tonight. So um, the goal is the is the race. Um, that window appears to look like it's going to be in the fall, um, but that could change as well. The, the major, when Steve brought it up, but the major issue right now is, is everything's on hold, including Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, the NHL, everything. So when that window opens back up, everybody's going to be vying for, first off, a venue to play in. Um, and most obviously, like for instance, Monster Energy Cup, um, the LA Galaxy play there. So right now, yes, we have that date held and, um, and the venue, but if anything happens with the MLS season, um, the Galaxy is going to go to Dignity Hill Sports Park and say, hey, we need this date, and they're the home tenant. So they're obviously going to take precedent. So there are just so many things that are moving around and sliding mm-hmm. um, that until we see more dates lock into place, it's just tough to predict. Okay. And One then, of the things we're looking forward to is, is – uh, the NFL schedule being announced, and it's supposed to come out, I believe, April 16th. Now, in yep. a normal year, we could say, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hear it, but that may get postponed. So, can we, um, can we run seven rounds in St. Louis, Prater? Can we do that? Can we go? Can we go to St. Louis? They're, they got to be open. We <laughs> so. they are open, but perfect example. So, St. Louis. Um, they have an RV show in there oh, in, in the middle of September, okay. early October. So aside from sporting events, 
a lot of these places have other concerts, flash yeah, shows, yeah. whatever it may be. Right, right. Um, so last question for you, boys. Say, well, last question from you. Yes, last question from <laughs> me. I have Sorry. some other things yes, to say. Yes, yes, I have yes, a yes. Question. Last I have question. Okay. Um, how late do you guys push the Supercross series? Say this goes farther and farther. Do you wait till December and we run all seven rounds and then go back into Anaheim 1? Or do you guys say if we can't make it by December, then we don't get to race? I mean, have you guys thought about that? Is that something that came to mind? Or are you just trying to get to the fall? I'll let Mike answer it. I have a, an answer, but I'll let him answer it. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I I think we're we're trying to get to the fall. Um, obviously, with everything changing as fast as as it is, um, you know, we're monitoring it, um, coming up with some contingency plans on what that would look like. Um, but it, it's really too early to tell. You know, um, we're kind of targeting in on on later in the year to host the events, and and um, what later in the year is is, is something that is still TBD. Um, yeah. yeah, you know what? You know what's look, and uh, it's never a good thing for the series to be postponed and everything else, Mike. But damn it, what a year we've been having! This was <laughs> epic, Mike. Every single weekend, great racing. We had so much to talk about. I know from you know my years in the media, I I, I couldn't get enough of some of the races that were going on and the battles and everything else. It was it was awesome. Uh, I guess that's. You know, that's every year for you guys. But, man, Mike, we were having such a great 2020 season. Yeah, we we absolutely were. I mean, you figure um, three points between the, the top two guys, um, some of the best. Um, we were averaging, I think it was over 50,000 races or fans per race, mm-hmm. um, you know, sold out Anaheim 1. Um, you know, it, it was an awesome year for the series, for the sport as a whole. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, from, from the glass half full side, um, when we picked back up, it's going to be much of the same, um, and, and really, I think that's where our focus is now. Yeah, it's it's a bummer that that it stopped and it stopped abruptly, and and that the world's going through what the world's going through right now. But looking forward and finishing those those final seven rounds out is going to be exciting, you know, with Eli and Ken and Justin and um, Chad's final final ride. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of storylines happening, especially in the 250 East and West. So um, that's what I'm looking looking forward to is is um you know when we pick back up what's it gonna be like yeah it'll be it'll be weird and different i think cr22 might said he already wants to come back so we did we we did salvage that as one positive thing for for 2022 might see <laughs> let's the, go might see the 22 come back in so ty hey, hey what's up dave um you know with so much uncertainty like in the future like what are you guys starting with to like get a you know a spot or a venue or how do you even start go about like planning like the next seven rounds Uh, well our first so all this started literally the day we canceled it so we were initially looking for um one date to just make up that indianapolis round and it just goes to show you how naive we were at the time because <laughs> we we expected we were just going to go to Detroit and we'd race a double header in Detroit to make up Indy that we had to miss the week prior so yeah. um we were all just obviously a bit naive as, as to how the situation was going to develop but um 
honestly, we have. It sounds um, it sounds crazy, but we've got relationships with every major venue in the U.S. Um, as well as North America. So our booking folks started going through and um, just putting them in order of priority. And most of the time, we started or the first at first we started with venues that didn't have a tenant, a home mm-hmm. tenant. So those venues went to the top. Um, it's a much shorter list than you may imagine and from there we you know just kept going and we even went so far as to get on wikipedia and, and put in north <laughs> north american stadiums to make sure we weren't we weren't missing any but uh let's go you know what it's, re- it's, re- re- it's refreshing heat. dave that you're just you guys are just like us some of us people <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit Listen, the wikipedia the routing people sent me the list of stadiums and i'm like there's no way that's that's yeah. all the stadiums in yeah. north america so Wikipedia. That's crazy. Uh, That's crazy. Would there be a chance, Dave, to race in an arena or a uh, like a stadium, uh, like a stadium cross? Like, would you sacrifice a venue to get some of these races in if we had to? Like, if it's venue Uh, or or seven races, like what what skews more important? Do you feel? You know, I think the seven races, and this is just off the top of my head, but I think the seven races is more important um i think nothing's really off the table at this point as far as venues go Mm -hmm. we want to keep it in a stadium um there are some arenas out there that have large stadium floors a handful um that could potentially work but most if not all of those are uh university university buildings and depending on what they have going on at that time of year um Mm -hmm. that could potentially work so Honestly, there's not really too much that's off the table right now. We want to. The one thing we're trying to shy away from because um, we got quite a bit of feedback from teams and a few riders. Um, and Adam, you could probably speak to this, but we're trying to shy away from double headers. So we don't want to do back-to-back races. Now, I'm not saying that it's 100. Yeah, percent yeah. We'll get to be able to do that, but that's that's our goal is not to do, a, you know, back-to-back. Yeah, I mean, after a race, I'm just okay. Like, well, hold on a second. They did, they did, <laughs> they did it for 20 years. I think you guys would be okay. Yeah, you. I would be okay if the double header was like, you know, like a day race. But like when you get out of Supercross after I'm done interviewing with Steve, he keeps me up till like three in the morning, right. and then I have to wake up the next day. Listen, you know, if it's a day race, I could do it. Ricky Johnson did it for for ten years. He, you'd be fine, dude. Ricky okay. Johnson was sponsored by Camel, dude. <laughs> That's a whole different I, level. I, I, I get it. I get it. But, but but hey, also too, Dave and Mike, like if we can come back, I mean, things are you know this is hard to say, but uh, if you you talked about a no double header, so say a Saturday and a Monday, uh, and or a Tuesday and a Sunday or something. There's a chance for a new audience to, to be exposed to the sport, depending on how we work these dates um, for the for the fans. Like we could get a primetime spot again, depending on what's going on to show the spirit. If there's one bright light of this, Dave, that could be it. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and it's probably going to happen because the window we're looking at right now college football and the NFL dominate Saturday and Sunday. So, yeah. um, you know, we're going to have to find another window and we'll work with NBC and, 
right. the best one we can. So, yeah, yeah that's that's a definite uh, upside to, to all this. And uh, I think in this situation, you got to look for the upside. Yeah, exactly right. We could see something where, where on a Tuesday night we're racing Supercross and fans are like, oh, hey, what's this? There's nothing else on. Dude, I'm so Let me watch some Supercross. Tuesday, That'd you know? be pretty sick. Uh, Mike, please tell me you haven't heard, because I, I heard this a bunch, Mike, and I, and I freaked out on my show a couple weeks ago. Please tell me, Mike, you haven't heard the ones about holding races at test tracks. <laughs> I think we've heard them all. Okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take the people DMing me saying, why not have it at Honda's on a Friday? And then Cowie's on a Monday. I just, I'd want to smash my phone, Mewy. I really did. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think we've heard it all. But to be perfectly honest with you, it, it's good to hear that stuff because, um, you know, we're we're trying to think of every, like Dave was saying, we're trying to think of every possible scenario um, to make this thing work. So yeah. um, while some of them, you know, don't really um, fit into the mold of Supercross, at least it gets our head thinking in different directions, um, you know, that, that might spark another idea and another contact and, and things to do. So, um, yeah, of course, we've, we've heard quite a few different ideas. Right. Um, but. Um, hey, but before we let you guys go, uh, let's turn it to uh, a few different topics in regards to Supercross. I guess, hey, Dave, those, uh, those nets work pretty good, don't they? <laughs> hey, Dave? I, I, I love those nets, Steve. Dave, I you still there? Yeah. Can, we, can we get I'm, some more? What do you think? Hey, Mike's. Mike is now in charge of the Nets. Okay. I, I, I love the Nets. I think they're great. Um, I'll let All Mike right. handle it from here. He's in charge of those. Dave, one time you told me you didn't think a net would work. I just wanted to put that on the record. I gave you I, my, my wacko net idea, and you were like, I don't think that would work. Just FYI. You're you're right, but here's what I said, just okay. so everybody knows. We can finally put this to bed. You're clearing this I up. I said, and it was, I don't remember the year. I don't either. But, <laughs> it was a long time Chad, ago. But Chad went over the first turn, went over the berm in the first turn in Seattle, uh-huh. and he came back. He came out last, obviously, the first time, and came back, and we had that discussion, and I said, Steve, the problem, I agree nets would work, but the problem with the net, and I use that example, if Chad would have went over the berm in the first turn and got caught in the net, he would have never come back to second or whatever he finished Right, right, right. So I did technically say they wouldn't work, or I didn't technically say they wouldn't work. I just said maybe there's a better option. Uh, Mike, we need more nets. <laughs> We're just going to exclude that comment. We need no, no, more no, that, that's nets. Fine. We, we, you know, listen, I don't want to see want any more flat turns in Supercross. The nets have allowed terrific bowl turns to come back. I mean, I agree. The flat turns were, they so, were lame. We're going to need about three or four more nets, Mui, out there, I think, when, you know, when we come back for Soupy. We'll, we'll work on that, bud. Uh, <laughs> I, I, okay, okay, here's, okay, Just, so, so. Oh, we'll you got ice. Okay, so one more here before I let you guys go. So, obviously, the nets are fantastic. We all believe in them. Tough blocks. <laughs> Tough blocks. I've got an idea. I'm not going to go into it here because it. It'll be 10 minutes of me explaining it. I've, I've done it a couple of shows. we got these tough blocks that fly out in front of guys. For the most part, tough blocks have been a positive thing. They've saved a lot of riders. Uh, they, they look and act better than hay bales ever did. So tough blocks are good. But we've got to work on redesigning these things, Mike. I, I got ideas. I got ideas, Mike, on how to keep these things from snagging out in front of guys. 
Hey, like I said earlier, by all means, send them over. Um, I'm happy to look at anything. I'm not the smartest guy in the room, so we want to take a look at anything. We do have some content, some some different prototypes. I actually mm-hmm. have one sitting in my office right now um, that uh, you know kind of needs some tweaking and things okay. like that. But we have ideas similar to like our taper blocks that go down the start straight, uh, where they're actually angled in to stay away from the foot peg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have. Um, ideas that with the different types of material that we can use um, you know I think it was it's probably been five six years now um, we wrapped the tough block back in the day um, it was just a three-sided I guess um, cover that slid over top of the mm-hmm. actual foam um, now we've wrapped the bottom of them so they don't catch on the on the uh, chain or anything or the foot peg or the anything peg, like yeah, that yeah. Um, we're looking not just the tough blocks. Um, actually, an indie would have been um, the first time it came out on inner 90-degree bowl turns or um, um, eyebrow turns uh, so that, you know, when, when the guys dive inside, it's not catching their foot peg. It's angled over. Uh, it's got an arc to it so that, you know, it's rounded and not a square edge. Um, so we're looking okay. at all of that stuff all of the time. Um, it does take time to, to obviously implement those types of changes, but um, you know, we hope to have some new tough block inventory rolling out. Okay, all right. Well, I, I'll send you some ideas. You know, the nets nets have been one idea of my brilliance. I'll uh, I'll throw ideas another. Ideas aren't everything; it's execution. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. I, I realize that. Uh, uh, before we let you go, I guess something I didn't I don't follow too much, but Dave uh, Monster Jam obviously on hold as well. What kind of stuff are you juggling there uh how's that like, that's worldwide also although I, again i'm not familiar with the schedule and everything but how's that working for you dave yeah i mean that's uh that's another challenge in itself um you know one of the one of the factors that makes monster jam a bit i won't say easier but it's uh different yeah as far as as far as scheduling goes is there were events already scheduled for later on in the summer Um, and there is no there is no uh you know outdoor motocross season to contend with so um those events are still still on the schedule and um jamie dalzing and monster jam staff are working toward uh making sure that uh those those go off so um that's really it you know we've, we've canceled what we've had to and uh now we're moving toward the fall and yeah. uh, winter dates yeah i guess yeah those dates are done they're in they're set in stone already right so yeah i see right. what you mean right yeah exactly yeah not quite as many challenges as with moto um yeah. well guys uh thanks to both of you for coming on uh real honest talk about the series uh, it's unbelievably sad and, and bummed out i guess you just gotta like you said look forward and when we're racing again and it's unbelievable. Like I was telling the brothers here, we'll always remember this. The rest of our lives, we'll tell our kids about it. I'll tell my Bass and Hounds about it, um, where we were, what happened, you know, what kind of world we were living in. It's it's, it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, it's it's terrible for the series, but uh, I guess we'll all hang in there. And I, I really hope and I believe we'll be racing in the fall, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Now, well, thank you for letting us come on. And uh, I agree, Steve. It's definitely uh, something we'll always remember, and our kids will probably uh, remember. Um, so, yeah, all we can do is look forward to look forward to what's to come, and remember how how uh, privileged we are to yeah. be able to to do this. So. Yeah, you're right. When it comes back, there might be this new appreciation, right, of racing and the series and everything else. Like it'll be, maybe I won't be as grouchy, Prater. 
That's right. I'd miss you, man. If you weren't as grouchy, I don't know if I could handle it. So just fake it if you're not. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty special thing that yeah. we all get to do. So uh, I think we'll definitely appreciate it come uh, come round 11, whenever that is. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike, for the time. Thank you, Dave Prater. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, guys. Miss right. you, guys. Bye-bye, Thanks. Guys. All right, that, that's Dave Prater and Mike Mewey from Feld, uh, Feld Motorsports. Some, a good, good, uh, good talk. Yeah. You know, I find it interesting. You know, when Dave was saying, you know, that that mid June date for the MX Sports. I mean, that's not set in stone. That could move, and it I might think that's be moving. Get pushed. So okay, so I don't know if you guys noticed the National Series. It's hectic. It's eleven rounds in. I want to say thirteen weeks or something. It was very few weeks yeah. off. Yeah. We push that thing further south to get ready. Now Supercross has got to work around that. Dude, we could be racing Soupy late October, November. Yeah. Think about that. That's why, that's why I asked Think that question. Think about the weather. Bro. That's why I asked that question. I said, yeah. you know, how late do you actually push it back? You know, how late can you push back Supercross? Because, they, okay, they, now we they, do outdoor. They know. They're not telling you, but they know. Oh, I know they know. I know they know. <laughs> right, right. But how late? You know, because yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you push outdoors back. If we're not going to be team fried by the end of outdoors, we're going to be team fried by the <laughs> yeah, end of Supercross. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and Supercross you- is no way moving from January. No, there no, is no, not no, a no, shot. No, no, it's no, moving. No. From it, the whatever happens, game. it picks up January. Yes. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. If the last race is on December, right. whatever thirtieth, it's picking so, up the first weekend. I wonder if we end up with some sort of world war of Supercross Motocross, <laughs> where no, listen, <laughs> yeah, where, seriously, where Ooh. MX Sports is backed up due to f- government regulations, and Feld is like, look, we're putting a Supercross on the day of your national. And we'll see who shows up. Like they don't want to do that, and MX Sports doesn't. Like they don't want that to happen. Yeah, but there's gotta be. I don't some, think that'll happen. About, I hey, think it'll be a Saturday there... moto and like a Tuesday Supercross. No, that, that won't happen. There's yeah, no back day. There's no way. What, didn't, didn't you don't that happen back so? in the day? No. Why? Why no. did? Why Where it was not? Like a Supercross race and then a why motocross not? race in seven a week apart. A week apart. Yeah, a week apart. Why yeah. not? Because the teams, teams and riders won't, won't do that. They won't race uh-uh. that like a motocross, that, like, like a physically two thirty minute moto. Okay, okay. So say, see, that's fishy. Because if you're winning the motocross series, do you stay motocross? If you're Eli Tomac right now, okay. Bro, the same and this scenario happens. No, stop. If this scenario happens, it's hard to take you seriously with those glasses. But anyways, dude, ahead. they're my super glasses. I know. I, know. I can do anything. I know. I can make a peanut butter and jelly. I can do ten push-ups. I mean, I can do anything. Okay. But um, you're right. If super. you're Eli Tomac and you're winning the motocross championship and supercross is on the same night, which one do you pick if uh, you're Cowie? You go to supercross. Supercross because he's never won yeah. one before. Yeah. yeah. No, listen. I'm, or do you go to whichever one Roxon doesn't go to? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think. Listen, I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm, if the Nationals keep getting pushed back, the Supercross guys are going to have a big decision on their hands. And the team's going to be the bad. team's going to be like, "Hey, man, we signed uh, Aaron Plessinger to a new deal. Uh, he's got a month on the bike before Anaheim, like say all the, December. Hey, like that is whose tough. contracts are up? Yeah, well, I mean, all that. Yeah, and all, Chase Sexton's going for fifty that, All that stuff can be amended with contracts and everything else. But yeah, but, but imagine know. if like Yamaha picked up Eli Tomac. Okay, no, no, it's not going to happen, but anyways. I'm just right. You don't know. Um, I think I know. Zach Osborne you coming up know. here. You want to make a bet? Yeah, no. yeah. Zach Osborne <laughs> coming up here shortly. Uh, Tyler Antignap, Adam Antignap, Uh We we have a very prestigious 
person on the line here. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? Yeah, he's the general. Brian Deegan. <laughs> What's up, What's bud? Up? How are you? Deegan. Deegan. Running through the, the town of Temecula, dude. Zombie warfare going on. Down there. <laughs> oh, my you, God. Are you strapped? Out. Do you got goggles and gloves and a mask? I did. Full trash bag. <laughs> oh, sick. Good call. Hey, uh, tip. Yep. What's going so, on, Brian? Not much. I know you guys are slammed. You got a lot going on there. But basically, with this whole issue going on, I said, how can we keep Supercross going? And uh, I talked to some friends, and I just saw what NASCAR is doing right now. NASCAR is fully still racing. But I see that. Yeah. Are, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, why are we not doing this in Supercross? And, and maybe we are. Maybe I don't know about it because I'm not a big gamer guy. But the end of the day, I met up with a dude from Factory MX Tournaments who actually puts on races all the time, but they're kind of small time, kind of their little the, the group they do it, but they know what they're doing. So I said, why don't you, hey, let's team up, bring it to my network at YouTube, which we have a big following. I'm like, we're going to have a Supercross race. So we put it on. It's um, the Monster Energy uh, Supercross 3 game. And we had a race Saturday night, and I put up a purse for like fifteen hundred bucks to win. <laughs> and uh, nice. dude, Josh, Josh Hill, Josh Hansen, uh, 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 there's like seven pros. All right, that that showed I was up. I was, was one like, of them. You were? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was winning, and Josh Hill took me out after the whoop section, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, savagely yeah, T-boned me, uh, dude. You know Tanner, that happens. Tanner Stack was ripping. <laughs> Way too many hours yeah. on the game. Yeah. Uh, so we had Kellen Brower. Kellen Brower said that Jeremy Smith's really good, too. Yeah. Jordan Smith? Jeremy. Privateer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so so this is going on, Deegan, every every weekend? Yeah. So, you know what? This is We had one day. It was a one-day turnaround. They called. We talked about it. I said, you know what? Let's do it. So I threw it up, you know, basically came up with some money, put it on. And um, it, it ended up being they have all these these gamer guys who play that game that are really good at it. So I don't know any better. We just said, okay, let's play the game. Those dudes played, and they pretty much smoked all the real pros. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm like, what do we do now? There's, like, no pros in the main. So so then I said, you know what? We're going to have an all-pro main. Right after the, um, the uh, Average Joes versus Pros main, we had an all-pro main, which was pretty cool because that got all the boys together. All of them were battling. And it was still for money. I did the donations, like they, you know, donations come up on the screen, and whoever donated went to the pro purse. So it got up to five hundred bucks within, you know, like ten minutes. So that was the pro purse, and um, and I said, you know what, this is pretty cool. So we're gonna keep it going, and I'm gonna do it again Saturday, next Saturday night. And um, the goal is to get the full gate of pros for qualifiers in the main event, and still put up a good purse. And I'm trying to go after the NASCAR model, you know. Nice. I think that's what's going on, you know. So it was cool. But, you know, um, yeah, internet was – it was a big battle in the field, dude. There was some serious <laughs> drama going down, dude. Like some serious fucking fights on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, Hanson was T-boning people. Yeah. Scott Champion yeah. was going backwards on the track. Oh, it boy. was full chaos. That yeah. doesn't it sound was, like yeah. the Hanny I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he okay. ended up winning the grudge match race. And then, um, you know, we, we Venmoed everyone their money the next day. And everyone was pumped. It was, like, the easiest money they probably ever made. Yeah, really, right? And, <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, dude, if this thing grows into some, it could turn into, you know, a pretty big deal for guys at home, get a little extra exposure instead of just sitting at home not getting any media racing. Um, 
So anyway, I thought it was pretty cool last minute deal, but we're going to have qualifiers this week. I'm going to post a link here pretty soon and everyone can click on this link and um, sign up. And then we're going to have qualifiers during the week to weed out the guys for the average Joe's. And then we're going to have an average Joe's main event, and then we're going to have a pro main event. Yeah, that's too. that's probably better. Yeah, have yeah. have both, right? Yeah, exactly. Dude, so. the gamer kids they're worse. Oh my stupid god! Good. Oh, I know. I mean, it's, it's not ridiculous. even yeah, yeah. funny. I can, I can imagine. Dude. I can like imagine. I was out there. I got the last spot for the LCQ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Like, a, for instance, Steve, I have like it tells you how many miles you have on the game. Yeah. I had 110. Yeah. This kid had like four thousand nine hundred and fifty yeah, miles. You can't fool around these guys, dude. He was dude. Just yeah. burning laps. Right, right. Uh, all right. Well, all right, Brian. That sounds cool. I saw your cool. post, so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for uh, getting me on here. Jump on and saying yeah. that. You know, got a million other things going on, but like you all love Supercross. We want to see racing, so we're just trying to fill the gap. So. That's kind of kind of what's going on now. So stay tuned. We'll post some stuff up, and may I'll send you guys some links. You okay. Can share. It'll be, it'll Sounds be cool. good, man. Well, yeah. Thanks very much for doing that. I think that's awesome. Uh, thanks very much, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Have All right. Fun. Heck, yeah. All right, thanks, Brian. That's Later, Brian. Brian. That's Brian Deegan, everybody. Super the general, dude. What a legend. The game. Be one of us. Um, Corey's on five. Corey, what's up? You got a couple of seven deuce deuce seven deuce trace stories. Yeah, man, I wanted to say uh, what's happening. Long-time listener, seven, uh, second-time caller. I was going to talk to Seven Deuce Deuce. You gave my boy a helmet for me. I think it was in Arlington two years ago, man. Got that helmet. Love it. Put it on my, uh, put it in my garage. And for the for for your brother Tyler, dude, a couple years ago in Texas, <laughs> semi guy, dude. You were last turn. I think it was Raper ran into you. <laughs> your back tire. Oh, hey, drag that motherfucker over the line. <laughs> oh, just, oh my god! I, just, I was just I was dumping the clutch. The TV, dumping oh, dude, the clutch on Raper. The, oh, I, I know. was screaming at the TV for you. Oh. So heartbroken. I mean, you did the right thing. You you snapped his leg like a twig if you did. But dude, you I know was, what? I, you tried. No, he that, didn't. Dude, he, no, hey, you can't give him that credit. The dude. only reason he did the right thing was because he couldn't go anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he had it first, wide open. I was in first gear wide open. <laughs> he, he, oh, were you? Yes. Yeah, it wouldn't move. Yeah. He, 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 oh, he, the asterisk knee brace wouldn't break. He, he uh, <laughs> trust me, he was going for it. Hashtag poor Devin Ray. Yeah. I, swear, I thought you had stopped. I was like, oh, what a no. Oh, no. I didn't even say it. But I was like, drag is drag. That's honestly, hey, honestly, I thought it was his bike and not him. So I was just holding it wide open. But if I had to do it all over again, I would have Talladega Nights did, jumped off my bike, and ran across the finish line. And there you'd you have made it, yeah. too, dude. Yeah. You had that big of a lead. I know. You'd have made it. I uh, had like a couple seconds. All right. Well, hey, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank thanks, Corey. Right, there you go. Later, guys. Steven's on one for Adam. Steven, what's up? What's your question for Adam? Uh, yeah, Adam, uh, have you ever listened to any of your songs sped up rather than at the uh, speed that you record them at? <laughs> Bro, I listen to all my songs sped up, dude. No, I'm just kidding. So no, I, I never have. I literally never have. Does it have some kind of like weird like sign in it some when sort you speed of weirdo, it up? Yeah. No, it actually sounds really cool. Oh, really? <laughs> so I listen to the podcast on one and a half at work so I can get through because I listen to so many podcasts. Yeah. And so when it played on one and a half, because I'd heard all your songs Oh, before, you played it has a blog on one and a half, half, huh? 
Oh, it has a bog. It's great on one and a half. I know. It's sick, huh? I was contemplating, honestly, speeding that beat up or leaving it slow, but I felt like it with the pauses and, like, the little bit of drama and ambience in between, I thought it'd be funnier, so I kind of left it. I think the beat is better sped up, but I think the, um, you know, the presence and the way it gets delivered uh, slowed down is a little funnier. It, but, yeah, you're right. <laughs> also, the Chad the Chad Reed song is really good on one and a half. Oh, really? We uh, we got some songs for you, Adam, to break down later on in the show. I got some of your greatest hits. Yep. Uh, you're gonna, you were going to play them. You're going to tell us a little bit about the stuff behind it, writing it, composing it. Absolutely. That kind of stuff. So thanks, Stephen. Thanks for the call. No problem. Y'all have a good one. Thank Later. you, man. Appreciate it. Real quickly before we get to the Zach Osborne, Haley's on four. Haley, what's going on? Hi. How are y'all? We're good. What's oh, going on? So good. 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 This is my daughter, Annie. She just wanted to say, hey, she is the Seven Deuce Deuce's biggest fan. We make yeah. t-shirts oh, every year. That's so awesome. Say hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Say, I missed you this year. I missed you this year. No way. <laughs> yes, way. Which Big round, time. Which Big round time. were you going to come hey, to? She is the seven deuce. Hello? Hello? You there? Hello? Oh, I'm oh. sorry. What was that? I said, which round Which round were you guys going to go to? We were actually going to go to Dallas, and <sighs> then we ended up not being able to go, and then it got canceled. But oh, we were the ones. She got to sit on your bike. We made the red T-shirt that said, yeah. is that the seven? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember. That's so awesome. I appreciate you guys calling in. All right. Stay yeah. safe. Stay Bye, safe. guys. All right. Thank you for calling in. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. I like how Real Addie's voice changes. Yeah, it changes, yeah. Like, Bro, nice. when when you talk um, to the little people, you can't be regular seven deuce deuce. It's way too mean. By, by the way, twenty twenty. I don't think you can say little people yeah, I don't anymore. Think so either. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. By the way, children. Uh, <laughs> taking your, taking your phone calls over there. We never got to him because we started right in with the with the Feld guys. Uh, Talon Taylor, what's up, bud? Oh, How are you? Hey, hey, what's up? Thanks the, for coming in. The other yeah, guy. thanks for having the me. The other guy. Thanks oh, for finally introducing me. What? There's another guy back there. Yeah, there's a guy back there. Oh, uh, yeah. The we got we got a we got a new Talon Cam, right? Yeah. Yep. New Cam. He's he's front and center right now. Yeah. There we go. Nice and bright. According to Deuce Deuce, I'm getting uh, COVID. So. Yeah, 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 you're already yeah. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Hey, uh, I want to thank the folks at Vertex Pistons. Uh, every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a piston, a Vertex piston from the factory. Did you know that? Wow. Yes, I yep. didn't know Is that. that why they don't have a bog anymore? Yep. Did you oh. know that 65 years ago, the Vertex pistons were founded in a uh, small technical workshop in northern Italy? I had no idea. Uh, today, they're they're uh, OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands really? like uh, Beta and TM. Really? What? Yeah. Sales at PivotWorks.com to save uh, VertexPistons.com. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, replica, high-compression, GP style. VertexPistons.com emails sales at PivotWorks.com for a deal on a top-end kit. Uh, they're bringing you next guest. Speaking of Husqvarna's, uh, this gentleman rides one, and uh, he's a friend of the show. Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Chilling, man. What about you? Well, we're good, man. We just had uh, Prater, Prater and Mewi on. How'd that go? Good. Uh, they're looking in the fall, man. We're looking in the fall. Yeah. And they're hoping to get all seven rounds in, so we'll see. It, it, it's crazy, though. The, the whole thing, Zacho, is, is absolutely crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm 30 and I haven't seen a lot, but this is about as crazy <laughs> as it gets for me. Yeah, really, right? Um, what, have you been, what have you been doing? What's been going on? Obviously, uh, you crashed during Supercross and got some injuries, but are those healed up? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much better now. Um, I mean, I'm back to full swing training and and doing everything, but no riding right now because no one's riding. 
Um, we kind of collectively made a decision at the Baker's factory to not ride just due to the fact that, like, you know, if someone did get hurt or something went wrong, like, now's not the time to be going to the hospital. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we all sat down last week and just kind of went over our options and, and decided that, yeah, we, we wanted to take some, some time away from riding. So I think we'll start riding again in two or three weeks uh, from now, uh, you know, pending that everything is headed in a better direction or whatever. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that because I know the Geico guys are like, hey, take it easy, ride once a week, twice a week. We don't have a lot of parts. Our, 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 our guys aren't going in the shop right now. But then I heard another team has rented out Glen Helen tomorrow and they're testing. They're full testing. So, like, everyone is in a different spot here team-wise. Yeah, we, we um, are a little bit in that same same situation as Geico that, you know, we were asked to kind of tone it back a little bit just because no one was working in California. Um, and then we decided, you know, collectively as a group that, you know, we have 12 weeks still um, till the race and there's plenty of time to get ready. So we didn't want to backlog those guys with, you know, a bunch of engines that needed to be redone and, mm-hmm. and getting getting stuff here is not that easy at the moment. So, yeah, it's just um, a really strange time to – for everyone, honestly, like we're all shooting from the hip at this point. Um, I think everyone on, on planet Earth is. So um, it's just one of those deals. We're just rolling with the punches. But, you know, this is potentially going to be the, the most sort of off season we have for the next 15 to 18 months. So yeah. we're trying to kind of use it use it as wisely as possible. At the same time, you know, we've just been doing some, some physical training and staying in shape. But, like, you know, no one can, can keep the, the – pace of training that we do for the next you know till the end of october or beginning of november yeah. or whatever it ends up being and then you know we're going to need to be ready again for january so there's a, a lot to take into consideration and um it's a new curveball for it's, all of us it's amazing i was doing some quick math so that Lu- the lucas oil pro motocross is supposed to kick off in mid-june i'm not that optimistic on that date let's say let's... I, I think it's a lofty goal at this point like right you know, had the had the you know, we started opening back up on April the 13th or whatever, like was said, then that would be one thing. But for them to extend it again yeah. to the end of April and, you know, the the likelihood of it so, being like, oh, yeah, let's just have a 30,000 people gathering right. five weeks later. I just, I don't know. So, okay. So if you look at, so let's say, let's say June is gone, July, we, we have five months, we have 20 weeks, 21 weekends. Okay. We have. Those the Supercross guys from Dave and Mike seem determined to get those seven races in. We have we have eleven Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, eighteen weekends, and we have twenty four weekends left in the year. Now, obviously, they want to do maybe two a week in Supercross. You know, there's been no double headers. They said the teams are, don't want that. But my point is, we have eighteen races to squeeze into twenty five weekends yeah. before before January before twenty twenty one. Now, even doubling them up and even doing that is tight, Zach. So your your comment about the off season is a good one, is a smart one. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're trying to take all the precaution we can, but also, you know, enjoy the the time a little bit and and stay safe. But um, it's just, yeah, it's going to be jam packed, and you know, we're going to need to be ready for January again. Like I said earlier, it's it's, um, it's basically going to be like an eighteen month grind. So for training wise, are you on the Okay, you're hurt, but let's say you weren't recovering. 
would you be doing the same workload during the week? That seems a little excessive. No, we're definitely not. Okay, I don't mean riding. No, no, I don't mean riding. I mean off the bike, all the off the no, bike stuff. No, but even that yeah, okay. is like way, way toned back. Right. You know, it's more or less just to keep the body moving. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's not a lot of weeks in a year. I mean, probably less than two weeks in a year anyways where I do absolutely nothing. Right. So, I mean, this is just, you know, five, six, seven hours a week. That's nothing really compared to what we normally do. So, yeah, um, it's yeah, it's toned way down. Hey, what's up, Zacho? It's Tyler. Um, you know, take us through like what's everyday life. Up a little bit. What's there you, there what's you. everyday life for you like right now? Are you self quarantining in the house? Are you going outside with the kids? It's a lot of family time. What's kind yeah, of going so on right now? Both my kids. Well, my, my little my son is uh, only one and a half, so he's not in school yet. But my daughter's homeschooled. My wife is very much a homebody. So for them, it's been kind of business as usual, other than. They can't go in and play at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, obviously, I've been home a lot more. We've just been spending time outside. I've done a bunch of honeydew jobs and built uh, built a garden planner for my wife. <laughs> um, you know, just the stuff that gets neglected the rest of the year that you don't really have time for or, or energy for. And um, that's been the, the constant theme now. Um, been doing a little bit of training, like I said, and just – you know, trying to stay busy and, and not watch the news too much, really. Yeah, I agree. What do you like watching, like TV shows, movies, what documentaries? What have you been watching? Um, I love brainless TV. Like, I love King and Queens. Oh, really? That's, that's <laughs> what? Show. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and then my wife and I are really into Manifest. Have you seen that on NBC? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of it. It's about the plane that went missing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. seen that I've one. seen yeah. previews for really it. Good. Yeah. But that's only one episode on Monday night, so um, that's about to, about to be cooked. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a huge TV guy. I've been okay. really digging the i racing thing because I love racing, and I think the i racing thing is really cool. You know, I think it's cool to me because of the actual simulation side of it, where you know we, there's no way we could really ever have anything like that um, for our sport. So I think that that's really really cool. I have a couple of NASCAR buddies. Um, that tell me that it's like realistic enough to where one of them actually coaches drivers using yeah. the iRacing setup. So mm. I've been really into that and just just watching that. Honestly, like I haven't pulled the trigger on getting a sim rig, but I, I've been uh, trying to figure out how I, I'm going to sneak it past the wife. What what's one of those worth? Those whole things. Um, so like a really good one um, with the round screen uh-huh. um, doesn't do motion or anything, but has like the the heavy wheel and the springs yep. on the pedals to make it, you know, more realistic yep. is like five grand, six grand. Oh, come on, um, Zacho. You, that's a heat race. <laughs> come on. You, you dude, at this wife. time, though, like than you have no three. idea. Dude, he's fine. He's fine. That's a heat race. Dude, Bought not after that <laughs> garden he had to build. He's probably broke. <laughs> no, actually, my wife was giving me a bunch of crap about that because I, I was on Pinterest for like an hour trying to find like a good plan, and, and I couldn't find one that I liked. So I was like, "Look, you're gonna have to trust me on this. Like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna build what I think." Like, I wrote down all the all the uh-huh. figures and and I, I did it. Yeah, but um, she was like, "Look, this is it's gonna be a bunch of money, and like you're gonna, you know, what if you screwed up?" I'm like, "Well, you know, it's not gonna be that much." And she's like, "Well." All right, so I, I calculated it all out, and like all the way up to like the dirt, I had like two hundred sixty-three dollars in it. <laughs> Super sick, so she yeah. was like stoked. Yeah, hell yeah. It, oh, is, is, is Brittany close by? 
She's not. Okay. Right. I want. I wanted to talk to her for a second here and try to try to, you know, I want to. I want to find out if you can get the sim and two, how crazy you've been driving her. Because I, Zacho, you're OCD guy. You're got to do something. Got to, you know, you're very. I don't think you're much of a homebody that way. No, so. I, I am, and I'm not. Um, like when it comes to my kids and stuff, and and her, like when they're around, I, I really am. I can chill. Yep. But typically, I'm super. Um, I would be anxious about this kind of stuff, uh, health stuff and all that. But I don't know. I just haven't really um, been too bad uh, bad off on this one. Like I just haven't okay. really yeah, yeah. bought in, you know, bought into the whole thing that much. And we've just been really grinding and you know trying to keep the kids away from it and and you know just trying to keep yeah. our space and and live as normal as possible. Yeah, absolutely. It's I think that's we're all trying to do that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a different different world right now, and it's it's bizarre. Like, dude, I'm struggling with no sports. Like oh, I'm struggling. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah, I'm bored I out of my mind. How bad it would be like to you know, in the first weekend it really hit me because you know I, I'm not a huge college college sports guy. Period. But especially not college basketball. But like everybody can get into March Madness, you know. And then that was gone, and Supercross, and NASCAR. I love NASCAR. And then, like, it was just, like, baseball season gone. I was just like, holy cow, like, there's nothing on TV. <laughs> yeah. Marks, can you get into that sim stuff, the racing? Like, can you – I tried. I tried. When I saw one of the cars pass right through the rear quarter panel of another one, I was out. I was out. That only happens in, in the pits, though. No, I saw it on the track. And I was really? like, yeah. That's what gets you out? I just, I, it's it's not realistic. I just, oh, my goodness. Can you watch it, Marks? Can you get into it? Yeah, I can get into it, but oh, okay. I, I can only do it for so long because then I want to, like, get a setup, and I, I, right. don't, I don't have Zacco money, so right. I'm out on that. That's a heat race win for Zacco. I don't yeah. understand. It's a heat it race might, win for me, on. too. Zacco, uh, AC got a bonus for, for fast qualifier. Is that even possible for you guys? I don't even know. No. Okay. I think he's pretty much the only person in the sport that has that, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't know if he has it now, but he used to. Yeah, I don't know about now. Yeah. But anyways, but I was going to say, you, you know, you can just fast qualify and get get a couple times, and then you get one. So. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the problem is, here's what I'm scared of, okay? Like, I've been back and forth between this biathlon rifle, which is like a super fine target <laughs> rifle. Which is, is a biathlon <laughs> rifle. <laughs> okay. Jesus. For, What's wrong with you? The, uh, versus the sim rig. So the biathlon rifle, they're super rare, and I know where one is, and this guy, this buddy I have can get me it pretty cheap, and, and he can actually sell it if I totally sell it. Is this legal? So, is Yeah, no, it's it's totally legal. Are you sure? Did you, yeah. did you like, ask for a friend? or? No, it, it's legit. Like, I mean, I, I would buy it through a gun shop and everything like that, but it's more for, like, focus and that kind of stuff. Like, I can use it for my training. Hey, is but it the same? Totally suck. Is it the same right. rifle where they like do the cross country skiing and then do the target yeah. shooting and then do that? Yeah. Oh, okay, I know exactly so what I you're talking about. Use it for running and then shooting. Yeah, um, you know, just to yeah, like I said, for focus. Mm -hmm. So, long story short, if I if I suck with that, I can sell it really easy uh -huh. to some skier who's looking for it. The biathlon rifle market is high. <laughs> wow, yeah. I didn't know it was that high. Rig, yeah. I'm gonna be like, holy cow, what do I do with this thing? If I'm terrible, like. You know, I don't really have time. I'm not really a gamer, but it's like one of those impulse things, and I yeah. need to just harness the impulse for a little bit longer, and then it'll pass. So I think I'm just going to keep trying to. Uh, Bro, I am saying that you could fully sell on eBay a NASCAR sim rig. 
like yeah, I know, beginner NASCAR sim rig used low hours vet owned like sold on eBay. I, I feel like that would be so sick that I look. I don't even really follow NASCAR, and I think that would be sick to have one of those things for sure. Yeah, I know, I'm going when with I was the a gun. Kid, my dad had a, a car chassis, but it was just for the tree, like on the drag racing. Yeah, deal. yeah, yep. So that was. I mean, I used that tons just for fun, but yeah. the sim rig thing is bad to the bone. Uh, Zach Osborne on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport and Fly brought to you by Vertex Pistons also by the way uh, come standard on a two-stroke KTM on Husqvarna Vertex Pistons email sales at pivotworks.com for more information Zach we got some calls for you here also but so uh, we did a video on Friday Chris Kiefer and Alex Ray came up to Vegas here uh, Zach where to my local track at Western here where I ride it was a race right yeah so I want to get your opinion so we did the fastest lap, we had lit pros and everything else. We each did two laps, took a five-minute break, and did two laps again, all out, balls out. So the, the deal was it's a minute and 30 lap time, by the way. Okay. Uh, Kiefer had to stay within two seconds of A-Ray, and I had to stay within 12 seconds of Kiefer. Do you, what do you think happened? What do you think happened, Zacho, in the video? Like, Did Kiefer stay within two seconds of A-Ray? I'm going to say no, and I'm going to say that you also were no. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What do you think, uh, Seven Deuce Deuce? Um, we're going to have them on later. but I think that Kiefer made it by, like, the hair on his chinny-chin-chin. Chin. Within A-Ray. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I think – I don't know. Okay. I don't I know on Steve. Steve was probably closer He's to close. I'm saying, I'm saying you were Kiefer. within, like, a tenth. Okay. Zacho, you think I was closer to... I think you yeah. were closer to reaching the goal than, than Kiefer to A-Ray. Okay. Ty? I want to... I've seen Kiefer ride a lot of desert lately. But this was a track. This wasn't turn left at the dishwasher. Yeah, but dude, I've seen, right seen the GoPro video. Yeah. And it looked like Des Rat Life. Yeah, okay. it looked Des right. Rat Life. So, I, I got to think Kiefer's within two seconds of A-Ray. Okay. For sure. And am I... I don't know, seconds, dude. A pretty in. quick. You think? Think Bro, about. He think just about, got off Supercross. Think I about. Oh, you might have SX suspension. Hey, Marks, you were there. Now I don't want. Yes. We're not giving yes, anything away. We're not. Sure. You're gonna watch the video, but A Ray Caddy Wampus trying to go fast <laughs> is a special sight, is it? It not? is something to see in person. <laughs> Let me tell you. He does hanging out. Oh my god. He has that. He has out. that send it. That send he, it gear that other people point, don't have. At one point, he was going left, and his body was off the right of his bike. Dude, <laughs> that's a hundred percent normal. Yeah, that's right. that's, that's, that's not even like, style. So okay, so. all right, all right. Well, we'll see. We're gonna yeah. have them on later and t to talk about it. So, uh, Zach Osborne on the show here. So Zacho, a lot of teams. Let's just get your personal opinion, Zacho. So from what I know, teams want to finish Supercross before Motocross. That's not gonna happen. Do you care either way for yourself? Uh, for me, I'm I'm ready to start outdoors because my Supercross has been dismal, so I'd rather come back with a fresh start and then we'll go back to the Supercross thing later. Okay. But, um, man, I would hate to be in the shoes of the two at the front right now. Yeah. Um, that, that would be so, so tough to go racing on something completely different and know that, you know, there's that, you know, extra risk and all the things that come with, you know, yeah. 14 extra weeks of riding before you get to go riding supercross again yeah that would be tough and let me ask you guys the three racers here including you zacco 
Although I do have four Manitoba titles. Um, <laughs> right now, from what I hear, the the winds of the rumor wind is blowing that there will be no weeks off after the last national. You I will, heard one. Okay, so way. if there's one or less, what's that like to jump into Soupy? That's tough. I mean, no <laughs> one's ever done it, so it's yeah. gonna be wild. Yeah, dude, that. You no, know, we've always sucks. done it the other way, which is actually quite simple. Yep, because. It's kind, kind of like opening back up, but like to get back to that really quick and and be uh, you know like I was saying for the front two back on championship form in two weeks is yeah mental yeah 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 that'll be that'll be I, mean, I think it really depends on like how you're taking this off time because like right now you it's kind of like a weird area because you're just into racing you're hot and heavy you're ready to just grind it out and get to outdoors, but now you almost gotta you know do exactly what zach's doing and the whole alden crew is literally just take a break yeah because you're not going to be able yeah. to make it through outdoors and then right into supercross and then right into supercross again yeah and it's like if it were four or five rounds down that would be one thing but with it being 10 and you're like over the hump and there's only seven more left and then yeah there's yeah. a huge break five month break between races that's just crazy. Uh, listen, I've been Dave and Mike were on here, and they're pretty insistent on getting seven. I've been skeptical the whole time about getting seven in. I don't yeah. see how they're going to do it. Venues and time. Venues and time. I don't yeah. know. There's going to be have to have like two races a week or something. For sure, we're going to St. Louis. By the way, oh yeah. for sure, for sure, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent, we're going to St. Louis. Yeah, Salt Lake, maybe. I don't know. But uh, I think another. I think another complication. No, Oakland's got the baseball team though. They're not going to put. They're gonna, not going to let them go to yeah, Oakland with the, with the with the grass. There's no way. So, uh, let's take some calls for you, uh, Zacho. And both guys are named Tyler. So, uh, first up, Tyler, what's going on? What's your question for Zach Osborne? Not much. Uh, I just want to know if Zacho is doing any more shifting gear podcast. I know uh, at first I thought he was getting clippy clippy rather than dark side, but I know that he was more of a personal preference. I didn't know if he was going to do any more in this offseason. Zacho, we loved your shifting gears podcast. I, we you blew Wygant's mind by doing so many episodes, but I was bummed to hear that you couldn't do it anymore. You didn't, or you just couldn't. I, I guess you not say you didn't want to do it. You just couldn't really, huh? Yeah, it just was hard to juggle. Um, on a Friday, which I, I'm just not quite good enough to, or maybe I'm just not quite experienced enough, I should say, to do it over the phone. And um, I much preferred to do it, you know, face to face. So for me, the kind of the only option face to face was Fridays at the races. And um, it's kind of just hard to get people to do that. And I totally understand because I would be hard to get to as well. But, um, yeah, that's that's the main reason. Um, it's not like I've written it off forever. I would love to do some more someday, but um, just not right now with with the current schedule and the way the racing and stuff is. Uh, Tyler, it uh, it was a, it was a sad to say, but guess what, Tyler? Zacho was getting frustrated because some riders would blow him off. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Can you imagine that? I, Welcome to my world, Zacho. <laughs> I could never fathom. Yeah, no, uh, it, it happens. Yeah, guys are busy, man. You know what I mean. So it it, it does. Uh, it does suck for sure. And Zacho, in your defense, you are literally one of the easiest guys for any media guy to get on the phone. You're very accommodating. You. You're very easy. You're a great interview. So to think everybody's like you is yeah. That's it. nope. They're not. They're not. So well, I, I thought that you guys like blew it up a lot, but really you don't. What do you mean? I thought you guys blew up like, oh, yeah, somebody stood me up. Riders are so tough, blah, blah, blah. But no, you're, no. you're exactly right. Thank you. Thank no, you. It's yeah, true. no, it, it is true. So uh, thanks, Tyler. Thanks for the call.
No, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It, I mean, I have pretty good relationships with a lot of guys. I, I haven't talked to Anderson much, but uh, <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> yeah, let's oh not even go God. there. We got in a little scuffle, huh? You did? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Like in, three times in uh, Daytona. Yeah, there was, was a couple it? birds flying. There yeah, was all yeah, kinds yeah. of shit. I was trying to get an interview him for like a month, but. He just kept on getting in contact with my brother. I was just like, oh, I'm ex-Nated. Yeah, no. I, honestly, it, it does. Listen, I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit here, but, like, the, it's, the, it's the team. So the teams need to be better at it. Like, listen, Anderson or Eli, we pay you millions. I don't care if you don't like this dude. He's got a big platform. You're doing his show. It's 20 minutes. Or you're calling Tyler Intignat back. Or whatever. Like, I work for Supercross yeah, Live, and it was Tyler, tough for me. Tyler works for Supercross. You're going to talk to the guy. And to me, it's not the riders because they get away with whatever the team lets them get away. If if Zacho gets a call from Bobby Hewitt saying, you need to do this, you know, this is part of your deal, then he will do it. That's It's that, it's that simple. So I put it more on the team, Zacho. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a tough thing. Um we're we're a small sport, and I think we all need to kind of stick together. So I get that side of it too. Um, the the more exposure and everything that that you can have, the better. Yeah, I I agree. So next up, uh, Tyler, what's going on? You want to talk about Zach's honey do list? I do. Um, so the first thing that I was or put on my list once I found out that schools were not going back uh, was garden boxes. i was like why do all whites want these right now so literally i did the same thing i found a pinterest found a list of things i was gonna get yeah went out and bought all of them on saturday before maryland closed down everything and i went out and bought uh built her two little raised garden beds oh maybe you guys can compare your garden garden beds then (laughs) oh my gosh i just i just i had to call once he said that that was what he did i was like i just literally finished my last one today Uh, i was like I'm, I'm done. What'd you say, Zacho? <laughs> I said I'll uh, I'll send a picture of it on Instagram and you guys can share it. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Maybe I'm really proud of no it. Doubt. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, maybe you guys can start like a garden hey, bed uh, challenge or something. Tyler, do you got a bike? I do. I have a 08 uh, CR450. Okay. Do you want to set a Michelin tires? Uh, yes, I do. That'd the guys, at, the guys at Michelin's uh, absolutely stand behind their show, and uh, even though they're not doing anything for fantasy right now, Paul Max Fantasy, they're still giving us some tires to give away, and we thank those guys at Michelin, MichelinMotorcycle.com, uh, Starcross Fives, of course, uh, great tires. I use them to go fourteen uh, nine for seventh overall at the World Vets. <laughs> what? Uh, what I, what I got on my bike right now, man. Oh, I, good. I love those tires. Oh, good. I've been riding those tires since I was on eighties. Really? Oh, wow. Star crosses? Yeah, star crosses. Uh, yeah. Remember, Zacho, you probably used Michelin's back in the day, Zacho, because when you were a KTM guy, that's all we used. No, I didn't. I used Michelin's in Europe, though. Did you? Oh, okay. I would have uh, thought. The as whole an, time I was there, actually. I would have thought you when you were. Because remember, the, the big team was sponsored by Michelin. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was Dunlop my whole career, except okay. for uh, when I was in Europe. Uh, well, thanks to the folks at Michelin. We're going to give you a set of Starcross Fives just for calling in and talking about uh, tire or, or bed boxes or whatever the hell, the, the garden boxes. Uh, stay on hold, okay, Tyler? It. Thank you. Stay, stay on hold. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks to Michelin. Uh, Matt, you want to uh, talk to Zach Osborne? Yeah. I need. Uh, I want to tell Zach just stop being so cheap and buy a damn simulator. He's right? Rich. Dude, he's, he's he super a, rich. He needs a few tax write-offs. Dude, hey, this guy right here is the one who got me – on all this simrig crap so he needs to step up first and do it bro he do, he's not uh, a rider like you he's not a millionaire zach literally you're a millionaire like he's bo- a mechanic though he makes good money oh no listen 
I know. It doesn't have any dependents. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Zach. Hey, that Prevost is off the road right now, so there's your money oh, right there. Stop. Yeah, it. think about the gas you've been saving on the Prevost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Is mom still on the payroll, or has mom been clipped? No, she's she's driving. Okay, all right. I didn't know if mom was on the <laughs> got clipped. Zach, just get right the gun and get the simulator. Just get both, dude. I don't understand it, Zach. You're so rich, you cannot even notice that money being gone for that sim. Think how much joy you that thing would bring you. Stop, dude. I yeah. don't even know if you know, like, if we're all gonna have jobs at the end of the year. Like, chill. Like, we we gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you won three championships. You're rich. Dude, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Dude, you're so rich. Just yeah. buy it. Nah, you just Freaking made a couple rich. garden beds to grow some vegetables. You'd be good. So you tell me. <laughs> so, so I got to build these garden beds, and then I'm going to be like, look, you know, we've had four crops. That saves you like seven grand. <laughs> I guess so. Zacho, I'm looking at getting a, a bullfrog spas. I'm getting a, a killer deal. Should, should I wait on this and see if I got a job at the end of the year? Is that what you're telling me? Buy me one, too. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, thanks, Matt. Thanks for calling in. All right. Thanks, See Matt. You guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Mathis, you know who that Matt was? Yeah, Matt works at KTM, right? Uh, no, We're, Star. Star. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know I know him. Uh, he used to work at KTM? Yeah. Right. Uh, actually, I, I thought he went... <laughs> I thought that Matt was building motors now at KTM. I must have my guys mixed up. Yeah, you got yes. your mats mixed up. I got dude. my mats mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Easy to do. So, okay, so the simulator thing wraps around, and it's got sprint. Like, dude, that sounds sick. But also, you got – so what, what, what does it use for sound? The speakers? Uh, you use a headset. Oh, a headset, okay. That way you can talk to other competitors or your spotter or whatever. So, Bro, you're rich. Do you have – so you said that was the 5K one. Is there one that moves? Yeah, but that's like twenty. That that that's like another. Yeah, level. yeah, yeah. Oh, get but, that but there, one. But there is one that does that. Like, there's one that's that sick. Like, it, yeah, yeah, for that's sure. That's gnarly. You should get that one. The one that uh, Denny Hamlin he won the first weekend uh, that they had the iRacing on TV. Uh huh. And he has that uh, the one that moves. So, is there a guy? So Hamlin won. So is Hamlin like the best sim driver too? No, or, he's not. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like, there's a whole league of sim guys and then the NASCAR guys. But um, a lot of the sim guys now are getting getting actual rides. Like, um, William Byron, he's he's the best sim racer ever, uh, basically. And he now drives the, the 24 Hendrick Motorsports car. And he got that opportunity, basically, more or less just by sim racing. Um, really? Oh, yeah. wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so, who's the best sim driver of NASCAR guys? Is there a guy that stands out? Well, him, William Byron, but now there's uh now with these races, there's guys that are in the Xfinity series and stuff like this weekend. Yeah, Timmy yeah. Hill, who's not a full time NASCAR driver, he won the race, and uh, he's yeah. uh, he's a really good sim racer as well. I saw the ratings for that, and it's it's a lot. There's a lot of it's people insane. watching sim. Really? Yes, dude. There I was even a know lot it was of a thing. No, dude. There was a lot of people watching it on TV. Is it the, the first same person? Just under a million. Yes. View, uh, viewers. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's amazing. I mean, it, it's a good time to be watching something. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, all right, Zacho. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, man. I, I appreciate it. We got McGrath coming up. Oh, dude. Dang. Dude, I can't wait for McGrath. What about old races? Do you watch old races, Zacho? Me? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I, I, about all I do on all my training what? in the morning, which is like 30 minutes a day. What era are we talking? What are you watching? Um. I really like like the oh five oh six oh seven stuff. Everybody um, says that's that yeah, when yeah. I started, right? But some of the uh, a lot of people miss this race, but 
at, when they talk about greatest races of all time. But uh, the Orlando 07 with Stu and Ricky at yes. Ricky's last race was is my favorite race ever by far. Yeah. Um, but I, I I never knew uh, how relevant Jeremy was when he came back. Um, no, he was legit. On the, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. like top five. Like, yep. Yep. I can't imagine. You know, there's no way possible that a retired guy right now could come back and kind of run in the top five. I, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah. Took two years man. off. Took two years off. Comes back. Yeah, I got top five. Well, I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Chad Reed's running what? What's his average finish right now? Uh, not that. Seventeen six. Right. And right. he's not even retired yet. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, it's uh, it's good. Well, maybe you'll watch some with the. Uh, Ferry Mathis combination or Way Mathis combination. <laughs> what year was that? Wow, four years. Ninety nine, oh three, oh four, oh five for Ferry. Two thousand two. I was watching top private. Um, was was it oh two? You worked for him in oh two? No, no, I worked for Nick in oh two. Well, the one race I watched recently, I don't remember which one it was. The one but he threw it he away, Pontiac. Yeah, yeah, Pontiac oh two. Okay, yeah. yeah. Ricky crashed on the dragon back. Yeah, that was not me. No. Okay. So. He keeps sending me, Red Dog keeps DMing me all these old races with him up front on the starts because I used to just rag on his starts. Like, he, he got terrible <laughs> starts. So every time he finds an old race or an old photo, he DMs me and says, see, see, maybe it was you. Maybe it was you. <laughs> just like, you're jerk off. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Thanks, Zacho. I appreciate it. Hang in there, buddy. Uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks, guys. Stay safe. All thanks, right, Zach. Thanks. That's Zach Osmond, everybody. I love that guy. I love this guy right here. <laughs> All right, let's go to before we go to commercial break. Justin, you want to talk to the Indignaps? Yes, sir. What's up? Uh, yeah. uh, well, good to uh, talk to all you guys. Uh, Thanks, cool man. Cool to see you and uh, love the show. Uh, I was at St. Louis earlier this year with my my dad and my daughter, and then I got to go down to Tampa also. Oh, nice. So it's been a cool season. Uh, my brother was supposed to go to Foxborough and uh you know obviously all that got canceled but I just want to call and say I love the show love you Tyler love you Adam love you Steve and uh Thanks, wanted man. to say to my brother who I'm sure is listening that he can suck it I got to go to both of those races yeah. <laughs> suck it Justin brother yes. suck it yeah. <laughs> so, so all right man thanks, well, guys I'll thank you continue listening and uh love it and uh I'll Hopefully see you guys soon. All we right, thank you, it. buddy. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, buddy. Yep, later. All right, John, what's going on? Hey, I just want to thank you for doing a show still in all this uncertain time. And, yeah. Uh, I'm living out in California. We just got noticed that all the state parks are closed as of last yeah. night, I guess. How much uh, do you think that's going to affect Las Vegas desert riding, everybody trying to hightail it out your guys' way. Yeah, I guess I never thought of that. I, I stick to the tracks myself. I don't. I know if you go if you go with someone who knows where they're going out in the desert, it's good. Yeah, but I don't go. I don't. So I don't want to go out there and die. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna affect too much right no. now in California because a lot of the tracks me and Addy ride are like out in the. Taft, yeah, but bro, desert. we're so locked in. You have no idea, bro. Like Ballinger, that means Ballinger's closed. Dove Springs is closed. Yeah, but you could if, to hatch if, a piece closed. Yeah, but you could go out literally off the road, off of like backside yeah, of race. That's what he's saying. Build a track. Yeah, but you can't, right? Because 
I don't know what you guys are talking about, but yeah, sure. Basically, where Kiefer lives is just a playground of riding right. trails. You can just right. unload well, Kiefer, them. Yeah, where, where Kiefer lives, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Dez life. So. The Dez life. Yeah, you can kind of disappear into that. Yeah. Ah, yeah. 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 Uh, cool, John. Well, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good show. Uh, thank thanks, you. John. We're going to go to commercial break, but before we go, the Anting That Brothers, who will be battling it out later this show for an art of sport package. Are brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Skosh Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer tech, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. Proud sponsor of the Rockstar Energy Husky team. They're celebrating 40 years in business. The folks at Skosh. Uh, Pulp 20... Pulp 2020 code to save at skosh.com. Start your year in style with Skosh quality gear. They got the little base charging base right in front of you guys right there. You can set your phone right on there. I love the speaker. I got the speaker. You got the little boom box, uh-huh. the boom bottle. And I have I have this the boom bottle. I have the thing to jumpstart your truck. Yep. That thing is absolutely yeah, amazing. That's pretty sick. Yep. I have a UC or a UB whatever one of those cords and then USB? i have an iphone cord no usb usb c oh, yeah. cable yeah. i have one of those and the cables are just absolutely unbelievable quality uh-huh skosh good stuff skosh.com pulp 2020 is a code to say both ending that brothers brought to you by the folks at skosh all right let's go to commercial break jeremy mcgrath's coming up dude do you guys oh know mc do you know him not, not really, personally no. i would like to know him He's in my phone. We text. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. You're, it's amazing. You're on he pretty right much now. set the tone for my whole life. He's in my phone. I as, remember. He's in my phone as the king. I really? Remember, just the king. I wow. remember one race at the Coliseum. I literally cried because he didn't win, and he <laughs> lost to Tortelli. Well, oh, that's 98. Yeah. Let's, yes. let's bring that up. I cried all the way I was home. so pissed. No, you didn't. Yeah, Swear to I'm God. not kidding. Oh, oh, it was raining. It was cried? a mud race. Yes, bro. Okay. And Tortelli, I, I, I will never forget that SOB Tortelli beating Jeremy yeah. McGrath in yeah. the mud. And that was McGrath's first race on, on the, the Suzuki. Uh, no, on the on the Honda. Oh, it was the Yamaha. Sorry, Yamaha. It Yamaha. was. It was a. I knew it was a different Suzuki bike. Suzuki ninety seven. Albi yep. Albi wins the opener. I had the split fire Chaparral jersey, bro. There was no split fire. Yeah, it was. It was Kawasaki. What was it? Spitfire something like what that. What are you talking Dude, about? You're way off, bro. What was it? Way off. No, there was something okay, there was that a Jeremy split fire, rode. There was a split fire Kawasaki, Mitch Payton. No, but it was, a, it was a Honda jersey. I had a Jeremy. 1800 Graf- Collect? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. How do you I go got my sponsors <laughs> mixed up. How do you go but I had a 1800 okay. Collect jersey. We're going to all recover from that <laughs> during this commercial break. <laughs> Come back with Tyler Intignap and uh, Adam Intignap, the 7 Deuce Deuce. Uh, brought to you by the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Be right back after this, everybody. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. 
Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com. 
using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you and the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com.
For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams that rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Tyler and Adam Entignap in studio. You, you. Thanks to Zach Osborne, Mike Mewey, Dave Prater for coming on earlier. What, what do you want? You Turn want my up? headphones up. Adam's already doing demands halfway through the show. Need more snare. Yo, yo, yo. Turn my headphones up. Uh, Jeremy McGrath coming up. Alex Ray, Chris Kiefer, Woo! and Jason Thomas, of course, all coming up here on the show shortly. So nice. thanks for listening. 702-586-7857 if uh, you want to give us a call and uh, give us uh, give us a call on anything you want to talk about. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the Supercar Series works, folks. And uh, so, yeah, let's keep an eye on that. Since 1973, FMF has been getting more out of motorcycles, more power, more wins, more fun. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. Donnie Emler's passion for power and performance is still the driving force at FMF today. FMF, feel the power. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Works Connection, worksconnection.com, Star Racing Yamaha, Team Honda HRC, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, using the Works Connection starting device, among other things. You guys, Works Connection? Works Connection Absolutely. all the way. The only way to go. What you do you use from them? The whole shot device. Yep. I use the caliper um, on the top of my brake caliper the, the, and the, cap. the front. Do you have a rear. custom cap? Yes, yes, I have a custom okay. cap. I, I, I have, do. I. Yeah. I have the clutch perch. Um, I, I have the, the, I love little, the clutch purse. I have the plug. I have the axle blocks. Um, I pretty much have everything on my bike that they have. All right, because well, it's radiator all the best. Guards. Oh, I have radiator guards. Must have. Yep. Yes. Well, Pulpamex Dash Twenty is the code to save at WorksConnection.com. Thanks to those guys for. Coming on board, um, we're supposed to have a, a weekly Will call, but he's run, been running scared since uh, Swap Moto tested the bike. So, mm. fuck Will Hawn. Yeah, I don't know why Wilbur doesn't want to come on, but he doesn't want to come on. Why? Sure, we nobody knows really. Too much heat from the trying to ride the star bike. Uh, Firepower Parts, love the guys at Firepower. They're committed to offering superior products with over fifty years of experience in the industry. Kyle Chisholm using Firepower batteries and chains. Cheers, bro. Just fucking solid out there. Nothing oh you can do to gosh. beat Chiz. Maybe the worst setup out there right now. Look. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> Chiz doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, Chiz no, he doesn't. doesn't. Chiz doesn't care. He's just solid. Firepower batteries and chains. Chisholm uses them. Uh, GDR Honda won championships with them. Uh, also, I want to thank the folks at Ben LeMay as well. Uh, replacing OEM batteries or chains. Think about the firepowerparts.com. Wide variety of chains and heavy-duty roller Oh, an X-Ring, all made in Japan. They're featherweight lithium batteries that are backed by a two-year warranty. Ask your local shop for Firepower today, firepowerparts.com. Marks, um, speaking of parts, once again, you couldn't take the trusty 06 out without something going wrong. Yeah. Was, uh, what happened uh, this time, Marks? Header. I got a crack in the header. Mm. Header pipe. He, he Can, re, thanks to the folks at Vertex and Wrench Rabbit, he rebuilt his 06. All of that's been solid. WUSA. Got yeah. you wheels. Gosh, the wheels Race so tech good. did suspension. Race tech did suspension. Dynamic dirt here in Las Vegas. But every time he rides, something, something goes. Happens. Can can you really call it the trusty 06 anymore? Yes. The 100%. Un the untrusty 06? It's, it's still going. Listen, I've put that thing through through uh, some stuff. I'm surprised it runs at all. Was that the Dune Goon front Boy. flip bike? That is the, that is the Dune Goon bike, yes. Ooh. So it's once through. you crash like that, nothing can, it can never recover. <laughs> I mean, yeah, is it ever really the up. same after that? Yeah. No, well, let's be not. honest. It's Your not. bike's just pissed off at you. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, hey, Talon. So thanks to the folks at Lit Pro, the Western Raceway Challenge, we did that. What do you think? Did Kiefer come within two seconds, and did I stay within twelve? Ah, uh, it's gonna be really close because I was counting because I know the Instagram videos are a minute long. 
and I know the sections of the track. So I was oh trying to, you actually I was trying to see how close you were, and it's really close with two turns to go. I'll say that. Way too technical. I tried texting the two three nine films guys, being like, "Hey, I set this up. I got you guys the you know recommendation." You did. Can I? You hooked us up. Yeah. He was, yeah. He they was wouldn't a... tell me who won though. I like that. I like that. Those guys are cool. Trustworthy. Yeah. Was yeah. it Bobby? Right. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Two three nine. Yeah. Good guy. So he did Bro, a good job. Talent. Talent. How come your mic sounds so much shittier than Travis's? I just get like all the old equipment. Yeah. Over yeah. Here. yeah it sounds yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. Sounds That's just my sexy listen, voice. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Trav's voice. So a tight budget. So listen, Lone Wolf. Give us a prediction. You said close. I, I, I what, what, what do you think happened? Uh, yes on Kiefer to A Ray. No on you to Kiefer. Fuck you. Dang. Wow. Dang. All right. Everybody. You weren't cocky <sighs> enough to win in our group chat. Okay. If you won, you would be way more cocky. I feel All like. Right. Okay. Well, you'll see the video. Two, three, nines coming. Are we up. taking bets? <laughs> yeah. Are we taking bets? Uh, what's what are we gonna bet? Like, uh, let's do something that's like has some value to it. Like, I bet that a I bet that paper. Steve made it. <laughs> I heard yes. you low, Steve. You, I bet you, Steve, is within the twelve seconds a roll of toilet paper. Right, I I'll believe in my team. Listen, I've gone to the grocery store like three times in the last week. It's all gone. Oh, my God. Can I tell it's you a story? Gone. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I went to check this out. I went to fucking Walmart, right? And I'm going down Three the story. aisle and it's empty. The fucking toilet paper aisle and the the yeah, um the gone. rolls of uh, what do you call those things? Paper towels. Yep. It was empty. All the boxes. Right. So I'm going down the aisle and I look right and I'm like, oh, man, all the front boxes are gone. Your boy Deuce crawls under the shelf, looks underneath, and there's a box behind the boxes. And your boy pulls all the boxes down, and there's like seven rolls. Um, there's like seven rolls of paper towel and your boy hey, dude buddy. you should have seen the people in hey, walmart buddy. i was like there's paper towels and everybody just started running dude it was a frenzy <laughs> it was insane and then we walmart grabbed three assist, i punched a like lady in the face one per person I, I ran out the door i mean dude oh good part that's of that was real awesome. story the you part about finding it was real, but I didn't, didn't punch, punch a lady. In the no, face. no, 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 okay, no, no, right, no, no, okay, no. Okay. Okay. That happens. <laughs> Do you um, call it a seven deuce deuce deuce? <laughs> <laughs> just out here shitting on people. Just, yeah. <laughs> Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Scosche.com, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, EVS Sports. FMF, Guts Racing, Get Data, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports. OGO Power Sports, great company. If you want a deal on a bag or a backpack or any kind of stuff like that, even though you probably aren't traveling much, uh, email us on the show. Art of Sport, the Antinac Brothers, the Antinac Brothers are going to go toe-to-toe later on in the show for an Art of Sport care package. Let's go. I feel like it's going to be a landslide win. MotorcycleMissyJobs.com, Intense Cycles. Works Chassis Lab, uh, Ride Engineering, LA Honda World, WUSA, all on board with LA Honda World. Dude, LA Honda World is amazing. My Ridgeline, I haven't even, I've never changed the oil on my truck and it runs like a dream. (laughs) I don't know if you should, I don't know if that's a selling point. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen. The dealership's changed it, but I've never changed it. Okay. So I just had a guy. Oh. The Bobby from 239 Films. Uh-huh. 
we're at the track yep. on Friday yeah. at the truck. He's like, hey, these things are pretty nice. He And then I'm like, yeah, I love this truck, you know, great truck. Yeah. He's like, uh, hey, I got to plug my battery in. Do you have any AC power? It might be a computer. You got to plug my computer in to yeah, get me the yeah, GoPro yeah. footage. Yep, yep, yep. I'm yep. like, oh, yeah. Here, here you go, Bobby. Hit a button. Pull the pull the compartment out of the bed. Boom. Plug your computer right in there, Bobby. Hey. He plugs in. He's like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah. You're like hey. literally the first guy to ever use that, by the way. Hashtag Ridgeline's got that. Right. It gets better. So he does the GoPro footage and everything else, unplugs it, and he's like looking at my OGO rig bag. Yeah. And he's like, and he's looking at and he's looking at A Ray's bag and all of our stuff for the truck. Yeah. And he goes, "You all gonna fit that in in the truck?" And I go, "Yeah, Bobby, watch this." Chink. Oh. Trunk goes up. OGO rig bag in the in the in the trunk, and he's his mind is blown. I might have sold the Ridgeline right hey. there to him. Boom. Yeah. Hashtag Ridgeline's got that. I like that. Ridgeline's got that. Hashtag yeah. Ridgeline's right, got right, that. Right. There we go. Honda World, baby. L.A. Uh, Honda, Honda World. Thirty minutes anywhere in L.A. 30 minutes anywhere. Anywhere. Especially Hysteria. right now. Hey, yeah, especially Huntington right now. Beach. Downey. Rancho Cucamonga. Los Angeles. Anywhere. Doesn't matter. Santa Clara. Right. Uh, all right. Let's get some phone calls. <laughs> X-Brad goggles are coming up here shortly. Garrett, what's up, Garrett? How are you? Hey, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm assuming the Pulp MX uh, privateer challenge is staying the same except for now we're going to have four more months to buy yeah. tickets correct? yeah yeah absolutely but i gotta say for everybody wondering the yamaha lcq challenge privateer thing we're doing it's not up to the levels that it was when the seven deuce deuce got that check last year everybody so <laughs> you need to get going and buy some buy some 20 dollar lot raffle tickets the link is in my instagram that is where I was going with this because last year you were just blown, mind blown, and this year it seems a little light on donations. So. It is a little light. Yeah, we're not quite um, where uh, where we want to be on that, but it's it's getting up there. But yeah. And since the since the previous LCQ champion is in the studio, <laughs> I think he should probably blow it up a little more. Did you use that money for but the wedding? I, I got to actually no, meet no. the guy in 2013. He's a fantastic human. Oh yeah, yeah. Who ending up? He's a fantastic. Yes. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. Much better than Ty. Yep. What? Oh my well, God! I haven't, Thank I haven't you. met Ty, but what? my kids were—he he freaked out my kids a little bit in St. Louis. But I was like, "No, nah, this guy's cool." <laughs> oh, let's go! What happened, dude? You just no, look scary, they're, bro. They're no, no, not scary. They're just like you were—you were way. You're adamantic nap, and they're just like, man, this guy's nuts. Oh, but oh they were, Adam scared him. I thought Tyler did. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. That, yeah, no, and, no. But he, they were. They were like ten and seven, so it's yeah, not yeah, like no, Adam. Yeah, they're like happens. this dude is really like he's that. got a he's got a screw loose or a few a little bit. So yeah, yeah. Hey, we all, if we ride dirt bikes, we all got a few screws. Yeah, good right? point. Good Straight point. Up. Good point, Straight Garrett. Up. All right, man. Cool. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Yep. Appreciate. it. Thank you, Rusty. What's going on? You got an idea for a new commentator? Oh, Rusty. Yes, gentlemen. So can we please? Please just admit that Ricky and Ralph have run their course. Bring back Art Ekman and Dave Bailey. Absolutely not. No. Dude, those no. guys kill it. It's a hard job. Art's like 85 years old. I don't know if Art wants to do it anymore. No. I don't know. Maybe I'm just reminiscing on the glory days of the 90s. I, I 100%. Feel, I think those guys were amazing. I feel like Ricky is better this year than he has been in the past. I really do. I've been hard on him. 
Um, I feel right, like right. I feel yeah, like this year. I'll, I'll admit he's gotten better. I think he's been better this year. I really do. Yep. Yeah. No, he's been doing his homework. You can tell yep. on like his transitions and what he wants to talk about and yep. everything. Yeah, I agree. And so. too, I think Ralph. I mean, Ralph. Okay, yeah, Ralph doesn't know Supercross like Ricky does, but Ralph is so yeah, good at keeping the whole show flowing and mm. just kind of like, he, and he knows the sport really well. And I think he's a great, just a solid announcer that just keeps everything moving and keeps everything smooth. All right. Well, all right. Thanks, Rusty. Appreciate it, buddy. Yep. All right. Thanks. Dang, that dude got iced. Yeah. That's Brand Goggle Taros. Let's do this. Is this for the. No. Okay. The what? The the Arias Force. No. That's a a separate thing. Okay. Ash helped us us out with that. (gasps) I'm going to be bummed if I Ash did. Yeah. Ash Money helped you. Ash Money stepped up. Oh, oh just that's wait. Sick. Oh, this is oh good. God. X Brown Goggle Taros. <laughs> it's the X Brand Taros segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. X Brown Goggles are choice of champions everywhere. Speaking of Kyle Chisholm, we're an X Brand. Our buddy Alex Ray. I think his X Brands were blacked out a little bit uh, when he was doing the challenge with Kiefer because he didn't look like he knew where the track was. No, I'm pretty sure he's just eyes closed anyway. So. Uh, X Brand Goggles. Hey, the folks at Motorsport, those guys at Motorsport, big partners of ours, uh, they've got a cool deal going on right now with X Brand. Uh, use the code X20, EKS20, to save at X Brand Goggles at motorsport.com. It's a little extra. Uh, bonus for you guys so x brand and motorsport have teamed up and so uh eks 20 is the code to save uh today how many days are in march 31 okay yeah so today and tomorrow tuesday are the last days for the michelin uh rebate as well of the folks at motorsport so please check that out uh here's here we go these questions are supplied by Corey moser do either one of you know him uh-uh nope no i don't never either. heard of her uh rapid fire style here we go let's do this marks all yeah. right uh, I'm trying to like adjust my mic here. I'm all jacked up. Steve, if you had to be quarantined with three people, who would you want to be locked up with? And Pookie can't be one of them. Oh, dude. Uh, I would want to be quarantined with Jeremy McGrath. I would just fucking drill him. Question. Just, <laughs> just. Wow. I need so many questions answered. Uh, McGrath, and then the Sounds two, gay. the two Entignat brothers. Ooh. Ah, he's Seven. getting his dream team right yes. now on the show. Wow. He's just in my ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was a drop. Uh, uh, deuce, deuce. Hit me. How many squares of toilet paper per wipe? Um, Four, because I, I know that sounds like a lot. You ain't getting away with four. Yeah. I, I'd say either four, if it's hefty, five, because I like to fold, fold, and then fold. Oh, you're a folder. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be nice folds, too. 15.4? <laughs> tight, a tight fold. Yeah. yeah. Tight fold. Yeah. All right. Uh, Deuce Trace. Yes. Has marriage changed Addy, and if so, how? Uh, No. At all. I mean, it might have changed Ash a little bit. She's a little bit more lackadaisical. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but we can say that because she's not here. But she's probably listening. Oh, or watching. 100%. <laughs> I, I love her, though. I'm glad I gained a sister-in-law. All right. 21 seconds. Uh, Steve, what is one of Seven Deuce Deuce's standout rides? Well, dude, Atlanta was good. The, just the w- waste before the break, uh, uh, you were really good in Atlanta. 
uh, your Vegas last year once you clinched the Yamaha money. <laughs> That was very convenient. <laughs> Straight rigged. Very hey, fucking what did convenient. did I qualify like 12th yes. in the fucking free practice? Mm -hmm. <laughs> very oh, convenient ride the, there. Uh, 12, it was like 12th and free and then right out of the heat and then main event. Yeah. But it wasn't a very good ride that night. Atlanta was good. I, I will say that. It was a really good ride. Thank yeah. you. Adam, what's something most people don't know about Ty? How many seconds do I have? 30. Gosh. Rapid fire. Um, he shoots a bow and arrow left-handed, and he's fucking a sniper at it. Good job, Rambo. Yeah. I got, it. I got a lot of shooting practice with this coronavirus thing happening. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ty. Yeah. Who's taught you the most about your new media life gig? Um... Probably Shane Doyle, uh, one of my good buddies. We traveled on the TPJ rig, and I've known him for a while, and he's been kind of doing it and running it, and he's like kind of like my on-track boss. He, if you guys don't know, which they don't, he works for Supercross right now. So yeah. he's worked for Supercross for, what, like four or five years now? Yeah, I think so. So, Yeah, nope. he, I, I kind of go to, go to him for everything. All right, 27 seconds. Good job. Steve, if you can only have one side with your street taco, what are you reaching for? <laughs> uh, cheese, hundred percent cheese. Yeah, there was there was no cheese. Steve, there was nothing. Steve, there was. Nothing I just want to let you know because this con whatever sides bullshit. I get a side sides with every meal fixings with every, if i if we have pizza for fucking dinner i get cheese on the side now you're gonna drill a hole in that table yeah. keep poking at it yeah. <laughs> uh, he's gonna break his fingertip yeah it was it a complete embarrassment the taco bar at your wedding otherwise everything else was tipped off just <laughs> ash is gonna kill you dude uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like it's her fault. She's going to go Did Carol you, I Baskins. Don't, I don't you, feel like I don't feel <laughs> that she I don't feel that the taco people said, hey, Ash, would you like sides of fixings? And she said, no, no. She probably like any rightfully thinking human being assumed there would be some fixings. She probably the taco did. She yes. probably did. Thank you. Way over 30 seconds. Yes, that's all right. All right. <laughs> um, deuce, deuce. What rider is freaking out the most over the coronavirus? Ooh. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even talk to anybody. Um, A-Ray. <laughs> but he's not. No, Alden, Alden would freak out. Imagine. Oh, Alden. I mean, he's not a rider, but yeah. Yeah, no, Alden. Oh, you said which one would or do I know? Which What rider is freaking out the That's most? That's what I'm saying. Oh, so like hypothetically. Um, sure. Probably yeah, Ken sure. Roxon. Right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Ty, last one. Mm -hmm. Which race bike was your favorite? Ooh. Um, I had a 2012 Sierra 450 that had a pro circuit off race it off races offset offset races yep. in, and the whole motor was done by pro circuit. It was probably like the baddest bike I raced at Loretta's. The thing was just completely dialed. It was so sick. All right, 22 seconds. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. It's that simple. Thanks to EKSBrand.com. Tell that to Tomac. <laughs> Little known fact, he's got X-Brands uh, with an Oakley strap. 
<laughs> really? No. Really? No, I don't oh, want to get sued. He, he does not. He does not, everybody. I repeat, yeah, no, he no, no, does no. not. Um, does not. Yeah, does not. Does not. Um, okay, so uh, Jeremy McGrath's coming up here shortly. Kiefer and A-Ray also coming up. I got the Race Tech rant of the night. I got the X-Brand goggle tear-offs. I got Motorsport tweeted. Uh, we just did the X-Brands. I got Motorsport tweeted Talon as well. And we got a few questions, uh, Talon, from um, fans for McGrath as well, right? Yeah, we got a few. Right, so looking forward to talking to Jeremy. You guys can do that. Pro Filter, you guys use Pro Filter? Uh, no. Uh, if you no. haven't, there's a real option for riders not wanting to uh, to uh, check their air filter again. Uh, okay, Marks, I just did it. Uh, Profilter.com, imagine an alternative way that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your filters. If you haven't heard of Pro Filter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for a decade. Oil filters and air filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Uh, Profilter.com, Pulp 20 at checkout to save with guys at ProFilter. So thank you to those guys um, coming on board. Um, all right. So before we go too far into this, Tiger King. Yes. You've not watched it, Ty, all of it? I've, I've gotten to, like, episode four, and then my girlfriend has watched the whole thing, so I kind of know what's happening okay but right. i don't uh, know the whole Adam, thing you watched four? the whole thing no four you're in the four yep have you watched the whole thing oh yeah marks did you watch the whole thing i haven't started yet waiting for my wife to get back what uh, talent tiger king yes or no i haven't seen it yet i've heard a lot about it All right. oh god okay 100 percent chance carol baskin killed her husband oh fuck yeah yes okay let's next question how do you think she did it Meat grinder? Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. Well, Carol, fucking you crazy think, ass bastard. You think meat grinder killed her ex for sure? I like Without how a she. Doubt. I like how she made I the will don't. for death or disappearance. Yes, and also, so those planes he flies. You may want to plug your ears, Marks. The planes he flies can't go to Costa Rica, but uh -uh. someone drove the van to the airport and left yeah. it there. Like so that. Are oh, you kidding me? Like, like that looks even so sketchy. Yeah, and just parked it out in the middle of the open. Why did the cops dust it, though? They drove it back they, to the place. And then it, parked it. You yeah, know why? Yeah, Carol yeah. Baskett's freaking brother works for the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she goes to, what was it, Albertson's? To go get milk thinner or something? At 3 o'clock in the morning and then gets a ride back from her brother that she hasn't seen in 10 years that is a sheriff? Are you... Are no. we serious? Hell and then no. the other thing that's so the sketchy? husband posing with the on the leash. Oh my kneel god! down. What? Who's nuttier, Joe Exotic or Carol? Carol. Carol. Low key nuttier. Yeah. I think Carol, like, is so psychopathic that she she can keep it together. She can, yeah, like keep it together enough on camera, and her brain is just like, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, okay. she has a strategy. Yes, hundred percent. You could see she's all, smarter. You can than literally see it while she talks and how she like repeats herself to a T every single time. And I want to know. Record, it so she's mad about Joe Exotic and her, his zoo. She's charging money for people to go see the same. I think now she is upset. I don't think she does the the cub petting, bro. She started doing cub petting at the beginning. At the beginning of her zoo, did she? Yes. Okay. Do you not remember that part? No, I don't remember that part. There's so much to comprehend, yeah. including the two husbands she who are meth heads. Yeah, she was one of the persons who like started breeding lynxes and bobcats like way in the beginning of the Dude. day. Every 10 minutes, 
something else goes on the screen that you're like, okay, this can't be happening. Happening. The and, then, whole... and then another 10 minutes goes by, and you're like, wait, so this thing just got nuttier. Like, okay, so this is how episode, it's episode three, right? With Carol? Yeah, the whole thing is Carol. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so at the beginning, you're like, oh, she probably fucking killed the dude. Then, like, you're right. 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, yeah, she killed the dude. 10 yeah. minutes more? Oh, she fucking killed the dude. Yeah. 10 yeah. minutes more? For fucking sure. Yeah. <laughs> By the end? Yeah. She's guilty. Yeah. yeah. Like, look, you're like. Why not even just like, why is she in jail? I, I don't know. Bro, because they don't have a body. Yeah. They, that's I heard why. they're reopening the they're case. Start, yeah, they're going to start investigating again because of the show. Perfect. I mean. Another show. Bro. What did you guys get to the chick getting her arm ripped off? Yes. Yes. Why, That's the wh first episode. Where, where does Joe Exotic get an EMS jacket from? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, the costume. The, he, the costume trailer. Yes. You assume he's in his regular <laughs> shit. <laughs> she gets her arm take. She gets her arm eaten off. He changes to an EMS hey, jacket. Hey, bro. But, lit kit. Lit kit. Let me get the lit kit on, baby. But then he also, at some point, was a priest. He had the collar. Then he was the EMS guy. Then he was, you know, Joe yeah. Exotic. Like, and then he was running for mayor. <laughs> Hold on, president. Hold on, chick with the arm. I got to change my jacket. I got to put an EMS jacket on. Uh, I got you. But no, let me no, change my jacket. How about this shit? How about this shit? She gets her arm bit off, but her arm is still on. And the doctor says... We can fix your arm in your hand. It's going to take like 23 but surgeries. But it'll take a year and surgery. And she, she just, says, cut it off. And goes back to work. Within seven days. Yes. Back what? to work. With a tiger? Bro. Bro. <laughs> Bro. And she's still living in a the trailer. There is no way in hell <laughs> that if it's a year to get my fucking hand back that I am gonna cut that thing off imagine if Rox is like ah just cut it off <laughs> at, Anaheim, at Anaheim just cut it off get rid of it dude I'm, I'm trying to get back to work <laughs> the tigers need to get fed no so you guys do it, you man. guys have if you're only on episode 4 I mean you've missed so much just, <laughs> just, just wait there's already so much that's happened. Just Dude. wait. Oh, my oh, God. I know. <laughs> and JT's got a good point, too. So Joe's two husbands aren't even gay. Oh, I know. They're not even gay. How gnarly is that? How much of a meth head do you have to be to be to go gay for meth? <laughs> like, I know it's a powerful to drug. To be married, too. To, to be like, you know what? I'm not gay. I really like meth. I think I'm going to marry this guy. Like... Could you get meth another way? Is that the only way you can get it? Maybe steal a tiger and get meth somewhere. I don't Dude. Know. Dude, that's so... It's you never suck a dick for an eight ball? <laughs> it's... No. Actually, it's, Trav, I can personally say I have never, never sucked a dick for an eight ball. It, you, ain't living, you ain't living, bro. I... I can't. Well, we know what Travis does on his off days, <laughs> and he's got a lot of off days. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's simply amazing. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know. Dude, yeah. Hey, for all you people listening out there, you got to go to my Instagram and check out the Joe Exotic post I did with my face yeah. over the tiger. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I got that done. JT got it. Oh, done. you did? Yeah. Everyone. I didn't even see yours though. Everybody. It just was like it. Trey Canard did it. Yeah. It never oh, showed I seen up. Trace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mine's like the best though. Okay. All right. All right. 
It's, so we had a tweet from Clippy Clippy. He wanted to know the chanceability that Chicken has done business with Tiger King Joe Exotic. Yeah, probably high. Chicken likes exotic pets. Really? Probably. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that guy drinks a lot. Hey, let's try to call Chicken. Let's see if he's done any any. There's Dude. no chance he 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 picks up. Okay, but. let's fucking go on this too. How about the pizzeria homeboy starts? Wait, that's not the, an episode, is it? Yes. You guys already saw that? Yes. The, the pizzeria meat. that comes out of the expired meat truck that shows up that he feeds the tiger with? <laughs> what? And the guys are eating it, and then they interview the guy, and right after they're done interviewing the guy, they're like, hey, was that the expired meat from the meat truck? He's like, yeah, that was for sure. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I just so think many, about that. So it's fourteen grand for the for the pizzeria. Actually, don't bother with that talent. We'll, we we got we're coming up with MC, so don't worry about it. Uh yeah. So one hundred percent chance the expired meat is is on your pizzas. What, dude? For real? No, you haven't seen that yet. I didn't. I mean, I must have watched it, but it just dude, must have went right over some, my head. That's something that you don't miss. I didn't miss that. Joe also, Joe Exotic burnt down his own place. Yes. Yes. Killed those crocodiles, whatever. Yeah, but it's alleged, but like he no, did it. No, but he did it. He yeah, did it because yeah. he wanted that footage, that footage to, to be Disappear. destroyed. Disappear. Right. I mean, like literally the lawyer office right. two days before. Yeah. So, yeah, if you went in there and an accident happened to happen. Yeah. And he's, you're picking up what I'm throwing down? And Joe's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm picking it up. Uh-huh. And then what? One day later, the fucking... All the alligators are burned, and all the film footage is gone. That guy was crushed. That documentary guy. That 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 dude. He, he was. Uh, he, yeah, no. He, he just left after that. He's like, I had to leave. I had to leave. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I mean, you literally had the sickest TV show. I mean, obviously you did because Netflix just killed it. Yeah. You know, so, so you had Netflix's TV show. I guess uh, Larry Ward's ranch is around there. The Stonewood Ranch that Larry Ward works at is right around there. So, as yeah. long as you're not near Carol Baskin's ranch, you're fucking good. Yeah, yeah, don't go, yeah. don't go there. No, uh-uh. uh-uh. I won't. Bro, I looked up Big Cat Rescue on Instagram. Yeah, like no fucking followers. What? It's got a check mark too. I'm serious. Got to have followers. It it has like no, their YouTube I mean, it does. page probably it does. does. What but it's about got like twenty thousand or something? What about Doc Angle? Ooh, you're talking about the, the cult, dude with like the cult the twenty guy. wives. The cult guy, yeah. yes, the with, cult the, guy. with the pony, with the pony. That dude's living life. I mean, I don't support cults but dude, <laughs> okay, good. good to know everybody hey the way he rode that fucking elephant that was pimp yeah i would ride an I elephant every day. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gringo it, it's it's amazing it's simply amazing um seven deuce deuce seven deuce, seven deuce trace on the uh, pop mix show presented <laughs> by motorsport.com and fly racing uh again don't forget uh coming up here shortly jeremy mcgrath uh, chris Kiefer, alex ray as well jason thomas of course also uh, going to show up here and we have a trivia contest coming up for a Art of Sport care package. And the winner is going to take it home. And thanks to Ash for some of these questions. I know I'm going to win because if Ash came up with the questions, she knows my ass stinks. So she's going to favor me for sure. Tilt it into that yes. direction. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. Sounds mm -hmm. good. Uh, uh, also, too. Um, <laughs> We'll see about that. I looked at the questions; they look pretty. They look pretty good. Oh, that's good. Uh, cool. Got a got a call here for from Brody. Brody, what's going on? What's up, dude? Um, you there? Yep. Yep. Okay. My question is for I got one for each, but first I got a question for Adam. 
Uh, is he using this time to make some more music or uh, this quarantine time, or how's he doing with that? Bro, I am turning and burning in the studio. Don't. I don't. was hoping so, dude. I was hoping so. Yeah, no, I'm on it. I'm I picked up. On it. I picked up some new equipment. It sounds super, super good. So stoked. Trying to work on it the best I can. Obviously, riding is top priority, because especially because at the end of the Supercross series. Um, I was doing so good, so I'm actually trying to take this time. I've been doing motocross schools with Ty, um, to be totally honest, which is pretty hard some days because you're trying to listen to your brother, but it's helping a lot just trying yeah. to break down my riding and work on my technique and get everything um, right and then um, right. just kind of stay in the flow of things, get ready, do some outdoor races, and get back to Supercross and hopefully have the best season. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's what I was hoping to hear. Uh, and then for Tyler, I was wondering, he killed it with the uh, with the Supercross Live and the TV stuff. Is he planning on doing that, you know, the upcoming seasons, or is he going to be back racing? Uh, right now, I mean, I would really like to think that um, they're going to bring me back next year, but kind of everything's up in the air because, you know, Supercross doesn't really know right. if they're going to have any more events. I mean, clearly they're going to have seven more, so I got to think I'll probably finish out that the seven rounds or whatever, where they're, wherever they're at. I don't know if I'll be live announcing, but I'll definitely be part of the marketing team as far as like uh, showing the race and stuff like that. So hopefully I can finish out this year strong with them and then they'll bring me back next year. But you know, that's still up in the air. Hell yeah, man. Well, you killed it. That's what I was going to say. You did great. He did. Thanks, he did bro. a good job. You got, and I told you this off the record too, or off mm -hmm. the air, like you got better as it went on. You, yeah. you improved a lot, which is, Good to see. You know what I mean? It ain't easy. No, and it's it was not a little easy. shaky when you started, but by the end of the series, or when, or by the end of the pause, let's say, I thought you were doing a very good job. So yeah, no, I, well, one of my last rounds was probably my best round. I was yeah. really excited to kind of keep it going, but yeah, you know. yeah, I've done, I've done oh, dude, live stuff. I've done live stuff. I've done hosting stuff like Ralph. I've done the color guy like RC does for different races, and mm -hmm. and I do this podcast and stuff. So I, I, I have a little bit of knowledge of that kind of stuff, and yeah. I thought you got a lot better. Thank so, you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome, dude. All Thanks, right. Brody. Thanks, Brody. Yep. Yep. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Tyler Entinap, Adam Entinap in studio here. Jeremy McGrath coming up here shortly. Um, do you think the, my Nets question with Mui and Prater? Yes. I didn't hear much like, you know, hey, thanks for the Nets. No. Um, i really having that. I th yeah. I mean, it sounded like zero praise. Yeah, zero. Um, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But, I mean, sometimes... Yeah, but they don't know shit. Sometimes you're a dick, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. They huh. can't give you too much credit, bro. Good you, point. I could, you, I could have you're already Johnny coming Cop. out with ideas, more yeah, ideas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, if like they give that. you a little too much confidence, yeah, you like might that. just go overboard. Yeah, Ty's got it. Ty's yeah, got it, yeah, but I think they gave you enough to kind of say, hey... Pulpit Max is my guy. He, I mean, at the end of the day, we have Dave Prater on the record saying you were right. Good point. You're right. Yeah. I mean, that's probably yeah, enough. Yeah, you got a good point. Um, hey, HEP Motorsports, how's everything with them? Good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, excited to see Max get back on the bike. Yeah, that's definitely. Um, um you know, Osborne's going to get a benefit from this break. Nobody wants this break, but yeah. if there is a benefit, Max Annecy should be 100 percent by the time that thing gets started. Yep. Uh, and then outdoors. Kyle Cunningham too. He had that yep. shoulder injury. Yep. So the whole team will be back, and I'm just excited because I really want to do motos with Max. You know, I want to. Well, you're not doing motocross series. Uh, I am. You are. Um, I'm gonna do. Is that something new? Yes, it's very new. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do a selected rounds. I'm gonna do five of them. Okay. Um, as of right now, our prediction is to do or four of them. I'm gonna do Jacksonville, Redbud, Washougal, and Paula. 
Why would you do the first one? Oh my god. Um, that's the worst one. It's eight thousand degrees in Florida. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that's okay. what they asked right. me to do. So, right. and doing. I want to race. Right. And okay. I think I think it'll help me a lot to stay sharp. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, it's gonna be. I think when the nationals do kick off, it'll be not funny, but funny to watch uh, the different levels of. Preparedness. Like preparedness yeah. is even a word. Uh, yeah. Different levels of prep. Everyone yeah. comes into. Yeah, you know? it's gonna be interesting to see. And honestly. two, to be to be more clear about the the lap, the motos with Max, yeah. it's more so like practicing at the practice track, right? Right. Because I think he's gonna be able to teach me a lot. Like before, he did get hurt. Um, you know, his style and just being at the practice track with him, I I learned so much. Yep. Because the way he flowed, like his European style, is is so much different. I'm really on off yeah. the gas, you yeah. know, very yeah. Eli Tomac esque, where he was just the same mile per hour from the beginning to mm -hmm. the middle to the exit. Yeah. So yep. it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see. He's definitely a wild card for the series. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I could see that him making some podiums, and I could, I kind of look at the field and the way he's been off the bike for a while, and I'm like, ah, it's gonna be tough. But yeah. so I'm all over the map with him. Like I don't have a prediction nailed down for Max. No, I think so. so too. And I think some um, some tracks are going to suit Max's style a lot more than the others. others. Yeah, could be. So. Uh, Teresa's on one, and you guys know her well. Teresa, what's going on? Thanks for calling in the show. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, how are you? I'm I'm terribly missing my show, and I'm very jealous that you have yours. <laughs> so, uh, this is Teresa from Race Day Live, everybody. <laughs> it so, is. Yeah. It is. Um, so, hey. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Adam. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hey. Oh, nothing. There's nothing <laughs> up. Right. So, uh, so I'm missing, missing uh, Mr. Holly and Mr. Blair and all my boys. And, and, you know, and let's not forget, feels, the weekend of Indy, I was supposed to be on Race Day Live. So you, I'm you really, were. I'm really That's the, why they cut the series. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly right? Uh -huh. So I, I'm really yeah. paying the price here. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna really push for you to, 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 uh, you know, get your Nets fame out there again. Right, you right. did it on the show tonight. Yeah, no, thanks, yeah. Teresa. I, I would have liked it to have been there. Jim and Daniel are, uh, they're, they're national treasures. Wow, Jim is anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jim is anyway. I don't know about Blair. Yeah, um, I don't know about Blair good. either. Yeah. Yeah, I wish we could. Uh, I wish we could do our own little show because uh, it's very weird not to have everybody. And of course. Um, you know, it's yeah. good to hear uh, Prater and Mewy on there, and um, our peeps from Feld's. Hard for us to uh, not be on the air right now, and yeah. hard for them, I'm sure. But yeah, it's uh, so it's, we were also it's, supposed it's, to do uh, what's in the box with Tyler. I had texted him, oh. and you know that was another indie thing went down the road. Yep, yeah, no, we were planning yeah. on that. I was actually really excited for that. So. I know. It's going to have Daniel and Jim. Can you imagine <laughs> Jim doing that? I know. I had some things stored for them too. Yeah, really, right? Uh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I did. I was going to do like some like um some things in like jello and just some like weird oh, feeling stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm all yeah. freaked out. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, we'll get back to it, you guys, we hope. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean we will. Like I I really believe we will. I'll just be just have to wait a little bit. That's it. So yeah, and for like lots of TV folks, I mean, I live outside New York City, and uh, you know, there's no production anywhere. There's lots of people. Yeah. Um, I heard you talking about um, the Tiger Man show. Tiger King. And, oh, Tiger King. God. Yeah. Oh. Tiger. Yeah. Tiger King. And I actually worked with that dude like in 2003 on a Animal Planet show, so no I forgot way. all about it. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. The um, the, the Myrtle Beach guy. 
Uh, and uh, I was watching the show, and I couldn't believe it because I was like, we really thought something was up with that guy, and now I know for sure that we were right. Oh, wow. I can't believe it. <laughs> so sketchy. Jeez. It's so sketchy. It's so weird. Oh, Which one's the Myrtle Beach guy? The, uh, He's the guy that rides the elephant. Yeah. The Colt guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude. That dude's a trip. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. It's uh, yeah. yeah. He's he I, might. I took one of those pictures with the with the tigers. Did you? The tiger. I feel bad now. Yeah. yeah. Come oh. on, Teresa. <laughs> oh, don't feel bad. Everybody loves the tigers. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Um, no, I, every every people every person they interviewed and got, I'm like that guy's weirder than the last one, than the last one, than the last one. Yeah. Everything yeah. was just getting ratcheted up into epic levels of weirdness. <laughs> So yeah, it's well, it's Florida. Right, so. yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, stuff. thanks, Teresa, for calling in. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we'll see you thanks soon. Thanks for being on the air. I'm sure everybody's happy to have something to listen to, Steve, and uh, yeah. we look forward to having you guys back when we get back. We'll keep doing it. Thanks, oh, Teresa. Yeah. Thanks, Teresa. Uh, Miss you. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. 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 Uh, Star Racing Yamaha and the folks at Monster Energy Yamaha use Vortex Racing Sprockets. Justin Barsha, AP, all the star guys. Uh, James Stewart, Chad Reed have won championships on Vortex Racing Sprockets. Uh, any size of teeth, any uh, color you need for your different bikes, they can dial you in. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Tell them you're with Pulp to give you a hell of a deal. Handlebars as well, 7 8 bar, oversized bar. VortexRacing.com. Please and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. He's the king of Supercross. That's all you need to say. He's Jeremy McGrath. What's up, MC? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? I'm, I'm doing good, man. Hanging in there. Yeah, us too, nice. man. Absolutely. Have you seen this Tiger King documentary? Have you seen this? I heard you guys rapping about it, and I have not seen it, but i was been on a couple mountain bike rides now with my a couple of my buds, and they're like, you have to see this. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of the talk of the town for the last week here, and yeah. I keep going, you know what? I told my wife, I'm like, we got to watch this thing. She's like, yeah, we got to watch it. And then I, I asked my friend, he's all, it's not appropriate for kids. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, unfortunately, with the kids being out of school right now and staying up late, like, till 9 or 10 or whenever we go to bed, yeah, good there's point. no really... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no chance to be catching the uh, Tiger King, but I heard about it. Oh, you got to yeah. check it out you for sure. You have to. Um, it's so gnarly. Hey, we, we, <laughs> Everyone's going crazy. It, it, it's thing. amazing. Um, and you know what? There's no races to talk about. We spent 30 minutes on Tiger King with the <laughs> Entignat Brothers. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, what's up, guys? I, I, I wish I could, uh, you know, conversate about the Tiger King, but uh, I'm off the back on that one. Uh, you're all right. Hey, hey, so before we had you on, we were talking about you coming on tonight, and Tyler here said that this is so funny and you're, you're, this is going to age you too hey, MC, me but, too and and adam in 90 no, just me 98 <laughs> 98 at the coliseum when uh when tortelli won in the mud uh tyler yeah. said he cried because you didn't win he cried he was he was a little kid i did Dude. i did i cried all the way home from hey, the coliseum you know funny about all that? the way yeah. yeah, I cried too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so bad. First oh, race yeah. on the Yamaha, right? Big deal. And it's just a mud bath. Just, First yeah. race on the Yamaha, yeah. Just, I uh, literally asked my dad that night. I said, Dad, why didn't Jeremy win? And he said, I don't know, son. I don't know. And I said, who's Sebastian Tortilla? And he said, I don't know, son. No I don't way. know. <laughs> no way. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 that's that the, you were 
so good, Jeremy, that when you didn't win, people were like, what happened? <laughs> what, what happened? I <laughs> I, hey, I had kids crying all over the world. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. I know. I don't, it must make you feel old, but sorry to start the interview like that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. you know what? It's awesome because it makes me feel good because kids were digging it so much yeah. that, you know, even like Tyler's like pumped. He's so pumped that he's just upset. He's passionate about yeah. his guy and I was his guy. So yeah. it's cool. Well, 100%. I guess, I don't know. Maybe you cried when RJ lost Jeremy, right? Like who knows, right? RJ was your guy. And, and I mean, yeah. well he was, yeah, he was my guy, but, um, you know, I, I was a little older, so I, <laughs> I guess true. Yeah, they were eight. past the crying stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. good point. Um, yeah. yeah, but uh, hey, so you had a knee replacement done a little while ago. Um, I did. How's that going? And when can you ride a motorcycle again? You know what? I think uh, it's going pretty well. It's, I mean, the doctor totally psyched me out on this one because he's like, "Oh yeah, two months, you'll be good to go." And I was like okay sweet i'm in sign yeah. me up yep. and uh two months into it i'm like what in the hell was he talking about <laughs> it, it hurt way more than i suspected and of course it was it was way more trauma than i you know yeah. i'd ever imagined really so um but anyways we're, here we are we're five months down the road and and uh the knee's doing pretty good it's still dealing with a little swelling but there's not there's no no real pain there's some you know when i'm like mm-hmm. bending it you know, in a high range or whatever. But um, for the most part, I think I'm I'm good to go. I think as long as, you know, I'm wearing my braces, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – I was just talking to Derek Navig today at Cowie, and I was like, you know what, it's time to go riding. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about trying to figure out what – I know Paris is still open, so I got to, I don't know, kind of look around and see where I can go riding. Yeah, I'll but good. I'm, yeah. I'm into it, yeah. Yeah, are you jonesing to get going riding? Like, are you are – you, are you can't wait? I'm, I'm – you know what, this is – for sure, the longest break I've ever had on a bike, and yeah, I'm Jones in big time. I uh, I wasn't for a while because I mean, you know, I do a lot of mountain biking, so yeah. it's so nice when you fly out the door and you can just go mountain biking and come back and it's done. You don't have to clean the filter, change the tire, wash yeah, the bike, you yep, don't have to do yep. any of that stuff. So it, it's been uh, kind of nice, but honestly, I'm I'm Jones in the ride. I'm so psyched. I got a brand new 450 sitting here, ready to go, and I'm just like, man, I need to get out. So the knee's feeling pretty good. Yep. Um, just get. I'm gonna get out there, take it easy. But yeah, I'm 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 itching for it. Yeah, I bet. I, I would think that. Yeah, for yourself. Uh, hey, listen. The Intend Cycle guys have been uh, partnered up with me. I've been riding a Taser. I put 2,500 miles on mine last year in 2019. Um, Dang, that's I, awesome. I love it. Have you Have you done much on, with uh with an e bike? Yeah, I'm 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 totally e bike. I'm on board with it. I, yeah. I ride my regular bike just because I forced myself to ride my. I have a. Um, uh, 29 Stumpy 2018 model that I ride. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Specialized is one of my um, great partners and sponsors. Just take care of me. Yep. Curtis and the boys over there just style me out. So I'm stoked on that. Um, but I got a uh, Levo. I have two Levos, actually. One, um, you know, the one that's c- kind of higher. And then I just yep. got the new Levo SL, which oh, the, is yeah, super the, light. The light one, yeah, yeah. And and it's, um, you know what? It's pretty good. I'm psyched on it. It's It's... A, it's a little different than I suspected. So the, the the e-bike, like a taser, like what you're riding and stuff, um, they all they have a ton of power. And you, I mean, it's just like miles for miles, right? Right. Those things you're, you need goggles for going uphill on those things. <laughs> well, this this, this other um, the the specialized Levo uh, SL is super sweet, but it's kind of in between. Is so it really? Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. It's yeah. in between the regular bike. And it's in between the the horse powered up one version, so I'm having a good time with it. You still get a killer workout. It's 
10 pounds lighter, so it's 38 instead of 48. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'm stoked to hear that you're riding it because, man, they are fun, huh? Yeah. I, we I, went yesterday for a three-hour rip yesterday. It was fun. It was super fun. And so the, the, the new SE or SL can last three hours? Is it, does it go? Or are you went on your oh, regular yeah, bike? Yeah. Yep. No, no. Yeah, no, no worries. It's got a... It's got like a five-hour capacity. Ah, okay, all right. Yeah, I want to. I want plus to... you can hook. Plus you can hook a water bottle to it that plugs it in and makes it another couple hours. So, oh really? If oh, you're shit. going for a long day, yeah. or you know, you can you can get extra. So it's, right. it's wow. pretty sweet. Uh, Jeremy cool. McGrath on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got a question for the King of Supercross? Give us a call, uh, and uh, and he'll try his best to answer. We also have some Twitter questions for you as well, MC. Um, what a weird, strange time in the sport, Jeremy. It's it's literally worldwide. It's something that's affecting all of us, and I can't imagine. So Ken Roxon and Eli Tomac, guys who uh, have been expecting to have Supercross titles under their belt, uh, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. injuries for Kenny, different reasons for Eli. Uh, neither guy has been able to, to clinch it and get it done, while this year, 2020, one of them was going to get it done. We were all pretty sure on that. Uh, before the pause, three points uh, for Eli up on Kenny. Can you imagine Jeremy being in their shoes? Like they, they they're not a multi-time Supercross champion like you were or some other guys. This is all they've been wanting. This is all that really matters to them, and now they have to wait. Yeah, this. I mean, look, we're all <clears throat> in a weird spot, right? We're all having to do our part and and take this thing seriously and and actually stay home. And that's kind of a weird thing for all of us, right? Because yep. we're used to being on the road. And, and it's just we got to do our part. But uh, to be those guys, I can't even imagine being in their position because, I mean, I keep thinking back to the Daytona race, and in the past, you're like, that could have been a multi-million-dollar pass <laughs> yeah. if the whole thing ended. So the, the, I just keep thinking how weird that is, for one. But yeah, to to for sports in general, just to not not really have anything. I mean, you think, okay, no Supercross. I'll go home. I'll watch something else. Yeah. We're all sports yeah. fans. Right. And, I mean, we're literally, we're watching Tiger King. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's like there's nothing on. And, you. Fi- I mean, I, I really find myself, in, in fact, like an hour ago, I was watching 1990 Vegas Supercross race. No. <laughs> like my first yeah. 125 race win. And so you find yourself, you know, I, I have these flashbacks going, okay, what race was good or which one do I remember or what this and that, and I'll just look it up on YouTube and I'll check it out for a few minutes. So I miss racing like crazy. I can't even imagine being those guys. And to have a pause like this, uh, I mean, the only one that I would assume that it was, this could be a great thing for is the guys that are injured, you know? I mean, Cincerello having his collarbone, uh, giving it time to heal now and he'll be, he'll, he won't lose any more points on that. So, um, yeah, just a strange, strange season. And, I mean, I sat out the one race. The the one race when the lights went out, I sat out one race. And yeah. you know how weird that was? <laughs> yeah, really, I mean, that right? was just so yeah. weird. I can't, I can't imagine what these guys are feeling. Would you – and look, I, I mean, again, you've never been in this position, but you certainly raced it. So we have an 11-round outdoor – we had uh, Dave Prater and Mike Mewey on before you t- earlier tonight, and, you know, they're – by all accounts, we're trying to get these seven, these seven rounds in. Um, but yeah. we, have, we have the outdoor series coming up. Do you at all yeah. – like, do – how do you ride a 22 moto outdoor series, Jeremy? If you're Kenny and Eli, and be safe to think about trying to win super, you can't do it, right? I mean, you just gotta go balls out and let the chips fall where they may, and you can't really protect that, that, yourself. Yeah, that's the way I see it. I mean, look, these guys—they start looking in the rearview mirror, and that's when the stuff happens, man. You just gotta live and let live, yeah. and I think that. They- no. 
No way. We lost the king. His phone died. What? I'm here. Oh, oh, oh. you're there. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Oh, okay. We're on mute. I'm oh. here. You said live and let live, and then we lost. Yeah, it. yeah. You got to let live, live and let live, and you know it's. You just got to let it. You know, you just got to ride and treat it like it's. You got to just race, man. That's yeah. what you do. That's what we do. Right. I think the. I have a couple questions for you guys. What did? What is the? Are they going to mix it in between outdoor and they're going to have a supercross and outdoor and, and another outdoor and then a supercross or? No. Are they going to try and do the thing in like a week? 10-day time and get all the races in, or no. what is the uh, what's the plan? Are they going to go after outdoors? Yeah, the, the word is the word is uh, a week off after outdoors, and uh-huh. and then we run seven supercrosses, but probably like a Sunday and a Tuesday at a venue, or you know a Friday and a, and a yeah. Sunday at yeah. a venue. Like we, the teams don't want double headers, so. Even though right. I, I made fun of them earlier because, I mean, you know, you did doubleheaders. Or maybe, nah, you yeah. probably didn't do yeah. doubleheaders. Did you do doubleheaders? Was it around then? No, I did, yeah. Oh, okay. We did, we did Pontiac a okay. bunch of times, doubleheader. Oh, I didn't yeah. know if it was still around then or not. But, yeah, so. Yeah, and I think even maybe um, Seattle had a doubleheader one at one point. They used to, yeah, know. for sure. So, yeah. I was saying, like, big deal. They, these guys can do it. But, anyways, that's how they're going to try to do it. But they got to find venues. That's the biggest thing. They got to find, you know, St. Louis, I think, is for sure on the calendar. Every other sports mm-hmm. team and concert is coming back, so Dave and Mui are really going to have to, you know, juggle some venues to try to figure out where to, where to go. Yeah, but that's the plan after outdoors seven rounds. And and then Jeremy, on top of that, that's not even if outdoors starts when it's supposed to yes. start. We yeah. had the scenario. Oh, you know, right. what if yeah. what if outdoor gets pushed back a little bit? You know, what if yeah. Supercross and Motocross kind of blend together because there isn't that many days left until Anaheim one coming around the next year. And if things keep getting pushed back, which they for sure could, you know, what do you do then? Do you go to supercross? Do you go to motocross? Do you cut supercross short? Do you cut motocross short? So, I mean, it's getting crazy right now. Well, I mean, look, I I think, I think either way, either way this thing works out, nobody's going to be happy about all of it. Right. You're going to have to make some major compromise. I think, um, you know, it would be really cool if they do the Supercross and they get, it still gets to, try, you know, hit a couple different venues. But I, I was running this scenario in my head, like, why don't they pick one venue and just they all stay there for 10 days and, like, every other day they have a moto. You know, they have a race yeah. or whatever. So I, and then, then they just give the track builder some time to change the track up a little bit. They don't have to travel. It saves expenses. They get it done in a matter of two weeks or whatever it is yeah. instead of, you know, seven weekends. So I don't know. So maybe let's just say that outdoor gets pushed back a month. So then they may have to go to this condensed they, version. They may. Like I'm talking yeah. about. It. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I know the teams don't want to do that, but it, Hey, like extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures, man. We got to get it done. And yeah, nobody needs you, to be spending what, more money. You know, what do you guys think as far as the outdoor go? Do you think that they would condense the outdoor series instead of, 12 well, rounds, they would make it. It's 11 now. Seven or eight or something? Well, it's 11 okay. now. They lost Hangtown. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. And I, I know mid June is an optimistic start date. I, I could see that series getting cut. I really could. I, I Obviously, I work for Racer X, which, race, is, you yeah. know, which yeah. is MX Sports, so I don't, but they don't tell me anything. But yes, I, I think starting in June is optimistic, and we'll have to see. But man, it is a, it is a strange world for mm-hmm. sure that we're in right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well,. You know, um, the crazy thing is, is 
you know what? We'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly right. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, you have a question for happen. Jeremy? We're lucky, to, we're lucky to have a series to race in. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I was telling Prater that. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we'll all come back a little more appreciative of, of, of this series and our racing and our jobs and everything else. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe I won't be yelling. Yeah. And, the, and the in, industry as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Adam, Jeremy. maybe the riders will free ride a little bit in the meantime. Yeah, <laughs> do a little something, something. Just sounds like a fun idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a racer question for you, Jeremy. So, did you ever have like a a certain moment that you you know that changed you in a way that you just got to the line and you knew you were going to win? Did you take it as like an every week type of thing? You know, how did you gain confidence throughout your career? And were you like looking for little goals or did it just come naturally? Like, you know, coming from a racer, how do you build? Like, cause I'm in a certain spot right now, right? Where I'm in yeah. that 16 to 19 area and I want to make that jump. And I have gotten really close in qualifying, you know, at the last round I qualified 16th and was only within like 2.1 seconds of Eli Tomac um, at yeah, Daytona. Yeah, awesome. And I, and I want to make that next jump, but it seems like, you know, you're just sitting there and I want to get that confidence and I want to get to that next level. What helped you get, you know, where you were? Well, I think you guys have a total different landscape from when I used to race. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the, the, I mean, the way Supercross was back in the day, it's so crazy to think about. Like, I mean, you, you definitely could, you know, inch your way up to it. And, um, you know, the level of, the level of depth where the commitment from all you guys is so much more now, it seems like there's those little or those, you know, like what I would consider a big gain for me is probably a very minute game for you, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody is so darn fast now yeah. and they're all working hard. They're all doing all that. I think, uh, you know, I think one of the things that you can probably the easiest way to gain confidence, I think is just, you need to figure out starts. If you can run up front, you can get up front, you can lead a lap, you can lead a half a lap, you can stay with whoever, Eli, Kenny, Jason, like Adam, any of those guys, if you can stay with any of them for a lap, you know, and then all of a sudden that speed becomes normal to you. Yeah. And I think like you can make little gains in that way. If you're always coming from, you know, wherever 16th or 14th or or 18th and then you're you're ending up in 16th 17th 15th whatever um it's really hard to gain a lot of confidence i think if you just keep if you stay in the same spot so uh you know i'm I'm not sitting here saying starts are super easy to find either it's everyone with the metal gate is is quite a lot you know everyone's very close these days and that makes things totally different um i i think you know, if you can just somehow figure out how to get up front a little early. I mean, look at, we have a, look at Doug Dubach. I mean, an, an old racer, awesome racer, awesome guy was not the fastest guy by any means, but got the best starts out of anybody, led a lot of laps, mm-hmm. ran up front, got factory rides, did all that stuff without, I think he won one race. He yeah. won, did he win? 90, he won San Jose. I think, 91 right? San Jose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I think that's probably, you know, if you're doing the work, you're you're putting in the time, the bike's set up good, if you can somehow figure out how to get up front with the guys in the beginning of the race, then all of a sudden you're, you're normal. What's normal to you is going to change. Um, it has to, right? Because otherwise, you, otherwise you, you, you're just going to drop 
like a you know rock if you did get a great start. But I mean, that's if you're within those times of those guys, you get you get a good start. You can hang right there too. Yeah, yeah. You, you may surprise yourself. You know? Especially like as a mechanic, a few times I remember some starting like, line dirt, some starting gate dirt being different than the dirt out on the track. Yeah. Or I remember being mm-hmm. stuck in gearing. Oh, this is two stroke days, more than four stroke days. Being stuck with some gearing, yeah. and I would always tell my rider, "Let's let's ge- sacrifice the the track for the start, tire selection and yeah. gearing. You know, let's yeah. we'll figure it out when you get out oh, there, yeah. but let's get out. Let's get, <laughs> yeah, let's get out. Yeah, fun, yeah. You know? No, I mean. Yeah. I always said, right? There's there's two races a night. The first race is to the first turn. Yeah. The second race, if you get to the first turn good, the, the second race becomes a lot easier, which is the you know the twenty minutes or the twenty laps or whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. You know, uh, yeah. Tyler, got a question? Hey, Jeremy. Um, you know, I want to know what was your favorite year? You've had an amazing career, a very long career. You know, what was like one of your favorite years as like you know Supercross, Motocross, like. Was there one year that, you know, stood out more than others or, you know, how would you separate that? Well, I mean, look, I, I'm, I've said it many times. I'm super blessed and appreciative that I had such a long career and a long lasting career and was able to do really well for a long period of time. Um, you know, there's nothing that replaces the years as a, when you're a kid. I mean, when you're a kid and you're Skip and I were out on the road in the box fan, I got my first team Honda ride. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't about anything but just riding and eat sleep ride that's all it was about yeah uh well and girls i guess in that <laughs> <way>. uh, <laughs> but uh you know back then it was it was like i mean we were the you know ruling the world back then just cruising around the yeah. country in a box van staying wherever and those kind of days are just days that i really really miss i mean you didn't i didn't have any overhead no responsibility only thing i thought about was <laughs> he said life. no overhead <laughs> yeah. nothing man. nothing no overhead man no overhead. lightweight back then yeah, yeah. just worrying yeah. about where my laps are going to go in next yeah exactly and that, and that there's something to be said for that you know uh and then and then the the transition from uh i'd say the 94 season was really when i kind of found that extra motivation that extra gear for for trying to be an outdoor champion because up up and all the way through the 94 season i really didn't push myself i didn't try hard i was content with what i could do in supercross and i just didn't put in the work i just didn't do the time and i always say this now you know it took me until about uh that's what i mean that was 95 so i was 24 years old it took me until I was 24 years old to figure out how to not be lazy. I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was lazy. I was a lazy little chubby kid who had a lot of skill and could ride my dirt bike real good, especially in supercross. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really put in the work and I didn't, didn't, you know, I wasn't even mad that it didn't happen for me because I was relying on supercross so hard. Yeah. But you know, the, the transitional year in 94, the end of that year, when I went back to, Work with Semex that year. We went to Ohio, spent a lot of time working with Honda and Jim Anderson and the boys at Honda to get my bike dialed in. And I had committed myself in my head in the end of 94 that I was tired of getting my ass kicked from Emig outdoors. Yeah. So I was like, all right, this is the year that I'm going to show everyone that I'm not just a supercross rider because that's what everyone was saying. Mm-hmm. They were all saying, oh, you know what? you're never going to be regarded as one of the best in the history of the sport because you can't ride outdoor. Just going to be super cross. I was like, 
And I, I was like, okay with it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm the Supercross King. Uh, what's up, baby? Yeah, you're like, hey, this, this, yeah exactly. This, I was kind of like, well, what's up, dude? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, anyways, that, that year was a really um, a transitional, like, such good memories because I just, I showed myself, you know, mm-hmm. more importantly, yeah. that I could do this and, and I could do it right. And it it was 95 season was, man, it was so amazing. I, I think I won 10 Supercrosses and I won seven or eight outdoors out of the 12. And then, uh, of course, 96 was going great until I jacked my ankle up at uh, yeah. Millville that year. But, um, like, we, it's really it really started in the end of 94 because in 94 when I was riding the 250 Nationals, I, I was content with third. Yeah, I mean, I didn't care. I was yeah. third, whatever. I was like, yeah. third is cool, yeah. podium, it's all good. <laughs> I didn't take too much effort. You know, I was like, you know, I was still being real lazy. And mm-hmm. uh, I really figured out what it was to, what it was like to be an athlete at the end of 94. And that, that, that makes me really proud, and I think about that today. Because winning an outdoor race, let alone winning a championship, was something that I didn't even know was possible for me. Yeah. And when I won a race... It, it really, I mean, the tax, the toll and the taxation that it puts on your body, it really felt like I was, uh, like I was working hard and I was, um, and, and we're super cross at the end of a race. I was always like, yeah, that's good. Let's go. Let's line it up again. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. So, well, um, it was just a different feeling for me. Yeah. People don't understand. And I was around a little bit back then. Like, Jeremy was not going to beat Krajowski and LaRocco outdoors. Like, he was never tough <laughs> enough. He was never, you know, like, mm-hmm. he he's not going to beat those guys, right? Like, that was the mind, that was the mindset. Yeah, it, oh, totally. Those guys are real men. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, Jeremy isn't, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh shit. Like, yeah. dang, Jeremy's not lazy anymore. No, <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was nobody, nobody was thinking Jeremy could beat those men outdoors yeah. yeah he doesn't have what it takes uh, oh yeah wait just wait he's just gonna he's gonna bear down a little bit and then watch this yeah, yeah. hold on guys <laughs> yeah 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 so and you know the, the the greatest part about that whole transition for me is it led into one of the greatest races i've ever had in my life which is the 96 motocross the nations yeah and that's sick. uh you know to me that's to me that's one of my favorite races ever because steph you know everts was there burvotes was there like all these great champions and like that day i was you know, for one day, I was the best in the world at something, and that's pretty freaking incredible to think wow, about. Wow, that is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was U.S. Supercross champion uh, many times over, and we would say over here that we're the best in the world. And there's been many guys that come over and race, and and they can't get it done. But to race on the world stage and be the best in the world on that day was pretty cool. I mean, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. And yeah, and that that all happened from the mindset that I got in '94. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Skip, he's coming over tomorrow. We're going to do a little podcast, so I'm uh, looking forward to talking to Skip. Oh, yeah, again. sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he hit good. me up today, actually. Oh, did he? Uh, all right, yeah. we've got, got some phone calls for you. First up, it's uh, Nash. What's going on? You want to talk to Jeremy McGrath? Gentlemen, gentlemen, MCs. He- he- heavy yeah, hitter, heavy hitter. Uh, hey, first <laughs> of all, thanks for spending some time with us in this bizarre state that we're all in, so it's always great to hear you to delve into the, uh, the story bank. So I got uh, two things for you. Uh, you talk obviously about the transition on your start and, and morphing through the '90s. Incredible recap. Take us through in in '05. You know, earlier in the show they had mentioned that you know, and I, I witnessed it as watching it as a fan. You know, you you were doing top fives coming off the couch, and not not that you were slacking. Uh, obviously, you were training on some levels, but when you would go out and hole shot and then run with the best of the best, I mean, that's just mind blowing to even consider right now. 
Um, was there anything that you can recall back that would led to that, or was just, hey, right place, right time, you were doing some work and you were feeling it? Well, I mean, if you remember, if you remember in '02 when I had a rough season at Yamaha, and I had hurt my neck and hurt my back, and I couldn't hold on, and and that was funny because it was another race I watched today. My friend Billy Wood from from Florida hit me up. He's like, "Hey, I'm watching O three Anaheim or O two Anaheim 3. He's like, "You're riding good," and I watched oh. the race. I ended up finishing six or something, but yeah. <laughs> um, I did run up front for half the race, and I was still still injured and whatever, and just. I just had a rough season. I couldn't ride that year. Um, mm-hmm. And then with the with what happened in uh, with this signing with KTM and then dislocating my hip and then they didn't build a bike like they said they were going to do and just kind of mm-hmm. the whole thing just kind of crumbled super fast and and not mm-hmm. the way I liked it obviously. And so mm-hmm. when I finally got done with the um, scariest victory lap tour <laughs> ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, we were praying then, for you, Jeremy. We were praying for you many times. Yeah, I was I was saying prayers before I went out on that lap every damn time. It was crazy. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Uh, but but then I went back to Honda and just, you know, started riding, started testing. They were riding at my property doing, mm-hmm. you know, and I was helping uh Kehoe and all the boys and uh and they were all we were all riding together, and I was riding Supercross and and that stuff. So, I, I think the the speed came back because I was just relaxed and mm-hmm. no pressure. I knew I wasn't going to be racing for points. Uh, all those guys were my, were my buddies, right? So I was super comfortable with mm-hmm. them. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I I don't care if I line up at Mammoth tomorrow <laughs> or I line up at Anaheim in a month from now or whatever. I still think I can get the whole shot. And I still think I will get the whole shot. So (laughs) when I came back and did that, I I mean, I was like, okay, there's slim to to none chances that I can win this race. Mm -hmm. So let's get that out of the way. So I go, okay, the best I could possibly do was maybe a top five, and and then if if I get the whole shot, it's like a win for me. So I just Mm -hmm. figured, okay, let's work on the starts, get good starts, try and run up front. I knew I wasn't going to win the race, but mm-hmm. at least if I can run with those guys for a while, it would be a success. And that's kind of where, you know, that one race at Phoenix, I whole shot and I go, and I told my guys before the race, I go, if I had, if I get the whole shot, I'm doing the knack knack on the first lap. <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll look really weird and like guy Cooper ish. If I'm styling through the middle of the race and stuff. So I better just do it on the first lap. <laughs> uh, and, and so, um, Anyways, that's where that so, came from, and then I finished fourth that night and on the two-stroke, and mm, then it was what the week later so at San Diego. I finished fourth on the 450 um, at San Diego. So, uh, awesome. yeah, I, was, I don't know. I don't know where the speed came from, but I think it was just due to no pressure and just relaxing. I was I was feeling really good and healthy again. Yeah. So that that segues into the fact that you said a little bit about the guys going up into the hills. You know, what, yeah. the, the crew the crew that you grew up with. And and going up in the, the was it Richie Canyon or Red Canyon and and just that yeah, whole experience. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, obviously the no pressure component comes in there, and obviously you went riding with Factory Phil, and you probably don't know this, but you're talking <laughs> the world's biggest Factory Phil fan. You got any Factory Phil stories for your old pal Nash? Oh, here we go. It's always it always comes hey, around you know to Factory funny? Phil for you, Nash. It always works into you know Factory Phil. Listen, if anybody's got stories, MC's got them. That are PG, oh, MC, I, I got of course. Some, I got some good stories. Yeah, I got some great stories. I think I might have told him before. Well, I used to stay with Phil a lot in Cherry Valley when I was growing up, and uh, we'd ride Richie Canyon, and and that was where the Albrechts were, and Emig was over there, and Antonez, mm-hmm. and Dana Wiggins, and and even Deegan showed up after a while. He was 
pretty young at the time. But like all of uh, and so me and Phil would go there. Rhino would come up every once in a while, but he was always riding like down South Palm Avenue. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we, you know, Phil and I, and and we'd go around, you know, trying to chat up some girls, and then we'd go to this like haunted <laughs> house school, and we, you know, like uh, we, you know, we we spent a lot of time. I mean, got got some fun stories with Phil for sure. Awesome. Uh, the, the race I was watching today on YouTube, the 1990 Vegas Supercross. The yep. the lineup basically was, um, you know, I was leading, Ty Davis was second, and then third was Emig, then it was Antonez, then it was Button, and Phil dicing it together. Um, <laughs> like, so, like, and then Rhino was in there, so it was, like, all of us that used to hang out was, like, the top Ugh. six in the 125 class at that point. It's so funny. Yeah, that, that is that's that's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for calling in, MC. Cheers, everybody. Have a great show. Thanks, Nash. Thank you. All right, all right later. All right, Tyler's on three. Tyler, what's your question for Jeremy McGrath? Hey, I was just wondering, I'm a New York boy, and I was wondering, any fun party stories of Binghamton in the early 90s, <laughs> mid-90s, late 90s? Oh, Binghamton. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, there was a Chi-Chi's there that we all went to, Jeremy, in the parking lot of the hotel. Do you remember that? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I remember Binghamton, but it's Binghamton's pretty far out there, right? Right. I don't I remember mean, there doing anything. going on. Yeah, I don't feel, yeah. like, I don't feel nah, like it was a much just, going on. Yeah. I just remember there's a lot yeah. of parties like – like in the facility as uh, in itself, like because I was there when I was, I don't know, I was very yeah. young, and I was always told Remember, to stay um, in the camper or stay in the tent. We always, yeah, we always knew some girls that were from around town that would hit up like Unadilla and Binghamton and some girls around. Um, yeah. You remember? Yeah, there was a girl named Renee that had some friends that we always used to hang with. Um, uh, I don't know. There's just. I don't know. Did just, you? We didn't really have. We didn't go to parties much then. We were we were just kind of hanging out at the track. You know, nationals are yeah. very tiring. A, so when you're done, you're just smoke. Did you Did you like the track at Binghamton, Jeremy, or were you one of those guys? I don't think many guys I worked for were fans of it. You know what? It was really tricky because I mean the dirt was slippery. Yeah. The design, the track design. Um, you know, again, it took me a lot of years to figure out how to ride a motocross track properly. And those tracks with a lot of off cameras were were always difficult for me. Just just because I'd never grew up riding them. I mean, Binghamton was uh, one of the tracks that in 95 I rode well at. In 96, I went 1-1. After I hurt myself at Millville, um, I was really riding bad for a couple couple races, and then I came back at Binghamton and went 1-1 in 96, which put me in a tie with Emig uh, for Steel City for the last race of the year the next weekend. So I always rode well at Binghamton. Uh, yeah. It was kind of a funky track, and in, fun, in fact, one of the – one of my most favorite outdoor moto photos that I have of myself is from Binghamton and coming over the top of that hill before oh, you come yeah, down yeah. the hill. Yeah. Um, it was taken by, you remember this photographer, um, O'Reilly? Dan O'Reilly? No, I don't. I don't. You don't? I thought you would remember him. No. no. Um, anyways, uh, he took great photos and have a couple great ones from there, but... Um, yeah, I wish I could help you on the party thing, but I I, I don't remember too much. <laughs> if it was a, <laughs> if it was a Supercross city, he'd be able to d- dial you in a little more. Yeah, uh, yeah. thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. All right, next up is Tyson. Have a good one, man. Tyson, what's your question for Jeremy? Sure. So uh, I got to thank Steve for one because he got me into e-bike life. I've got my ten-year-old son with e-bike and my wife at e-bike. Oh, nice. Loves biking. So I'm lucky enough to where we take family mountain bike trips. And I discovered a little place called Bentonville, Arkansas. So, Jeremy, oh, tell me about your yeah. trip that you took to Bentonville recently. <laughs> and what, yeah. what, did you, what did you find and what are your thoughts about Bentonville? 
So, you know, I have a c- couple crazy – so so he's talking about uh, about what is about – well, it's probably about six months ago, seven months ago now, last year. Um, uh, we went – so the Board of Tourism in Bentonville, Arkansas, and the Waltons, and a guy named Christian, a guy named Gary, and a bunch of guys that, that live there, um, they run the bike shop for the Waltons and have their own stuff that keeps it dialed. They ride a lot of e-bikes too. Uh, and and my buddy, one of my best friends that I've had for years and years, Brian Lopes, um, we put we put a he put a team of guys together. Um, Steve Pete came over from England, uh, some other guys, uh, kayakers and and other bikers and stuff like that. So put a little team together and we went to Benville, um, and we rode. We got the you know obviously we got the tour. How, how many times have you been there now, Tyler? Uh, about four or five times. Okay, cool. So you've 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 getting you've gotten to know some of the trails, and you probably have a local show you around. Actually, no. So I mean, there's amazing how many times you can just go out and watch YouTube videos. So whether it's Slaughter Pin, whether it's Lake Leatherwood, or I oh, mean, okay. Back yeah, Forty, yeah. there are so many trails, and they just continue to build every single year. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. I think they have five trail crews there, and they're building like three miles of trail a week, which is. Wow. insane yeah but uh dang yeah we did about what did we do we did about we stayed for like four days and we probably did about i don't know 65 miles of single track and playing on them rocks and jumping and stuff it's amazing um it's really amazing and, and i and i loved bentonville and i was like man it would be cool to get a house here just so you could come <laughs> ride bikes and hang out and then you could split it with a bunch of buddies and then it would be like our fly-in zone to go ride mountain bike. Right, right. Um, so that that idea definitely passed through our heads. Um, and Bentonville, for anyone who rides bikes, it's definitely uh, put it on the bucket list. They're, they're building some sweet stuff, so it's a, it's a great spot for that. Tyson, do I need to bring the taser out there? Is that is that the move? Mathis, I talked to you about it at the St. Louis show, and you said you just don't like to travel. you got to stay in your little bubble. You that's come that's, out a, that's a great point. I don't like to travel, but now I'm ready to travel. I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's stuck uh, over there in Red out, Rock man. and Blue Lake Canyon and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm looking for places <laughs> now to go. Uh, thanks, Tyson. Thank you. Check it out, man. Uh, yeah. Talking about Binghamton, Jeremy, I got a text from our buddy Skip, and he wanted to know uh, – what city you fly into for that one? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, Skip. A-hole. <laughs> you flew into Rochester, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Rochester, New York, and not Rochester, Minnesota? Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he got off the plane. The yeah, story's yeah. out there. Jeremy got off the plane in Minnesota, like, looking. Or, or was vice versa, or was that it? No, I got the, I got, yeah, I got off the plane in, in, uh, what? I got off the plane in New York and was supposed, supposed to be in Minnesota. Supposed to go in Minnesota, right? Oh my gosh! gosh. And, I, and I didn't even know it until I'm renting a car and the lady's like, "Man, we don't have your reservation." And I'm like, "You have to have my reservation. I, my, here's my wizard number at Avis and all yeah, this yeah. shit." And I was like, "Okay." And she's all, "Just call him." And I called him. And I called him. I called Rochester, Minnesota, from the number, <laughs> and the, and that's how I figured it out. I'm standing there at Avis, and they're like, uh, "Where are you at?" And I'm like, "Rochester," and so. Yeah, that was that was that was back in the day when you could take a flight, and they didn't actually check anything on your ID or anything, so you yeah. could get on the wrong flight. You could do anything. Yeah, you anything, right? Like, what? Was, you know, I know. Yeah. Um, Damn. Guess what, I, guess what I did when I discovered that? I started crying. 
Before we let you go, Jeremy, uh, also Arma, a big part of the Arma guys. I get my stuff from Nick. Uh, I use the Blitz all the time, every single ride. Uh, I, I talk to the, in the I, talk, I told some of the people that listen, in the morning, instead of when I cycle on like coffee, it, it kind of upsets me a little bit. So I'll take some fire in the right, morning right. instead of coffee. Fire. Yeah. So I'm really, I've been loving the stuff. I've been, I've been really enjoying it. And uh, so everything's good with the Arma stuff. Yes. Uh, well, I'm psyched you like it. Um, anyone who tries it, we've be, been getting some great feedback. And yeah. obviously one of our, uh, you know, one of the things that we can hang our hat on is that we use the right ingredients and we use the right amount of ingredients that make a difference. So mm-hmm. uh, anyone who hasn't checked out Arma, check it out. It works really good. We have Blitz for your, you know, traditional hydration training, uh, pre, post, and during. And then uh, fire for a little, you know, morning Wake up with some WGCPs in there, which is whole green coffee powder. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, stuff. And then we got the reload for some recovery. So I'm glad you're enjoying it. Arm is doing well. It's a new venture for me, obviously, um, being a partner with these guys on that. And, yeah. Um, of course, we got Chad using it, and we got Adam using it, and those guys are our partners as well. So uh, it's it's good. Arm is going good. We, we're psyched. It's just a lot of work. You know, it takes a long time to get a big wheel yeah, machine, going a business type thing rolling. Competitive, uh, competitive industry help. too. We're doing well. Yeah, competitive industry too. But uh, yeah, the stuff really works. So oh I've, yeah, I've they're loving it. Super competitive. So yeah, um, great. That's cool, man. It's good and, to I, hear. and I just mounted up a set of MXSTs on the uh, on the Yamaha. So I'm looking forward to your big folk, your big partners with the guys at Maxxis. They're sponsoring yeah, yeah. our is, other is shows. Is this so. the first time you you? you is this the first time you're going to try some Maxxis MXSTs? Yeah, yeah. I have Michelin's on. Our, our Michelin sponsors this show. Maxxis sponsors my other show. But I'm going to. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, I use the Michelin's, and now, now I'm putting on the MXST, so I'm looking forward to trying them on my, on my Yamaha. All right. Well, you know what? Maxis has done a great job, too. Those guys put in a lot of effort, and, uh, man, Listen, the tires just amazing. Every one of my shows, I say, developed by Jeremy McGrath. So when I put these on my bike, MC, and I'm going riding, I'm going to call you with tire pressure questions and sidewall characteristics and everything, okay? <laughs> Dude, it's going to be worth a second or two. Make sure you're doing laps. Oh, okay. It's worth a second uh, or two. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> wow. Good, good, enough, good, good enough for wow. me. <laughs> Andy Knapps just ordered a pair. Imagine oh, yeah, if I go, had yeah. a second or two at Daytona. I'd be like fifth. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. MXST on the back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, as always, Jeremy, thank you for your time. Uh, always appreciate catching up and bench racing with you. And uh, I wish we had, you know, current racing to talk about. But hey, uh, what we can get out of you is fine. Thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Oh, Steve, no worries, man. It's been fun. It's always good to catch up. Uh, enjoy chatting with you guys. And um, you know, if you ever need me on, you just give me a shout. I'm there for you. So uh, yeah, and hopefully everyone's staying safe. Um, praying for everyone on that deal and. You know, hopefully we can get back to watching some sports and, and especially watching some Supercross and motocross. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm I'm excited to for that day to happen. But until then, we got to do our part. You know. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, thanks for coming on. All right, guys. All right. Thanks, Enjoy Jeremy. Evening, and thanks again. Thanks, Later, right. Jeremy. That's Jeremy McGrath, everybody. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com. Legend. Is there a cooler guy? No. Nope. I, I can die. I can get COVID now. Yeah. Yep. You'd just be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Be cool. I'm at yeah. peace. I understand. That was sick. Uh, good dude. Always a good dude. I. Um, he's so well-spoken. Listen, I've told this story a ton, but I want you... So in 96, my first year, okay, uh-huh. as a mechanic on the yeah. circuit, I was hanging out with Paggio. He was working for Jimmy Button because Button was on our team. Yeah. So Button's buddies with Jeremy. So I got thrown into these times 
Yeah. With Jeremy and his guys. We went to a show at Honda Troy. Lots of stuff. Anyways. He was 96. He was the king of the world. The guy. And, dude, he was the coolest guy to me who was a greaseball mechanic. I was nobody. It's my first year. I'm from Canada. Blah, blah. You know, I'm nobody. Yeah. He couldn't have been any cooler to me. Like, even in 96 when he was the guy. That's tight. I'm telling you. I Bro, just you, wouldn't it? You like, really notice people when they, you know, when they're on top. He had of it figured like out. Imagine if everybody in our sport had that attitude. We would be a better sport for it, 100. Yeah. percent I like. I can 100 percent guarantee that if everybody had an, you don't have to be Jeremy McGrath. You don't have to be the same as Jeremy McGrath. But if everybody had an attitude and would talk to you and give you just an extra second like that. We'd be in a different place. Yeah. Dude, he, the availability Jeremy McGrath kind of gives to everybody and the media outlets and how no, well spoken he is is just. But, but what I'm saying is like, so he's, good. he's that way now and he's uh, older, so we all have perspective. I'm telling you, in 96, when he had the earrings and the bleach blonde hair and was <laughs> banging the shit out of every chick and winning every race. The guy was cool as shit, always. Yeah. Always. Never never yeah, changed. No ego trip. No, no I'm better dude. than you. And he could have been because he was better like, than everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so easily. Yeah. So anyway, just FYI on that. Uh, fly Racing, flyracing.com. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Been, uh, been listening to you guys off and on throughout the night. So, All right. What, yeah. When's the first time you talked to Jeremy? First time I talked to Jeremy would have been 95. Uh, I was riding B class or intermediate class for you West Coasters. And uh, I was at this track near Daytona, um, 95 or 96. Uh, either way. Um, yeah, I think 96, actually. I was riding B class. And I was pretty good. Like, I got second at Loretta. So I was one of the best, you know, intermediate amateurs yeah. in the country. And um, same deal. Like, he was super nice to me. Um, Stanton too, and actually Lamson. I was the only guy riding with those three. They oh, were yeah? all testing for Honda, and my buddy on the track. So he's like, "Yeah, yeah, come ride." Um, so they were all like super cool, and obviously they were a million times better than I was ever going to be. Uh, but they were so nice and like you know like really humble and no attitude, and it was just a, a really cool experience for me being you know sixteen yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you heard my story before I got on. Like he was always the coolest guy, and he. There's no cameras around when he was talking to me, a greaseball mechanic from Canada, you know? You know, the only time he, I've ever seen him mad was at Geneva in 07. Uh, I, was, I was racing, he was racing, and I got squirrely. He was trying to pass me, and I got squirrely in the whoops and, like, moved over. And I obviously didn't mean to. And he crashed because I moved on him. And... Like, he was long since retired, right? This was yeah. two years past when he made just a couple race comeback. He was so pissed because he knew he only had a certain amount of laps in him, and that forced him to go to the LCQ now. And, he, and like, he was, like, super pissed at me, and then he, like, I think he even caught himself, and he realized that he was just mad at himself for being out of shape. <laughs> and then he, like, later on, like, apologized for it. And I was like, dude, I the last thing I would ever want to do in my life <laughs> Forced Jeremy McGrath to crash. Yeah. <laughs> but trust I me, knew he, was, he was so pissed because he knew he was going to be tired in the main event. Then you're like, listen, I want you to win. MC. <laughs> yeah. I'm here well, for I mean, you. We're each other, but like, I mean, come on, like I'm gonna, you know, get out of shape on purpose and force you to crash. Yeah. and like obviously it was totally my fault, but yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, so uh, you listened to Dave Prater, Mike Mewy on the show. Yeah. You've read some stuff with Dave today. 
you know, they're, they're doing a little bit of a PR push, and I think they're doing a good job of it. What's your takeaway from everything you've heard from the Feld guys tonight and, and today? Well, I think they're doing a good job of just being transparent. And, you know, I think the thing that's frustrated me the most is just seeing some of the feedback from, uh, you know, and I'm going to say it's probably the most casual of fans because they want hard answers and they, they think that they're holding back information or, you know, I just keep seeing this as like, just cancel it if you don't know what you're going to do. And I'm like, what? Like, how is that going to accomplish anything? The goal for everybody is we want to go racing. The series wants to go racing. The riders want to go racing. And the yeah. real fans that I know want to watch racing. So I, I just don't get that approach. I, I don't get the needless, you know, kind of just cheap shots. Because, listen, it's not life is not easy for these guys. Basically, everyone they work with got laid off. Their whole world got turned upside down. So, I mean, just like everybody else, they're doing the best they can. So how about let's cut them a little slack and let this thing play out? Hey, Jason, did you yes, did you look at any of the um, profiles of the comments that said you should just end it? <laughs> I, I didn't, but I know where you're going with it. Because sure. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a three somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> Like for oh, you're sure, like Tomac oh, Tomac. yes, yeah. Tomac fans yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, and yeah. just a lot of it was. It wasn't even so much that they wanted; they were just wanting just to cancel it because whether it was NBC Sports Gold app stuff or I was just like, guys, like, how do you think? Look at the world around you. There is no certainty in anything. Not with employment. Not with social distancing. Not with literally any aspect of this virus. Period. Around the world, there's no certainty in anything. So how do you expect these guys to be able to tell you when we're going racing again? Like, I just yeah, I just don't get it. It yeah. kind of drives me nuts because I know how hard everybody's trying to find some sort of some sense of normalcy. And guys taking shots like that, it's like, okay, let's go to your, your place of employment and you give us hard answers about what's going on. Yeah. You know, like yeah. nobody can. No, absolutely not. Uh, fly racing, flyracing.com. How's things at WPS slash fly racing JT? What's it like? The reps are visiting dealers or no kind of told to stay off the road or how's um, that going? It's a little bit of, yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk to somebody in one part of the country and it's, I don't want to say normal, but maybe a little bit more normal. Yep. Uh, you know, if they're in a very sparsely, uh, you know, populated area, it, it's a little bit more business as usual. Maybe it's, Maybe some dealers are closed, but some are open. And then you go, you talk to a dealer in a metro area, and, and everything's just completely shut down. So, um, you know, the biggest thing is we're trying to do the best job we can for dealers that are doing business. Obviously, our all of our online retailers are uh, they're doing lots of business right now and mm-hmm. trying to uh, carry on, you know, service for everybody. So. It's tough. Um, most of our workforce are working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, ro- a, a rotation of people going in and out of the office, just trying to keep everybody safe. Um, but yeah, we're, I mean, we're definitely still open for business. It's just a, it's a challenging time trying to find the best way to go about it. Speaking of uh, WPS, firepower parts, uh, Kyle Chisholm using the battery in the chain, GDR running the battery, a lot of riders running the, the A-Ray running a battery as well. We're going to give away either a chain or a battery from the folks at Firepower uh, Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com. You can pick a battery, or if you're like RM Army, you can just pick a chain. 
uh, either one. So uh, go ahead. Come kick it over here, bro. Come kick it at RM Army? Yeah. JT is no longer a member of RM Army. He's, he, That's all right. He got booted out. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'm still one in my heart. I just don't have a motorcycle right now. Uh, okay. See? I don't know if that counts, Jeez. but okay. All hey, right, well, uh, I'm a, I got a Ferrari. It's in my heart. I just don't have one. <laughs> yeah, but just, you never yeah. had a Ferrari I'm before. A of Ferrari Nation. You never had a Ferrari before, okay? Okay. JT had a Suzuki and then just doesn't have a bike right now. Okay, all right. You got, good point. He's still marching. All right, okay, good point. He's still marching. <laughs> all right. He just doesn't got the colors. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of that, I was going to mention um, just some things we're trying to do. Like, everybody's trying to find ways to, to help businesses, and obviously saw David Villeman building that bike, and, and everyone's just trying to find a way to – to help right yep um so one thing we're gonna do we are uh normally all of our current fly products are full msrp um that's how we sell everything so for the month of april we're gonna do 10 percent off um so everything that fly racing sells will be 10 percent off across the board so all of our retailers will have that ability um so that's pretty cool and then another thing that i mean i'm a little bit more excited about is we're also going to pass on to every customer, if you buy a fly racing helmet, you'll get a pair of uh, free fly racing goggles. If you buy a pair of uh, a set of pant jersey, you'll get a free pair of gloves. And if you, get a, if you buy a pair of fly boots, you'll get a free pair of fly socks. Oh, so nice. Gonna be, yeah, that'll be honored across all of our platforms. Um, so basically the way you do it, go on social media, post a picture of what you bought and then direct message us uh, a picture, you know, proof of purchase basically. Yep. yep. Um, and then we will direct ship you the free product. Cause oh, obviously nice. it gets real, it gets difficult to do through dealers with the free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go to your dealer or your online retailer, buy one of those three things, we will direct ship you the free item past that. Wow. Good job. Fly racing, fly racing.com. That's pretty nice. cool. Um, no, nah, that's cool. Awesome. Um, are the Jason Wygant, Voiceover is the best thing you've seen, um, dude. It was pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. I loved it. Me and Addy were dying. I, honestly, there there was one, there was one with his kid that was on Supercross the game three. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when he when he about lost it over when Baggett went over the berm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like I was in it. I I for sure listened to uh, the rest of the lap. I like the one with the dog barking and then he said, "There it is." There it is. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. I think you know, honestly what made it for me is is a lot of people have been doing those Joe Buck and all yeah. and they were all pretty terrible. Yeah. Um I didn't see anything that really impressed me. So I think I was most excited that Weege was absolutely the best across all sports that I saw. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, and, I, and we know his hatred of dogs. So him anytime yeah. he hates dogs, dogs. He doesn't like dogs, dude. He hates what? Dogs. Yeah. Not a fan. Damn. Wow, what a terrible person. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I look at him 100% different Well, now. make sure you tell him that, yeah. I yeah. will. Yeah, no, he hates dogs. He I, doesn't like dogs. Nope. Nope. They, they cost money. Alien. They cost money. They He's could, not human. They could bite people. I forget all his answers, human. all his reasons why. He hasn't met Drake yet. Uh, yeah, I don't think it matters. He just doesn't. Like I don't, dogs. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna sway him. Right, right. <laughs> wow. Uh, JT. So, um, Tiger King. These guys are only on episode four, though. Yeah, I mean, it, we're we're gonna have to do a, a podcast on it. I'm kind of waiting for you to tell me when we're gonna do it. Uh, but Baby there, Jesus, there invite lot, me to that podcast. A lot to unpack on that. podcast. I'm calling in. We need to. I need to watch it again if we're gonna do that because I need to take notes. Yeah, no, we definitely, I mean, I think there's enough time. 
I'm pretty sure we all have time to pull that off at the moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank God for Tiger King right now. So it's can can I please be in some part of that podcast? Sure, yeah, please. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I want to be in. Uh, and I'm changing my will tonight. Uh, in to case of disappearance, disappearance, disappearance <laughs> death or, or, or death. Disappearance. Death or disappearance. Yes. <laughs> death or disappearance. Yes. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. And okay. then I will um I will be starting a pizzeria. Okay. Soon. Yeah. Um I'll be back behind Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I will be Hey, seriously though, like as much as I love that, how much is that Joe Exotic guy is a complete moron. Like I love him. Oh, like what are you doing? You're allowing people to film you? talking about you're going to hire somebody to kill somebody like what yeah what are you doing there's so many questions yeah but do you i haven't gotten to that part but do you think that it was like one of those things where it was like totally 100 percent serious yeah it was yeah he hates carol yeah yeah oh yeah okay here's look at those those videos he was making like the the make-believe videos shooting her in the head i'm pretty sure yeah with the dummy okay you can't do that okay who Uh. who's a better person joe or Carol? Stop it. I can't make that choice. <laughs> That's no for the who podcast. is a better person? No, because Joe, Joe or Carol? Joe, it, you'll find out at the end that Joe did some shitty things. Yes. So Yes, he has. But Joe? No, I can't. Or they're, Carol? They're equal. They're equal. You Just have to pick don't one. Put my guy if Jeff, you had don't to put call my guy somebody Jeff don't put my to guy come Jeff help you. No, no, no. Would it, would it be Carol or would it be Joe? Carol. No, I who's a better Joe. person, Joe I don't or know. Carol? I don't know, JT. I don't know, man. Like, this stuff, like, I'm pretty sure Carol murdered someone, so let's start there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But the stuff that Joe did with those kids that he married, I don't know, man. Like, there's a special place in hell for anybody who can manipulate, you know, like, even if they're 17 or 18, like, that's still, the guy's like 50 years old. Yeah, but, bro, um, you can get a divorce. You can't come back to life. Yeah, but, dude, he was, like, giving them meth and keeping them high on meth so he could do what he desired to do. Like, it, it's it's all bad. I mean, trust me, um, this is a whole sicko mode type of film. That's why you can't. That's why. Stay off my guy Jeff, though. It's bad with bad. Jeff was the elephant guy? No. Who's no. Jeff? Oh, maybe you haven't Summer seen Jeff. Jeff Lowe. Maybe you Jeff Lowe. Lowe. Jeff, Jeff Lowe. Lowe. Oh, dude. Jeff's the most business. He's a businessman, bro. Yeah, the winner in this whole deal is Oakley. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, right? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that Oakley hat with his do rag. And see, and see, like I'm partial to the old Oakley logo, so I like that. I like that logo. That's the old school retro logo. Dude, like my guy wears the bandana with the Oakley hat so hard. Oh, dude. Um. All right, JT. Well, uh, I guess I, ha- I wish I had more to ask you or talk to you about. Uh, it's awesome you, what you guys are doing at Fly Racing there, um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, so. I think everybody, yeah. you know, it's going to be hard for us, too. It's not like we're we're immune to all the, you know, business difficulties. But at the same time, if we can find ways to help people get by and, and also get them, you know, into Fly Racing, let's do it. So, um I've heard more cool ideas from not even necessarily people I work with, but just yeah. across all things of cool ideas to help people, cool ideas for new business. I, you know, like I think once this all is a memory and we can look back on it and it, it's not so stressful, um, I think there's going to be a lot of good that comes from it. I really do. So uh, yeah, um, I, I think find I, a positive. And there might be a more appreciative 
um, sort of a, a more appreciative society, maybe? Not, probably not. We'll probably just I, all I know in. I will be. Um, right. I, I get super jaded about a lot of things, about travel and about going to the races and, and a lot of things that I'm so fortunate to have and do in my life. And I get really just jaded. Like I said, like I, I take it for granted and I'm not enthusiastic. And I can tell you right now, I've never been more excited to get back to my normal life. So um, if nothing else comes good of this, uh, I know that I've gained a lot of perspective. So if life goes back to normal, can we just at least like lock JT in his house for a week every year or something? Because his tweets, his <laughs> tweets have been great. Uh, actually, you know that kind of that kind of leads me to my race tech rant. Actually, oh boy, sure. sorry. Racetech.com, pulp twenty is the code to save with those guys. Uh, Chris Kiefer and Alex Ray coming up here shortly. Here's my rant: like some of you people need to calm down. Like the world is not ending. I. I I, the people, there's some people on Twitter. There's people on like sort of comments on message boards. Like it's this is a bad situation. There are people dying. There are also plenty of people recovering from this virus, and it is shitty deal. No one wants to see anybody die. But literally, this is not Armageddon. Like like you, nobody's coming and looting your house. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Like lock everything up. Get a gun. I've seen that because people are going to come steal your shit. Yep. I've seen that. Uh, I just. Calm down, everybody. Like, the, the curve is already flattening in some spots in the world. Not here yet, but in some spots of the world. The people that are like, dude, this is this is it. This is society is ending. Like, calm down. Hey, do you think, where do we stand on China's reports right now? We don't stand anywhere on that. <laughs> right? I, oh, I my don't God. Yeah. I don't no. buy it at all. No, no. I don't. What I, are they saying? It's just how, how how good it is or how better it is, I guess, how much better it is now. Well, yeah. and they are back. Like, their businesses are up and running. And you can you can even track it from their, you know, their CO2 emissions and stuff like that. Like, they're definitely back in business more than they were. But I think their death toll and the amount of people sick had were way yeah. more than they left. Oh, I'm sure. But South Korea is a reportable good country, and they're, they're getting things rolling a little bit, you know? So... I, I feel like that would be a country that I would trust a little more. Yeah, well, I think South Korea, they, yeah, they're they're more transparent. I, I just think China, oh, they were the first, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I just think it escalated to a, a much worse place because they're scared of the blame game that's going to go on. But what about these people like my race tech rant? These people that are like, there's some people, rational people that are losing their minds. I have a friend that sent me a gun. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. See? Yep. Yeah. It's on. It's on the way. Right there, you go. Dang. Wow. Can yeah. you can you send a gun in the mail? Can you do that? Uh, you have to send it to a gun shop. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah wow, I, I just like that's kind of gnarly. I just I don't I don't I'm not there. I'm having a hard time with that one. I mean, I'm trying to get toilet paper. Don't get me wrong. You got three extra rolls. In <laughs> I know. The spare no, ma- I got we, spare one. We've got eleven. Well, bro, don't be saying shit like that yeah. live on the radio. Right, right, right. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? What are you going to say? The address next like, too, dude. Every, everybody needs to just calm down. This is we're all doing a good job. We can all work better and and do this, but um, the world is not ending. You don't no. need to barricade yourself in your house and, and all of that. Stop it. Stop it. You know. So I, you know what? I, I think the the worry was founded for because when people lose their jobs and they don't have any money and there's no food, people get desperate. And, and I'm not saying it's going to happen everywhere, but we've seen it before. I mean, we it's not like we've never seen looting and rioting and stuff go on. 
so it's it's not beyond the beyond comprehension that it could happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think some people are more anxious than others. It's still really mellow here. You know, there is quarantining and uh, people are staying away from each other. But like, I go for runs, you know, on my lunch hour and after work and stuff, and people are, you know, waving and hey, neighbor. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah, totally like Pleasantville still here. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Don't get me wrong, but you know, look, and our president—he's—he's he's an idiot. But to tweet out—no, no, no, he's an idiot. But to tweet out, President Trump is killing people with his with his you know his his uh his uh strategies or his tweets or like easy on that. Like he's not doing it. He's trying to run the country. He's trying to make the you know. There's a lot of things going on in the world, and again, I'm not a fan. But like, I've seen tweets that are like, "The death, the blood is on his hands." <laughs> like, oh. w- like what? Yeah. Like, was the blood on Bush's hands for uh, Katrina? <laughs> you know what I mean? For like, I, yeah. Or was that Obama? Was that Obama or Bush? I don't, I don't know. Um, Bush. But, uh, well, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like he, he didn't do this. Trump didn't do yeah, this. Katrina was in 05. I, I know you don't. You, I know you hate Trump, and I know all that. But Trump didn't do this. He doesn't have blood on his hands. He's listening to people trying to. Figure yeah, things I out feel like, like everybody if anything, else. he's almost being a little overly precautious to make sure. Mm, no, he's more of a, he's being more on the other side. But but I, and regardless, yeah, I not, shouldn't get into politics. This isn't his fault. Yeah, yeah this isn't his fault. To everybody, the situation. Yeah, 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 there's no blood on his hands here. No, you know, I just I can't deal with that. I can't I f- deal with that. I feel like a lot of it too, and I. People are going to call me crazy, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But I feel like a lot of it is from all these fucking movies, too, that we've seen in the last fucking 10 <laughs> well, years. Blame JT. Blame JT. Epidemics. He's, he's fucking... tweeting about contagion. Dude, that's have you I'm seen saying. I Am Legend, dude? Bro, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. All those movies uh, were I don't... fake. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm just I'm putting it out there. They were fake. I'm just making sure people fucking know. Okay? And well, then you, you see sure? it. Blame our buddy JT on the line here. He's tweeting about contagion last week. <laughs> I mean, they're good tweets, but fuck it. I mean, it's fake, and people yeah. have to realize that y- the world is not coming to an end. I just... Uh... It, it's going to be okay. They're making more toilet paper as we speak. The the grocery stores are. I've got eggs a couple days ago. Yeah, I just. I, it's I gonna just, be all that's, right. That's my race tech rant. Calm down, calm down. Pulp mix race tech. Pulp mix. Pulp twenty is the code to save at racetech.com. You with me on that, JT? Yeah, but I'm gonna be honest. I've I've got to have some sort of human interaction soon. <laughs> since I've talked to anybody, like I don't know. You know, like I, I've never been put in like the hole in prison or anything, right. like solitary confinement. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm approaching that. Right, like, right, right. I'm in a lo- very luxurious solitary confinement right now. Can, I just uh, want, I just want everybody to calm down. JT, yeah. we can, uh, we can uh, organize a Skype call if you want. <laughs> That's not. I, the... I, I've been on Skype. Yeah. I have been on Skype. I have to do a lot of Skype for work. Bro, go but... hit up Max. It's it, there are good there's good days and bad days. I've had some days where JT's <laughs> at an all time well. low. Yeah. Well. He's uh, like, I need my race frame. Speaking, speaking of Tiger King, Chris is on too. Chris, you want to attack some more Tiger King? Yeah, I just want to uh let you guys know that our, our sheriff here in Hillsboro has actually posted a uh, um a message to Facebook that they're gonna reopen the case 
and anyone that has information, they're looking forward to uh, anybody that has any new information. And, again, they're going to try to reopen the case to look at Carol. Fuck yeah, oh, they dude, are. Check, check. All right, Pulpit Max listeners, if you have any intel on the Tiger King Carol, <laughs> make sure you call in. They, they call 702. in. Tweet. <laughs> they should have dusted that van for Prince is what they should have done. That's, what that, that's step one. Somebody put that van at the airport. Somebody get the van. Pulpit Max listeners, we need to no. gang together. Carol is guilty. Oh, boy. Guarantee there's cheating hey, and on. listen, about the whole toilet paper thing, <laughs> yep. worst case scenario, all you have to do is do the waffle stomp. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm taking a shower before I do the waffle stomp, bro. You got to do the waffle stomp <laughs> in the shower. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, could you all imagine, right, night, can you imagine these, <laughs> you know, these uh, congressmen, whenever she shows up to, like, lobby for animal rights in her cheetah print shoes and dress, they're like, Somebody get this quack out of our building. Like, yeah. I just can't even imagine what they have to go. And, and she's probably one of many just complete kooks that come in there to lobby for their cause, yeah. and they have to just deal with it. Yeah. No, no absolutely. No, JT, about. this is what I want you to fucking imagine. I want you to imagine that the two greatest thing that Pulp MX has ever done is Nets, and solving the fucking case of the murder case of oh, Carol's ex-husband. They're not going to... Listen, that's cool. He's reopening it. Good job. Look at... What are they going to find, dude? It's been dude, a long time. Check the fucking sewer, like Joe said. The sewer? Check yeah. the sewer. For 30 years? Underneath, underneath the... Underneath do the something. Sewer. Check the sewer. <laughs> okay. Underneath the septic tank. Yep. All right. All right. And then the contagion is fake. That's also... But it's also the news we got that. <laughs> I am legend was not real. <laughs> Um, hey, JT, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Oh, shit. S- stay safe. Thank you, thank you for everything, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Thanks, man. All right, send someone oh, wait. to check on me if what? you don't hear from me. I will. Before we let you go, the Western Raceway Challenge, let's get your opinion. Let's weigh in on this. So did I stay within 12 seconds of Kiefer, and did Kiefer stay within th- two seconds of A-Ray? What's, what's your uh, I prediction? Examine the video. Okay, examine all right. the video. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm going to say yes, that you stayed within 12 uh-huh. of, of Kiefer, but no on two. Was it two or three? It was two. Two, no. He did not stay within two. He did not stay within two. Okay. No. All right. I'm gonna, it was more like, I'm going to say it was like a three, three to four. Because A-Ray can full send it. Like, he, he scares me every time he, he goes into that. Into that mode, bro. That mother, he does. That to freaking all of guy us. can do a hot lap, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's uh. Well, when, when do we get the results of this? The video should be out this week. Okay. Yep. Uh, with the PC video. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, right behind the PC shot video. <laughs> Coming with it. Coming okay, with perfect. it. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, JT. All right, guys. See you. All right, thank you. That's Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Adam Entignap, Tyler Entignap here. Brought to you by Skosh, of course. Skosh.com, guys on board with us quickly let's uh let's get to our next couple of guests here uh first up he's uh national number 61 in your program number one in your heart it's uh alex ray what's up hey ray uh not too much just sitting here you know do you know just recapping the weekend you know yeah no, i know i hear you good one also on the line for kiefer ink testing and pulp mx it's chris kiefer what's up kiefer how are you Hey, guys. How are you? Good to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. So the Western Raceway Challenge happened 
this past weekend. Um, it seems like got a split, a lot of split decisions on what actually happened, and you'll have to watch the video coming out this week. Uh, Bobby at two three nine films is hooking it up for us. Um, but um, hey, listen, first off, Kiefer. So you went yep. there for a Michelin ride day to Western Raceway. You went there for a Michelin ride day we did a couple years ago. Uh, I sensed a little bit of uh, disappointment at the track, I guess, back then. Uh, not too happy, not satisfied. But uh, you, you came back. You gave it another try, Western. And uh, you were much impressed this time. Yeah, actually, from the first time I went out, I, I, uh, it was a little dry. The track kind of didn't make sense in area. So hoping that going off of your word you know said it got better so went out and tried it again and dude it was really fun it had it way it was obviously all smooth and graded for us but uh man the lines burned in really nice and fun flowy track and yeah it's cool hey ray you liked it out there yeah yeah i mean it was it was awesome it that one rock and that turn bit me pretty good but uh other than that <laughs> uh, you know i mean other than that i like the switchbacks it had uh had some great jumps right. you know some that you could just hit as fast as you could and then others you know you sort of had a time so right um <laughs> you know a lot of different things um great wide open straightaways which yeah. i like so yeah, you guys can it was awesome you guys can understand when i show up there and and jason's watered it and groomed it you can understand my joy of riding right both of you like this is what i oh, get like dude. this is right bro i mean when we showed up there it was a little like it was a little cold I was like, oh, man. But yeah, it was snowing, dude. Okay. The track was chocolate cake, bro. It was snowing? It wasn't snowing. You know what I cold. like most about it? What? It's like it smelled like wet desert. For people that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Kiever. It always comes back to that. <laughs> Look at I'm telling you, nothing smells better than wet desert. <laughs> I can tell you probably three things right now that smells better than wet desert, name, dog. Name one. Name one. Uh, race gas. Oh, nope. MR Pro 6. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So what? It, okay, well, Bro, I say it I is. I not see any dishwashers out there, honestly. <laughs> no, that's a real trap. Yeah, I don't know where to turn. Right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> or dead bodies. But you guys get it when I've talked about how I enjoy riding out there. Like, it's just, it's mint, right? Yeah, if you got yeah, a I mean, track, it's, got the the cake, track it's like a private date. Right, right, exactly. It's, it's, it's just amazing. So, um, yeah, it was interesting. So, we laid down laps as we talked. I talked about the format earlier. And Mark's, as, as we talked about, watching A-Ray go out there. Oh, it's a it's a treat. <laughs> It really is a treat. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give it away. But at one point, Kiefer was watching A Ray and said, "I don't want it that bad." <laughs> That's, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna give it away. A Ray did some shit, and I looked over at Mathis like, "Oh fuck it, if he's going that hard, I ain't going that hard." <laughs> no bullshit, bullshit. I heard you rev your bike more than you have ever revved your bike in your life. That was an OT coming down the straightaway. I just wanted to rip. <laughs> no, Kiefer, Kiefer just downshifted down the straightaway for A Ray. Oh, dude, right? Oh, that's music to my ear. Kiefer <laughs> was a little Barsha esque. Yes, and A Ray. Yeah. A Ray, you said that. Yeah, I was like, I've never seen him sprint like this before. So he was. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it was. It was smell a the wet desert. I was in my element. Yeah, I fucking felt it. I needed to send it. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I wish uh, I could have yeah. been there. Yeah, we and thanks to Lit hey. Pro too. Thanks to Lit Pro for hooking it up. We got we got 
little lit pro charts and you know everything laid out very yeah. scientific Kiefer well, even got have... Kiefer even got two extra um two extra laps because he couldn't figure out the lit pro wow <laughs> no i did yeah. what a vet I move i just screwed it up what a vet yeah. move. Yeah, he did that just that to try was, to get an edge. That was hella on I'm purpose. So I, I don't know what the fuck technology is, man. <laughs> Bro. I don't use yeah, this don't type even, of that, stuff. That Yamaha you're riding has got, like, Bluetooth mapping on it, dude. You know technology. You're full of shit. That was a vet move right there. Yeah. Full vet hey. race move. <laughs> hey, so what's, what's, so where are my apps? Like, I'm curious to know who has my back and who doesn't. Um, I've been saying every single time Kiefer within two seconds. Yeah, and what about, I, and what about I told everybody that Kiefer got I think, it. I think Steve's within two. Okay, I mean within twelve. Within twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, thought that was a really good layout and then J- of everything. And JT thought that you did not stay within two of A Ray, but that I stayed within twelve of you. And mm, uh, Talon didn't have my back. Shocking. Talon does not think I stayed within twelve of you, but you do think he stayed within two of A Ray, Talon. Sure, let's go with that. Oh, you did not. I I had you yeah out, but I don't know if I had Kiefer within. Okay. That's on a bubble. It could go either way. And Marks, you said it would be close. I mean, I was there. Oh, so. that's oh yeah. Right. I kind of know. What <laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah, Marks. What do you think? <laughs> but, if you were yeah. there. Someone else. But we Marks, had, we had, Marks, when you without you with, when Marks was there without you knowing and just looking at what we were doing, which which way were you leaning? Uh, I mean, without knowing, I would have said. Um, I no, this said, will give it away if you say that because it's going to be the opposite. No, answer. you don't know. We don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to blow Kiefer, it. Keeper, I, I will say it. this right. though. I will say this, and I'm sorry. I know that A Ray's mid Supercross season, and this motherfucker can do a hot lap, dude. It pisses me <laughs> off. He, it pisses me <laughs> off. We were, I watch this for, and I am like, we were. Nope. Tr- I said the same thing at a couple Supercross. I ain't doing that shit. We fuck we, that A Ray. We were. Nope. <laughs> We were trackside, and we heard and saw everything like, real close. <laughs> How many times did you think A-Ray was going to go down a lap? Uh, there was, well, A-Ray, when we went for the warm-up. Before, Dude, it was a warm-up. <laughs> but, but before, before the contest, I was riding backwards on the, like, off to the track. I was off the track, uh-huh. riding back to the pit. And he comes over this tabletop on the far right, and he lands far right, <laughs> bounces far left, bounces back far right. And Dude. I, it was flat ground. I don't know, I, I don't know what happened. Every <laughs> fucking weekend in Supercross, dude. Dude. Every no, week. Every week. Dude, Maybe time qualifying? Time qualifying. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. One, Racing? No. Uh-uh. After you crashed really hard at Tampa, <coughs> you got you calmed down a little bit because you were I still really sore. You had to. Yeah. yeah, you had to to survive, but then you were starting to get back to your true self. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. So it was there was one whole, point when uh, A-Ray was on in his hot lap that we were watching. If you guys ever watch guys that um, race sidecars, and how the monkey hangs off the side. Yes. There yes. was this switchback that you could have swore there was a monkey on the side of A-Ray's side because the way he was Remember fucking that, leaning. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, my God, I dude. I can't breathe. The track's going left. He's off the right like a monkey on a sidecar. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see oh, the video. So, oh, fuck. Bro, I made it work. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the funny thing, so after we were done, uh, A-Ray, A-Ray goes out and hurts his knee. Like, not, not in doing anything. Like, hurts his knee, and then he's limping. Well, don't be telling people that shit. And then Kiefer, oh, we got months. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Kiefer, yeah, over, good. Kiefer over jumps this little wall jump, tweets an ankle. Try, 
trying to get a banger for Instagram, by the way. Trying to do a banger. Yeah. So it wasn't even for a hot lap? No, banger. No, it was no. an Instagram photo that's on his Instagram. <laughs> hey, I bet it looked dope, though. And then I, oh, it did. And I it back out good. of this double. I back out of this double and slide off the oh, face. Oh, yeah, I know. And, You're all road rashed right. up on your and I, shit. My heel is bruised, and I, I can't ride my mountain bike right now. One uh, day of time qualifying, dude. and all of you guys are Everybody. fucked up. And yeah. Mark's and Mark's broke a head pipe and <laughs> it's just a disaster. You didn't and he, make Aiden it. Aiden freaking hey. high sided over a rock. Oh dude. yeah, Aiden ate shit. Yeah, Aiden ate shit. Hey, so the awesome. whole it's squad, like, you, know you ride, the whole you know squad weeded. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Eric. No, uh, uh, oh, Vaj, Vaj made it. Vaj survived. He was one our guy. Bu- our buddy Vaj. Yeah, he made it. Oh great. But you guys know, like when you ride, like okay, you do a moto, you have a few buddies, but you know you're out, you know whatever the track, local track, and or your local sand track next to your house, and you're riding, and then you come around the corner, and you see all these mysterious footprints that are around the middle of the fucking track. Someone someone must have ate shit. And then I look over. As soon as I see the footprint marks, I look over, and I see fucking Steve with the ride of shame just just riding back to the fucking track. Just done, dude. (laughs) Done. His visor was all crooked and shit. Oh, fuck. Visor. Visor, um, Yeah, I just ate crap. And uh, and the scary thing was, was I was playing it safe. Like, I came out of a corner. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, face is watered. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not going to jump this. And then I just slid off this thing. I yeah, just slid off this thing. He's going to beat his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Cody we're, we're your, on 100%. We're on the landing. Okay, uh, on 100% for reals note, how nervous were you guys when you <laughs> went out for the fucking oh, hot okay. lap? Okay, let me start. Because I, when I race Tyler, yeah. it doesn't matter every time. I feel like I'm on a fucking Dude, super cross race. I was a bundle of nerves. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I cannot believe. Everyone's watching, right? Yes. We have the whole track to ourselves because we're just doing two laps, two laps, two laps. Yeah. And I was legitimately like nervous. Like arms, <laughs> like arms were nervous. I was, I was like shaking. Like I'm like, oh shit, you know? <laughs> So I don't know how you guys were, but that's that's how I was. Keeper, I'll tell you how I way felt. too many times that day. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you how I felt. Okay, right before the freaking sprint lap, it feels like all right. You're sitting about 39th in qualifying. <laughs> I know this because I know this because I've sucked before. Okay, you're sitting 39th in qualifying. You got one more fucking qualifier to go, and the track's getting fucking faster. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck! Everybody's gotten faster. Yeah. Last practice. If I don't I do it right now, I'm not one. gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I do or fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Western. This is Western Raceway on a Friday afternoon. Oh shit! No, uh, complete <laughs> off season. Don't even know when we're gonna ride. There's nobody the out whole, there but us. Hey, the whole hospital's full of coronavirus, and we're no, in full fucking sand, ambulance. dude. Paramedic in hey. sight, dude. For at least 50 hey, listen, miles. listen. You don't need a fucking gate drop to make a race. All you have to do is get a few buddies and say, we're going to race, and the nerves go, and you have nerves. That's oh, it. The, oh, it's I, so good. I love it. Give me back. I, I blame the Lit Pro guys. We, 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 we te- we, it was on. It was on. Oh, God. Oh. Thank God Travis didn't have a stopwatch because imagine the horse shit that would have came from that. No. Like him not hey, clicking I- it at the right time and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, oh, was, uh, I, was su- I was trying so freaking hard, guys, to blow out the berms when I was out there. So I, 
Yeah. I just wanted them to come around because I would like come back in like, oh, watch out, that corner's all jacked up. So they Whoa. didn't know where I was going, right? And so I was fucking slamming berms, trying to blow everything out so those guys had no line. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's straight and, up backyard bullshit move and right the first there. I time, love it. The first time out for me, I Kiefer went first, I went out second. Kiefer, some of Kiefer's lines were, were different than mine. Yeah. From, from, and, and so the track was uh, dry already. So when Kiefer went out, he made the fresh dirt. Yeah. So I was out there on my hot lap going, that, I see his line. Oh, my God. Is that better? Should yeah, I, should take, I that? take his line? Should I, take should I, leave? Should right. I stick to my line? Yeah, yeah. And so I blew a couple corners. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Just stick to my lines. Like, just, do my, just do my lines. Just the ones that I know. You know what I mean? And oh, Avery, why am I changing this up? And Avery, I was telling you that. I'm like, Avery, I just, I just roll. I go inside. I shorten that track up. And Avery's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it shortened up A-Ray's fucking fifth gear tapped around the other. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A Ray is not shortening the track up, but he's telling me I should yeah. shorten the track up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's like a A-Ray 50 dad. He doesn't even know where he's going. You can't say that. He doesn't know where he's going. No, I think A Ray disagreed with my strategy. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Was that's like, all. if you're not doing the jump, you got to inside, yeah. inside. Inside, 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 Steve. It's the shortest way around the track, it's the fastest way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, anyways. my dumb ass hit a freaking tabletop fifth gear pin that was about 10 feet long, dude. <laughs> oh, we all uh, seen the video, A Ray. And, uh, and also. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, Kiefer rode A-Ray's bike, and A-Ray was shitting his pants. Like, he, had, he didn't adjust his sag, and he was all stressed. And Kiefer comes back and was like, it's pretty good. And A-Ray was like, yeah, he likes my bike. <laughs> yeah, I was, hey, that was probably the shocking thing of the day. It was like, I rode A-Ray's bike, expecting the worst. I'm like, wow, this thing's actually pretty dang good. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. Bro. I, I got this suspension, and I have not set the sag. I have no idea what ballpark spark it's at it could either be oh my god a ray no, just don't even say anything just just leave a ray if his sag's at 90 he'll do better than if he fixes it if <laughs> right. he if a ray's got a perfect bike bend that shit and he will rip that thing dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro adam oh how gosh. many times have we lined up to the for the lcq and you look over and my bars are just fucking <laughs> big <laughs> Dude, bars bent. I, every time, at least there's some fucking dirt somewhere on your jersey. I'm oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, we're yeah, at yeah. it, bro. And then he looks at me. He's like, hey, bro, we going to run a clean race or are we not going to run a clean race? How we do it? <laughs> <laughs> bro, what's about to happen? Dude? Yeah. Are we are we T-boning each other? I'm like, oh, you T-boning me? He's like, oh. It's do or die. <laughs> I say LCQ is LCQ, bro. Oh, boy. I- hey, seven deuce deuce. I will give you five bucks next Next time I see you, that's a lot of money, but I just got paid from Pulpamex. So I will give you five whole dollars if you put the uh, paper right there, what it says about Kate on the on the video. <laughs> can, can anybody see that? I don't know what it says. It just says Kate's like Kate likes dick. <laughs> okay. uh, I didn't know you did that, anyway. Yeah, that's it. Even hey, well, Adam right. added to it right there. Yeah, I said okay. right. yes, he does. Okay, right uh, at the okay. bottom. Fantastic. If you guys right. can good, see good. that, we're all twelve now. Yes, right. he does. Okay, cool. Right. Um, you owe me five. I don't have a job. All guy. right, boys. Well, listen, it was a fun day. The video video will be out soon, and. uh I don't want to feel those I nerves until we have to line up for hopefully <laughs> Florida National. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big, oh, big day at Western. Lap. I want to thank Jason at Western for letting us come out there. I want to thank Lit Pro, of course, 239 Films for capturing. That was your guy, Talon, your 239 Films guy. So, Yeah, I don't actually know him. I've just seen him at the races oh. before. Oh, you don't know him? 
No, just yeah. mutual. I don't okay. know. Just seen him at the races. All right. All right. He was a good guy. Thanks for finding You could tell they were it, dead dudes, too, because they were looking at the track and like, oh, yeah, and they were all into it. And it, we talked about works racing. They were like, yeah, works racing. Yeah, A-Ray, A-Ray, A-Ray come, come out the works races. Oh, God. Yeah, for sure. Don't even. Don't even let A-Ray within the vicinity. Uh-uh. That's a swap waiting to happen. Could you imagine me just going through Dude, the Dude, I – okay, let's put it this way. Open. Let's put it this way. A-Ray, A-Ray, I know you don't like to get called sketchy, but you're so sketchy so often that I'm not worried about you swapping. I feel like you'd pull it off. I just feel bad for whatever would happen to your bike. That's I'm what not I was worried about, about you at all. I think you could pull it off because you're like the pull-off master. I, I think thought that, you were about to say, like, save the environment, like you felt bad for the planet. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. That, too. But I think the whole thing's like, you just got to keep that bike good, bro. You got a couple months. You don't got a job. You like me. You got to keep that bike fresh, bro. Fresh. Yeah, I hear you. They raised, like, just... Ricky Carmichael 2001. What do you just, mean? Yeah, oh, just hammering. Yeah. Hammering, swapping, doesn't crash. Yep, pretty much. Somehow pulls it off, dude. Somehow okay, guys. It off. Um, well, it was fun. Thanks to both of you guys for coming up here. Hope it, is Aiden all right? Is he going to live? Yeah, he's he's limping around. He's good. All right. Why do you yell at him when he crashes? That's what A Ray was saying. You yell at him when he crashes. So I talked about that. I did a podcast this week. I talked about me yelling at him because I <laughs> I try to yell at him when he does really dumb shit, and what he did could have been bigger than what has happened. So. After I knew he was okay, and I'm like, you good? Yeah, yeah, nothing's broken. And then I start ripping his ass. I mean, we all crash. Everybody crashes. I mean, you know, geez. Yeah, but if here's the thing. With a 14-year-old, if you're not in his ass, uh, A-Rod, wow. please. What, what was that? Whoa, Whoa Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh, shit. Kiefer, does, Kiefer, no, has, Kiefer you, is not watching that. He refuses to watch it. Why? Uh, no, I actually, know. I'm watching it right now. Oh! <laughs> hey, how, I, I just want to. I just want to play the here kitty kitty video. That's oh my god, dude! How sick is that, dude? What episode you on? Be real. I'm on episode five right now, bro. Carol for sure fucking killed her ex husband, bro. Dude, that, <laughs> that chick is whack. Dude, but they're all jacked up. Yeah, oh. but dude, Carol's the fucking worst, dude. Uh, they're all messed <laughs> up. Dude, dude Carol's the worst. I wasn't even going to watch this stupid thing, and then you guys sucked me into this crap. Bro, Carol right, is the What did you worst. say about Aiden freaking, you're yelling at your kid, All right, dude. so hey, so anyway, <laughs> I always tell him, when you first get on the track, first lap, study, obviously don't jump anything. Look what's on the sides of the track in case you get loose, A-Ray style. You know what you're going to hit, Yeah, right? for sure. So Bro. the first lap, the, hold on, let me tell the story really quick. So the first lap, I see this pile of rocks, big rocks, like someone's trying to start a bonfire on the side of the track. So I'm like, okay, noted. I don't want to get near that in case I get loose. Well, sure shit, I'm in the pits, and I see Heather, oh, my God, Aiden crash, and ass over tea kettle, Aiden goes flying. Well, he's getting good, right? And he has less respect for things because he thinks he's getting really good. So he doesn't mind holding it wide open and blowing the line a little bit and not letting off the throttle when you're off the track oh shit there's rocks i'm swapping out and then i'm launching myself so immediately when i pulled up to look at him i knew exactly what he did and then after i go hey man you okay he's crying it's like my hip i checked him out he's like i'm like you're fine stand up okay we got it we got it checked out and i immediately start ripping his ass because <laughs> if you don't 
rip their ass and tell them what they did wrong, they're not going to learn, and then they're going to get hurt worse. Yeah, no, that's true. So me and Addy were the so exact I'm gonna same be way. In his, I'm going to be in his shit and tell him, dude, your head's up your ass. You did this because of this. Don't do it again. So I was pissed because oh. I don't want to see him get hurt. I just so, okay. I mean, I I don't agree necessarily, but I don't have. Kids, I've so. never I've uh, never I, I, looked I kind of, at the side of the track to inspect it to be like, oh. He, let me just say, I that, have. Aiden is ripping. By the way, is he? Is he? Yeah. He's riding well. Oh, dude, he's riding really good. Yeah, he is. He's he's he's. My dad, well. that's what I. You know how we all were at that one point. We start getting good. We get a little bit big head. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's yeah, kind of where he's at. So I got to kind of chop ass. him down a little bit. Yeah, you know? I mean, I I agree that you got to rip his ass, but I don't agree with. Bro, I've never looked at the side of the track and been I like, I think maybe Don't. it's a Dez thing. It's, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Dead, dead bodies dead and cars right and dishwashers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. I, I don't know thing. where I'm coming over. I see a dishwasher. I got to know where that thing's at. Bro, yeah. if I had to look out at Supercross where not to go off the track, I'd be, I couldn't even fucking ride the son of a bitch. Yeah. Dude, uh, bro, I no won. way because it, it's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Or I've concrete. Hit it times. <laughs> concrete. <laughs> I know what it yeah, feels like. Yeah, when, you go to the, when you go to these local tracks, you see the kids go those low lines all the way to the bottom, the right of the jump. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're going across without really on the track, but then there's a sprinkler head right there. You're like, hello. Like, I'm yeah, but if that. you see the one kid make it, you can make it. Yeah, I'm not about that life. Um, well, <laughs> hey, boys, uh, thanks for coming up. It was fun. Uh, good times. And uh, we'll have to watch the video fun. when it comes out. Uh, three, hey, can we have a three-round series? No, miss, miss no, you we're done. no, we're done. We're nope. done. No, way too many nerves. Yeah, we're done. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just no, trying to help I, you guys out. I think three rounds. Okay, how about this? How about this? If it gets more than eighty thousand views, yes, three-round series. Yes, Steve. I don't think it's worth the stress. <laughs> If it gets more than 80,000 views, that's a good number. Is it? Okay. I, 80, I don't know. Marks, what, 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 do we do this? 80, yeah, why not? It's worth that many views. Yeah. 80,000 uh, views, three-round series. 100,000. Nope, 80. Already done. How about we just do it at 72,000? <laughs> yeah, Seven, 75. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll do uh, one of them. What's we'll, the number? One of them is at GH if we do it. That's fine. GH. One of them's out here. Oh God! I don't, what's I don't the number? Have have. D- desert track? Seventy-two, seventy-five, yeah, we'll just... or eighty? What's the number? Eighty. Eighty. Seventy-five. Eighty. Eighty. Okay. How uh, about seventy-seven point five? Okay, seventy-seven. If you're getting to seventy-seven, you can no, get to seventy-seven and a half because we yeah. compromised. Yeah. That's what the world has to okay. do right now. Right. What's We're the cutoff do date? We need to do it quick in case it gets out of hand. You know what I mean? Look at a little yeah, bit of time point. What's the cutoff date? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But but listen. No, we all, have to do it right now. Stay tuned, everybody. April fifteenth. No, April tenth. Ten days from now, eighty thousand views. There's no Eleven chance. Days. It, there's no chance it hits. Okay, that. twenty days. No, end of April. April twentieth. Hey, End of April. Hey, no, 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 no. Since it's show 420, 420. Boom. Okay. April Done. 20th. Yep. All right. Show 420, no chance 420. There's no racing going on, boys. Let's do it. Yep. 77.5. Right. Get them up. I'm going to be posting that some bitch every day. Uh, all right. Well, A-Ray, Kiefer, thanks, boys. Appreciate you coming up, and uh, and stay tuned for the video. It was a good time, and uh, thanks for the time yeah. tonight, boys, both of you. Yeah, Steve, thanks, thanks uh, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, A-Ray, yeah. we put you to work here. We we really worked you hard. I took the trash out, bro. You did. took the trash out. Yep, it was Couldn't good. Couldn't even fill the fridge right, though. <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. Real quick before I get off. Dude, everyone, Steve's riding good. 
And I'm just stoked Steve's riding, so I'm stoked. Yeah, you just like the fact that I ride, Kiefer. It doesn't matter. Hell yeah. I, you should have seen his scrub over the wall jump there. Hey, hey did you just say Steve's riding good because he's yes, like he within did. five seconds of you? Or was that no, trying to make you feel I'm better? I'm just trying to give a man a compliment. That's all I'm trying to I do. had lead kit, too. Kinetic mesh, 2020. <laughs> I had my custom A-stars. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, custom yeah a- when it was 42 degrees outside, he was wearing a vintage jersey. It didn't matter. <laughs> lead kit, baby. <laughs> I didn't care. Kiefer, Kiefer had a hoodie on. Did he really? Yeah, he had a hoodie. Oh, that's a hell of high dad yeah, shit. Yeah, is, <laughs> that's yeah. dad's rat all right. day. Uh, he said hella high dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, boys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's uh, Chris Kiefer. That's Alex. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's it's the Pulp and Mech Show. It's a show that celebrities call into. Oh, really? We got a world Supercross champion on the line. Jimmy Holly, what's up, buddy? How are you? Sorry to put you on hold for so long, but thanks, Jimmy. Hey, it's a great show. Enjoyed listening to you guys. Sounds like you had a lot of fun with those uh, battles out there. We did. It was a high-des battle, Jimmy, and uh, yeah, it was gnarly, so... Well, I, I I do like it when it rains out in the desert. I like the smell of a wet desert, though. When uh, did you used to ride up there a lot, or no? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I got some property out in the desert. I got a chance uh, last weekend to go out and um, ride with uh, Mike Webb, Tip Webb, Louis Franco, Kevin Ward. A bunch of us went out there riding, uh, just single track riding. It's stuff that I can't do during the Supercross season, but now with no Supercrosses, yeah. I got a chance to go out with the boys. So you and uh, yeah, I've been to Bean Canyon once. Have you got everyone? You've been to Bean Canyon? Nope. Nope. No. I've been to Bean Canyon once. It was pretty fun. I went out with uh, with Donnie and Laporte back in the day. Yeah, that's uh, Donnie and uh, uh, Danny were out there the Wednesday before we were there. That's where I have my property out in Bean Canyon. So, oh, okay, uh, awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome place to go ride. If you guys ever want to go, just hit me up and I'll take you guys on a loop. That'd be sick. That, that would be, be cool. fun. Yeah. Uh, what have you been doing, Jimmy? What's been going on? Well, I tell you what, all my closets are clean now, and my attic's clean. <laughs> I'm getting bored, man. Dude, so I find a lot of photos that I, you know, I look back. I found a photo from the, uh, I think it was '84, '85, the Superbikers uh, picture, me and Eddie Lawson, and then I saw Eddie Lawson at the uh, Long Beach Bike Show in uh, November, December of. 2019 so i sent him both photos i go man we're getting old you know because we yeah. we i sent it to some other people and they go man you had a baby face i go yeah shit i was probably 18 19 years old but uh yeah yeah just going through memory lane just cleaning out stuff that i don't need and finding stuff that uh you know uh, but uh you know i always try to take a positive out of a negative you, you do know? yeah like, you're a very positive person i agree yeah, a, a negative that, yeah, I flew all the way to Indy, and they canceled it. I get to the hotel, and they said, oh, it's canceled. Oh, man. So, you know, I don't feel sorry for myself. I say, hey, man, this is a good opportunity. I flew up to Detroit, and uh, I was going to go up there anyhow to visit my grandson. So I, I got a chance to, uh, you know, see him for uh, four or five days. Then I got a little nervous because my flight was the 22nd coming back to L.A., and I'm thinking, oh, shit, man, they're going to close domestic flights, yeah. and I'm going to have to rent a car and drive back to L.A. So uh, I flew back a little bit earlier. But uh, like I said, just, uh, just uh, you know, everyone's in the same boat. You know, what can you say? I feel bad. that I, I feel really bad for the, the, the riders, you know, especially Marsh Banks. He gets his first win in Daytona. And you know how that is. You know, you get your first win, you kind of get on a roll. And now he's, his, you know, he's cooling Dude, his jets I, right now. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, his win, an amazing ride, totally lost. Yep. Totally lost. Yep. Yeah. It was incredible. Confident. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Ugh. 
Not really, yeah, though. I mean, I mean, he, he rode well that night. And, the, and then the other thing, too, is, Steve, I called you because I had you all lined up for coming on Race Day Live in Daytona. <laughs> oh, and you I know. didn't even go to Daytona. I was oh. Like, oh. So I, then I was thinking, okay, I, I told uh, you know Teresa, our producer, I go, well, we'll just get him on in Indy. I'm sure he'll be on in Indy. And I'll be a son of a bitch if Indy's not yeah, going. So I know. We'll, we'll try to get you on one of these. Times. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, we got we got to figure that out. I want to come on, no doubt. And uh, I do think, though, Jimmy, I think. I mean, there's people who are pessimistic and everything else. I believe we'll be racing Supercross in the fall. I 100 percent believe that. You know, we'll, we'll get this I, I thing think done. So yeah. I mean, you, you just can't end it at uh, you know 10 rounds because the mindset of all the riders knowing going into the season that hey we got 17 rounds especially like on race day live at Daytona I said you know Kenny Roxon in my opinion if he doesn't win it he's got to be on the podium to keep keep it close if he finishes eighth or ninth that's just going to give Tomac a big advantage you know for the rest of the seven rounds remaining Kenny did his job you know he led it he got a good start you know, and he says, oh, okay, I can give up three points. I'm only yeah. three down going into Indy. And, but, you know, if you have a 10-race series, your mindset's different. You, you know, yeah, Kenny yeah. might have pulled the trigger and said, hey, i got to win this thing if I want to win the championship. But I, I do think that the guys at Feld and everything, I, I think that they'll do with every opportunity they can. you got to look at the home games for the football stadiums. You know, they're there one weekend, they're gone the next. The way they build these tracks in and out, they, they, can, they can finish out the seven races, and I think they need to. Uh, I think yeah. we need to have a complete – the only thing that – Everybody is in the same boat as if somebody gets hurt in the outdoors and yeah. they can't finish out the Supercross season. I, I, I hope to God that everyone gets through all the contenders and, and we have the same guys that we did. And then on the other flip side of it, it gives guys like Adam Cirillo, it gives him time to heal up and everything, you know. So, you know, it, it's a blessing in disguise. And then going back to that negative out of a positive, look at Eli Tomac. Now he's able to be with his, uh, his uh, you know, see the birth of his child. You know, I mean, there's not going to be any racing when the child's due. Yep. So that's pretty cool. He gets that opportunity. So um, I just try to stay positive, you know, yeah. wash my hands. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, yeah. that's all we can do. Uh, the 7 Deuce Deuce here had gloves on pretty much all day today. Just took them off for the first time. But you've been glo- I'm feeling more safe. You're, sa- you're safer? Yeah, I'm yeah, feeling yeah. more safe and at home now. Right, right. Before I was kind of like, eh, I don't know yeah, about yeah. this pool guy. Yeah, and then Travis. And, yeah, yeah, I hear you. It just got sketchy. Um, I'm okay now. Jim, I've been reading some old cycle news because that's what I like to do, and, and uh, it's really fun to go back and look. And, you know, we one of the races that you were in that came up yesterday, and I didn't realize this, Hawaii Supercross in 85. Meyer Scoff won. You got second. Uh, DeSoto got like 13th or something. He was still racing at that point. And I had totally yep. forgotten about that race in history. Ron Turner was there. And uh, yeah, yeah Myers got beat you. Uh, Ron finished up third, I yeah. believe. I, you know, I yeah. led it, and I think Brian got me the last couple laps or something. But yeah, in Aloha Stadium, that was a great event. Uh, Stu Peters actually promoted that one. No, oh, did he? Okay, yeah. And uh, Sondra Peters was over there and stuff. It was just a a great time. And you know, and last year it was a good event with Eric Pernard doing yeah. it, and you know, everybody getting a, a chance to go over there and doing that. And a, a, Adam knows, you know, I yeah. try to help out the riders in Sweden or other events, even in Japan that you know that that kind of fell through and didn't happen you know and uh um but anyhow um 
Now that one's not going on. So I mean, I just yeah. feel bad for everybody. You know, the the riders and uh, everybody. I mean, Tyler. You know, he's doing such a great job with Feld. You know, and on the Dunlop and all his social media stuff. Now that he's healing up and you know, uh, watching those last chances with um, you know Adam Knapp and you talk <laughs> about Alex Rahane, everything, sending it and stuff. It's just crazy. But uh, I think some of those last chance races are the best races of the night. You know, I agree, man. Yeah. I, they I, really I, are. Yeah, they, they get so gnarly. I go back and watching them, and I'm I'm like, there's just absolutely no uh, way you that, can predict what's going to happen. That's why I've uh-uh. said it. I've said it over and over. Start the triple crowns with the LCQs. Start the night. And say, oh hey, everybody. Gosh, what a way to hey, set everybody, the tone. There's four of these going going into the races, and the rest of them are going home. Here we go. Yeah. And, and yeah. you want to start the race, start the night with a bang up race, it take take about eight to ten minutes out of the program. That's it. Yeah. You set know, and break in the track right yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be amazing. Yeah. It would be amazing. So. Um, and I feel bad for sometimes for like the ATP guys because you got three of your you know guys that teammates you know Ryan Brees there yeah. and Kyle Cunningham and Adam Antignap I'm going shit and there's some other guys that are good at goddamn man one of these guys aren't going to make it yeah know? no yeah yeah uh, ATP does the work in the LCQ oh my gosh we do <laughs> we do do the work we get it done though a yeah, lot a lot know, of times yes. yeah it's yeah. tough dude yeah. the Brees, Supercross series is Brees not impresses easy. me in the fact like he'll get it done in the LCQ, like yeah. he'll be out of it. He'll be yeah. six, seven, yeah. and all of a sudden he'll be like, "Oh, I got to get busy." Yeah, yeah I got to turn it up. So, yep, yep. Uh, all right, Jim. Hey, we got to run, but uh, thanks, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Let's let's yeah, get, no, let's get I you just, back uh, in. I wanted to say hi and everything. Tell you guys you're doing a good job. You're Thank keeping you. everybody in the world sane with uh, pulp pens <laughs> on uh, on Mondays, you know, and stuff. So anyhow, you We're guys uh, have fun and stay safe and everything and thank you. Uh, all that good stuff. Thank thanks, you, Jim. Jim. Thank we you, appreciate man. It, Jim. Take care. All right, thank you. That's Jim Hall, everybody. One of the good guys in sport. Legend. Oh, yeah. Legend. I love that guy right Legend. there. All right, going to commercial break. Uh, and um, love this guy right here. <laughs> we're going to commercial break. Ash Money, I understand, <laughs> has ordered some Uber Eats to the house. What? Is this true? Yes. So Ash Money is tired, sick and tired of this taco fixing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's tacos upstairs with all the fixings. <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I am I correct in this? I'm pretty sure she was just texting me during the show. And I was texting her <laughs> back like no the way, and right? Shit. And then we come back. We have the art of sport war between you two over some questions that Ash has submitted. She ordered motorsport.com tweeted Talon, and then uh, much more. Uh, Travis Marks, Talon Taylor, myself, Steve Mathis, the Intimac Brothers. We'll be right back after this, everybody. Let's go. Stick it up your ass, Steve. <laughs> Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulpmation section on the website. Get your Pulpamex swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulpamex stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Parsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. 
Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, GasGas, and TM. 
from the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit WorksConnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Jeremy McGrath, Zach Osborne, Mike Mewey, Dave Prater, Jim Hawley, Chris Kiefer, Alex Ray, all on the show tonight, as well as the Entignap brothers, Adam and Tyler. What a show, What a boys. show. What about Ash Money, your beautiful wife, sending so me tacos funny, with all the fixings? I just posted a picture of it on my Instagram. That is the funniest shit. That's awesome. Like... Now I have. You cannot. Can you complain any? Yeah, I guess you could complain. Oh, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. But I mean, they're just eight months late or something. I mean, you do have tacos from Ash Money with all the fixings now. Yes, finally, finally. So, finally. Uh, 
MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free. Thanks to those guys. Uh, listen, it's a little bit of a scary time for, for people right now in their jobs, some people losing them. Major. Um, and uh, so, yeah, keep an eye on it. This could be a chance for a career change for you. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your own resume for free. No problem there. It's a power sports first and only job board dedicated to Motorcycle Industry Jobs. The job of the week this week, Kawasaki District Manager uh, in uh, Massachusetts. Full-time job. Wow. Really? Yeah, put your mic closer. Uh, if you're looking to join a legendary company that empowers its team members to learn, grow, and make a genuine impact, you'll find that and so much more at Kawasaki. Immediate opening for a district manager to cover the Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut territory. So uh, please check it out. Good job, um, folks at Kawasaki. That's have awesome. Good product, of course. I think I'm going to apply. Mark, you going to apply? Yeah, I'm going to apply. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com there. <laughs> Moving to Massachusetts. Maxima USA, uh, Eli Tomac, Adam Cien Cirillo, Mitch Payton using Maxima USA. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Uh, SC1, I love it. It's oh, fantastic. Good stuff. Contact cleaner, fantastic. MPPL, oh. chain lube, the grease. MaximaUSA.com, I love it, all the stuff. Uh, two-stroke stuff as well. They've, they've done really well. The 927 is the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Their four-stroke engine oils are designed to ensure ultimate performance while providing maximum protection under the most severe MX and off-road conditions. As I said, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki using uh, Geico, uh, using Maxima, as well as Geico starting this year. Uh, their new peak system, performance-enhancing additive chemistry, unique and exclusive to Maxima, is in the four-stroke engine oil. Pulp 20 is the code to save with the folks at Maxima. Uh, thank you to Maxima as well for coming on board. And if you want a discount on some oil, use the code and save. Um, all right. Hey, so one of the things, Adam, besides racing that you're well-known for, rapping. Done a good job with that over the years. Yep. Um, uh, you've made, it's a nice little second career for you. Actually, you make some good it money is. from that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of the stuff is fantastic. Some of the stuff I don't like. Yep. But really? That's okay. yeah. yeah, you don't have to like everything. I know. I'm kidding. But um, we've got I've got a selection of some of your stuff here. Yep. And um, uh, we're going to play it. And then I kind of want to ask you about the genesis of it, where it came from, cool. this and that. I think people really dig it. Uh, everything but two of these are available on iTunes. Yes. And maybe one will be available on iTunes soon. Yeah. I don't know, Ty, he keeps, yep. he keeps changing his mind, so we, we don't know. Yeah, yep. I don't, yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, figure it out. We'll talk about it right now. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Here's a, here's a selection. Here's the first song from Adam Anthony Night's Seven Deuce Deuce. Every two-stroke <laughs> What a great song. Just like every four-stroke drops off out. That's, that's so good. That might be my favorite one. Uh, it has a bog. You just put oh. it out. Uh, that was all Red Bull straight rhythm inspiration. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so I was riding in the truck yep. with my mechanic, Clint. We we're coming back from a Supercross race. And um, we, we were like, what 
uh, I was trying to work on the Pulp and Mech song, and I just could not figure it out. I couldn't get it right, couldn't get it right. And we're like, dude, what's the next best thing? What's the next best thing? And we're like, how funny would it be to make a song about two strokes? Yeah. And um, we're riding home, and how it all started was I put this beat on that I had. Yeah. And I said, you know, we were talking, and we're like, what could we do that's funny, that sounds like a two-stroke that yeah. we could do? Because, you know, we all make our two-stroke sounds. Yeah, that, that, through the whoops. Yeah, you right. know, we all, yeah. we all have all Everybody, done it. Yep. And I remember Mitch Payton at Red Bull Straight Rhythm revving the shit out of Kenny's CR250. <laughs> and he was trying to get Tyler's this thing like, right. And it was just going. Yep. And we were pitted right next to him, and he would not stop. And just... I don't know how it happened, Steve, but I literally just said, ring, dang, dang, and dang, and dang, dang, ball, ball. And as soon as I did that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clint and I looked at each other, and we just started dying yeah, laughing. Yeah. And then Clint had, you know, the spark plug, and then I came up. I think I came up with the old dude, and he came and up A-Ray's with – a true story. Yes, yep. A-Ray's a right. 100% yep. true story. Um he bought that he had that wrench rabbit yeah. kit and whatever yada yada i don't know what it was actually i have no idea but he blew his bike up the same exact day that he got the brand new rm 250 before <laughs> red bull straight rhythm um oh, so good. it's it's a mix of true events and absolute real two-stroke problems i mean who hasn't had a two-stroke bog yeah it's you know? good. And every rose has a thorn. And you kind of found <laughs> out like that, that's the background to yeah, it. Right? No, yeah, no, totally, totally. That's my favorite one. I don't know about you guys, but I... I, I think it is mine, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you guys like it as a song or as like a laughing piece? Like, this, like, No, funny? it's a song. It's no. catchy, too. Yeah, it's it, funny, yeah. but it's catchy. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's go. Next one here. Ain't nobody's bike inside as mine. Roll on to the track one more time now. Hop up in the ridgy, pull the bike out. 18 on 18, new whips is what I like. On my mic, unless he shit, but lead a hype. Just wait till I pull up and you see my bike. You gon' see the double trouble carbon PC pipes. You gon' be like, damn, Mitch, what's the price? I'ma tell you, fucking swipe. You need a pipe. You ain't gonna come, cause of what I got on my bike. I got unobtainium, this all the stuff you can't buy. You can look, but you just can't touch. You can see my factory recluse clutch. You a rook and you don't know much. I could tell when you first pulled up. Just by the way that you unloaded out your truck. You ain't bring a stand, that's what... That's, uh, that's, uh, my bike's too lit. Yes. Yep. And that's probably your most popular song? By far. Yeah, by far. That's yeah. the one you did in Geneva on the tabletop. Yes. That is the one yes. I performed live, you performed in, Geneva live in Geneva on the tabletop. Right. That was sick. Um, that, that one is, yeah, by far your most biggest one, right? Yeah. You made the most money off that thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. By, yeah, yeah, like, by like, right. Tenfold. Right, right. Um, but with that song. Nobody's back as tight as mine. Yeah. Um, Nobody's back. That's the, my favorite part. I think mm-hmm. the thing that made that song so big. And it was cool because I actually um, thought of it when I was making it. I said, what can I do for everybody from a squid to a person that's completely broke to a vet rider that has a whole bunch of money and deck their bike out to a professional supercross racer that has everything on their bike? And I came up with the lyrics, ain't nobody's bike as tight as mine. Not because... Ain't nobody's bike as tight as mine. Right. But because when you sing the song, 
everybody has their appreciation when you get a new pipe, yeah. when you get a new bike. Oh, my bike's tight. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly. Your bike's tight. It's just, it was something for everybody to have. It didn't matter if you had a 1992 RM80 or you had a 2020 RMZ450. It didn't matter because at one point in your life, when I was a kid, when I got my old KX60 that was nowhere near to brand new, yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing in the entire world. Right, right. And I wanted a song that brought you back to that point that just reminded you how sick your bike was. And mm -hmm. you could jam out, think about your bike, put it on when you're putting a new part on your bike. Yep. Whatever it was, just about you having a bike that's cooler than anybody else's because it's yours. Uh, and that's a video you shot at Milestone? Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty cool video. Yeah, yeah, you was, had like a casting really cool. call for that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I put a little Instagram thing out and right. had a bunch of people come out. Everybody, It's crazy how many people showed up. Yep. And then having Buttery do the little skit in the middle, yep. I thought that was that was perfect to kind of break that up. And then letting uh, having Mitch open up his whole shop, He's, he literally let us in and said, anything you want to do in here, have at it, Adam. Oh, did no problem. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Um, he let us go in the back and do all those cool shots um just so many people involved with that obviously right. the ridge line getting in there yeah um Ridgy. adidas getting in there it was pretty cool all right this is the mentality you need this is for the number 13 from extended family speaking on behalf of the motor community don't ever look back, we always got your back. You know he's got the heart of a champion, of a champion. You know he's got the heart of a champion, of a champion. The light don't go out, the light don't dim, dim. Work it out, baby, like we at the gym. That's a one three. Yes. Yeah. Um, Jesse Nelson. Yeah, that was um, that was one of those ones that was big for me because what happened to Jesse was so unfortunate, yep. and he I don't I don't know Jesse that well personally, right? But um, that song wasn't about knowing Jesse personally. Yeah. Um, he was from around where I was, and I knew him grew growing up. But he wasn't like, yeah, yo, but, what up, Jesse? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could I say what's up to him, and we would yeah. hit each other up, like talk. But yeah. it was never really a close friendship. But um, I wanted to involve the motocross industry because when we all come together, and um, and we work together, great things can happen. And um, we have a lot of support in our industry. Like every you know every single one of our sponsors or people that help you out yeah. you know we give discounts because we want to help out people that support our sport and that's what i wanted to do with jesse i made that song i gave him all the proceeds and i wanted to do something for jesse that would remind him like hey you know i know that you had an unfortunate crash and it it really was it was a funky crash yeah. it was something that's just super rare and I wanted to remind him that everybody that rides moto is thinking about him. We all love him and we all got his back. And, uh, I gave that to Jesse as a gift mm -hmm. and, um, 
you know, writing those lyrics was really hard to do. Um, so it didn't come easy to you? Like, no, yeah. it didn't come easy because I was trying to be uh, very particular about what I said because, you know, there's things that you can say that you could maybe lead down a different direction really quickly. Uh-huh. And um, and that was that one was a hard one to write, and I wanted to make it a lot more mainstream. As That was like the first time I've ever really sang on a track too. Um, so it was difficult to make, but I absolutely loved the way it came out. And, uh, I think the message in it was, uh, pretty clear, you know, don't sure. ever yeah. look back. Cause we always got your back. All right. You got to get on a brand new 50 Suzuki. Uh-huh. You ain't got to ask me. You could ask CR2 too. Damn. We going to win. We going to beat the shit. Call us Winnie the Pooh. Coming in hot, staying cold. That's what we do. Uh-huh. Sick my whole life like I got the flu. Just double check my town. Yo, 722. Yeah. I just got a new bike and it's yellow blue. I've been marching with the RM Army. How about you? Let's go. Had a different bike, but now I got the new Sozo. You can try to beat us, but you number two. Yellow blue. Yellow blue. Now I got the new Suzuki. I'm just saying, I wouldn't. God, Suzuki could use some hype music ah, right now. Dude, Suzuki could use that some is Suzuki's hype, hype song. I, I, they need it. They need it, bro. Uh, it's that's yellow really blue. Bad. I'm the Suzuki king, bro. I like that one. That one's cool. Yeah, that might be your, my second favorite one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one's more upbeat. Yeah. You know what's funny about that song, Ty? What do you like the best? All. All of the music out right now is not my favorite. The music that he hasn't put out is my favorite. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. He has some really good songs. All right. Okay. Um, With that song, yeah. what's so funny about that is I gave that one to Weston Pike. Uh-huh. Um, he's one of my really, really good buddies, and he's helped me out during my whole Supercross yeah. career. Yeah, he's always helped you out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Weston, like, that was just supposed to be a song. That was like... Honestly, I just got an HEP, like literally, mm-hmm. yep. and that was like done like December, like earlier, way earlier. And that was just like so- a song I went to the studio and I was like, I just changed brands. I just did a whole d- bunch of sh- stuff. I wanted to kind of do a fresh start song, yeah. you know, just kind of kick off this whole new Suzuki deal yeah. and kick off my new Supercross series and all that. I wanted a fresh start. I wanted to set the tone for what was going on. And that was the song I had. And then Weston got hurt Mm -hmm. and it was bad. Like it was, I mean, now we really know how bad it even was. Um, So yeah, it was kind of the similar situation to, uh, to Jesse, but I knew, I obviously knew Weston a lot better. Did the lyrics come easier than Jesse's song? Like did it, did it flow? That one was like right off the hip. Yeah, yeah, Because that one, that one was a little easier too because it's like, there's not too much to the chorus. Also, yeah, yellow, blue. Yeah. Think about rhyming. That's really easy to rhyme. It's very easy to like, you know, two, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I actually, uh, I got that blue from this, uh, smoke perp guy (laughs) it's a it's another rapper but that was kind of the influence on that on that song a little bit and then it was really cool it was one of my most fun songs that i made um because it had a lot of punchlines to it yeah yeah. and then the beat allowed you to kind of stop go stop yeah go and that creates a lot of space for really good punchlines so i decided i was just going to try to do as many cool motocross punchlines as i could yeah, yeah, yeah and the whole first verse was like pretty much punchlines was i was i was really stoked on that one and then the second one um you know the beginning um was a little bit 
rocky. I thought it was okay, but it was kind of filler, you know, up to the um, – I can't remember the exact word. But towards the end, it got a lot better with the metaphors and uh, and writing that. Yep. And that cool. that song came out really good. I love, I love, too, that that one's like full rap, you know, because I feel like it's really hard to make a song with no melody to it that's actually pretty good right you know that's yeah, hard yeah. to do people don't yeah. realize like rapping in itself is a is a serious art without having a melody yeah. like a to serious back you up. Yeah, 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 yeah a singing yeah, melody it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so yep. to have that song do as good as it did without having any singing on it right. is pretty cool what's the song that's got the highest for you on the charts uh my too, bike's too lit too lit yeah. yeah it was just that one went off because yep. the other thing that had the recipe too was i dropped it on 722 yep um uh I dropped a music video with it. Yep. I dropped the song. Um, I dropped the Louis V bike. Yep. So the Louis yeah, yeah, V yeah. bike really took off. Yep. And then um, I also went to Washougal, and that was all strategized. I did that like three months in advance. Right. I did a whole marketing yep. plan for that. That literally was like all planned out. And was I that just, the one in Moto the movie? Did you put that in Moto the movie? No, that was no. a different, different one. one. Okay, I thought. Yeah. Did you put this anywhere else? I feel like it was somewhere else. No, it, it was a lot of places. A okay. lot of people got that song, and that's okay. why. That's why I did so good too. Is because I hit it. I hit it so hard that that week. Yeah. And then my bike's too late. Butt patch at on Kenny's butt patch at Washougal. Yep. Um, the airing on uh, motocross. I got actually a few channels, um, like radio channels, to talk about it. Jason Ellis. Oh yeah. Said. Um, this isn't exact quotes, but um, pretty dang close. He said, I was the best rapper athlete there is, which okay. is pretty cool yeah, from yeah. Jason Ellis. Right, right. Um, so if anybody knows who Jason Ellis is. But, yeah, no, that one that one had a really hard hit, and then I pushed it a lot, and that one just went super good. Right, right. Okay, all right. Jamiroquai a little bit that really? way. Really? Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. It just it does. Yeah. I, I love that song. That, um, what is it? You that's should that. love that song. What? Why should you love that song? Because it's about ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's it um, called? It's called Nothing I'd Rather Do. Okay. Um, and that's what you came out to in your wedding, right? Yeah, yeah after yeah. we got married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I came out to that in my wedding. And that song... I was too fixated on the, the taco fixing, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Um, or controlling Pookie. <laughs> One of, <laughs> oh, one of the two. One of the um, two. That song's really important to me, not only because it's about Ash, but um, it's a lot about Ash and our our life. Um, you know, after getting married, um, you know, it, it it talks about there's nothing I'd rather do than spend time with you, and um, I can't wait for all the cool shit and all the new shit that we'll do. And um, it kind of talks about you know I can't always be home because I'm racing, 
but just remember that I'm always thinking about you and uh, and I always my home is with you and um, just talking about a lot just the experiences that mm -hmm. are going to go through life and uh, and where we're going to go and um, just talking about how much I love Ash yeah, yeah it's nice six bucks throwing down <laughs> <laughs> fuck seen a fucking oh, sign really really fine subway eat fresh Where it all began. All began in the back of an RV. I only got six bucks. Good thing it's February, so I can't get a foot long. Hell yeah, rolled up in that bitch. There's a line. Bitch at the cash register could look real fine. Hell yeah, ho. Here we fucking go. Looking at that shit. I'm looking at the bread in the fucking oven looking so fresh. What do I want? Wheat flatbread. Honey fucking O. Damn bullshit. Oh yeah. Thinking fucking wheat. Oh, why is he so angry, right? Ordering a sub. Dude, he's so pissed. He's so angry. Nah, fuck that. I got six bucks. I'm going for the whole thing. Fucking 12 inches of bread, meat, lettuce, turkey, ham, 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 puff. Oh, he's, he's just, she's just, she's just putting a sandwich oh together, God, dude. Oh my God, dude, what a gem. Why she gotta be a hoe what and a, a bitch? Gem, God, dude. Oh, Jesus. The subway rap where, I can't where, believe where you came began, from that. Where it all began. Wow, that is absolutely terrible dude, rapping, but man, that, it's funny. That song, you gave, you gave us that I song. I blew up. I don't know I what, blew up. what year that was. I blew up, dude. That was before my time. Was it? Yeah. Was it Gibbs? Uh, Gibbs days? I think, I think Maybe so, Tits yeah. days? A was long time ago. Hold on. We're, we're going to find out. I'm going to YouTube it. You missed my favorite song, by the way. What's the passing, passing Trey Kennard for a quarter of the price. Oh, oh yeah. Up yeah. to the track. Yeah, Moto it's 7. 722. That's the one in Moto 7, then. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Flexing in right. my red and white boots that Fly would never give me. <laughs> They're over in the corner. <laughs> um... Yeah, Subway Rap. People loved it. Our yes. listeners loved it, dude. John Gallagher still loves that song. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he still comes up to me and he says, fucking Black Forest Ham. And he just <laughs> dies and walks away. I'm like, who are you? Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> awesome. Nah, that was good. That's where it all started, the Subway Rap. Yeah. Uh, just working on it in the back of an RV. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, that's what Ty said. No. That's what. Yeah. No, that was Rip It Right at Swerve. Oh. Uh, me and Teddy Parks. Back when My it was bad. like the junior get, or yes, senior, junior was senior. Junior. <laughs> no, no, no. It was Teddy Parks Jr. and I, and we were in the van, the TPJ van. And this is back when it was the privateer journey, not the professional journey. Like the first year, yeah. it all turned red, right? And we are going, we are in the middle of like um, Arizona, and we're on our way to Texas. And it's three o'clock in the morning, right? And we're rapping. He just got this computer. He picked up this computer and he's like, dude, I want to rap. And we both wanted to rap super bad because we were on the road. Yeah. We we're privateers. Yeah. You know, he was better than me, but I sucked and I was just trying to make night shows or whatever. And we both wanted to rap. So we bought this cheese ball microphone and he had the computer and I put the disc in and we downloaded the little software. It was like some ghetto version of guitar band type of thing. Okay. You know, and where'd he's you like, buy that from? Um, where'd we get it? Guitar center or Best Buy? It was oh, okay. one of the other ones, you yeah. know, something yeah, yeah. like that. And, uh, we're going down the road and we've been freestyling for hours. You know what I mean? And it was all just, it was stupid, whatever. And, um, 
he was driving, and I said, okay, whatever the next beat is, we're going to put on this beat right here. And he put on this beat, and I said, I'm going to rap about the next fucking thing I see on the highway. <laughs> you know what it was? Yeah. An exit sign that said subway off to the right. <laughs> and I just went in on nice. subway. And that's God, how that, so and it was one take. It was a total freestyle off exactly. my head. That's why I was said. messing it up all oh, the time. It was good. It was oh. good. Yeah. We, so many we gift laughed. cards from that rap. Hey, yeah. oh my God. we laughed from Arizona to Texas. You got a lot of gift cards? Yeah. Dude, Yeah. I probably, I'm not kidding you. This is not an exaggeration. Two grand in Subway <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> nice. I am not kidding with nice. you. Two G's in Subway gift cards. I wonder if Subway ever reached out or heard it. Anybody at Subway ever heard it? I mean, they nothing, might I, I not, would, that they, not that you want to be associated so. with you just calling them a yeah. hoe. And no, a bitch. no, no, no. I, I guarantee you there's absolutely no possible way once they heard it, they probably laughed and were like, check this dude out. Look at the office. And that was it. <laughs> right, right. Good times. Dude, All right. oh, yeah. great times. Yeah. I'm trying to look up the year. Hold on. Of when that thing was made. Well, you look that up. I'm going to read motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Race Tech, Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Michelin, Starcross 5, X-Brand Goggles, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Skosh, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Brace, Works Connection, OGO wow. Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing. You got you got stuff? You use Guts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Andy's the great. best. It's great stuff. It's unbelievable. Uh, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Ride Engineering, LA Honda World, WUSA, W, John there, used wheels. For, yep. You guys both used John oh, yeah. wheels for a long time. Yep. Uh, get your wheels looked at, whether they're uh, stock, whether you want to get some aftermarket ones. They got an edge set on there. Uh, they have uh, the latest and greatest on there, vintage stuff as well. WUSA, Works Chassis Lab, all on board. Pulpamex 10 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, RideDeskEngineering.com, Pulpamex-20 is the code to save. With racing canceled, a lot of tracks closed. Desert and trail riding is where it's at right now. Get your KTM or Husky off-road machine upgraded to a Ride Engineering rubber-mounted triple clamp. For more comfort, and add a Scott's or GPR stabilizer that can be mounted to their trick. And I twist stabilizer compatible bar mount, so you can run one of those uh, stabilizers uh, with the uh, triple clamps. What's really key to the ride engineering setup is it doesn't raise your bars, and you can still move them forward or back position. Uh, retail is three hundred thirty-five bucks, but Pulpmex Dash Twenty discount code gets it down to two sixty-eight. Ride Engineering still open Monday to Friday and shipping daily. So ride-engineering.com. Uh, Phil Nicoletti using Ride Engineering clamps to win the Supercross Championship. So thanks to those guys. Uh, we got the Art of Sport Battle. I'm so ready. Coming up right I here. I am ready. Subway, seven years ago, February 13th, 2013, Steve. Wow. Dang. Where's my camera? Art of Sport. Let's go. Wow. Have body wash, deodorant, some sort of hair care product. Babe, I am 100% shampoo. counting on you this to is, sway this my way. Kenny Roxon's involved with this. You can get this at Target. Uh, I've got I've got the stuff. I've been using it. It's one of the fastest growing body and skincare brands on the planet. Roxon, James Harden, others are involved with this. Uh, I love their deodorant. I love their body wash. Uh, have you guys used it yet? Yeah, I have. And thoughts? Yeah, I really like it. Which do you like the best? Uh, the body wash is is my favorite thing. Yeah, for sure. Why smell or Lone Wolf? um? Both. I haven't. Function. I haven't yeah, been both. blessed to try it yet. Have I not given you a kit? No, that was probably tits. Yeah, probably get tits. Yeah, probably get Art of tits. Sport. Uh, they're at Target, so you can order them online. Ten bucks, under ten bucks. Uh, charcoal face wash, anti dandruff shampoo. Artofsport.com. Go to Target, order them. Well, order it off of Target. So, 
One of you is going to get this kit right here. Can't wait. Let's smell go. better. The Suzuki King's going to get it. <laughs> I've been dubbed Suzuki so, King. I got questions submitted by Ash oh, Money here. I can't. I both of you. I have Ash. God, these could be so, gnarly. <laughs> yeah, they could. She broke down which of you different likes different things or doesn't like different things or whatever, and mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have to guess which, which brother, which person she said this about. All right? You ready? Yes. All right, let's go. We'll start with... I pissed off Ash. When did you, you talk to Dude, this, hide it. This, I can already this, see. This depends, yes. on, this depends on the day. What day did you talk to her? Uh, that's none of your business when I got this done. Because right, I kind of pissed her off okay, last well, week. So if matter. you talked so, to her like a couple days oh, ago. Oh, there's for up, sure going to be one up that for says grabs, he's more of an the asshole. The Art of Sport kit. All right, here we go. All right. Um, let's go. Which brother? Well, we'll start with you, Ty. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll start with you. And we'll just go back and forth. Okay. Like this. Okay. okay. And whoever has the most right. Wins the art of sport kit. Okay, cool. Okay. Which brother is most likely to get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> Me. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> which brother is... Adam, which brother is more likely to survive a zombie apocalypse? You're right again. You gotta say my name, Todd. No, no, no. No, but he gets the point. Yeah. You, you're happy, oh. but he gets the point. Oh, these guys are right. right. Okay. Right. So you, you one one. Okay. Right. Which brother is likely is most likely to be unable to keep a secret for thirty minutes? That's you. You're up. I know. Uh, that I would say myself. Yes, it was me. I knew the answer to that. You yeah. No, you you can I'm keep. I'm shitty at secrets, dude. Oh, that's actually true, bees. Okay. A hey, funny story. Yep. Every year since we could buy each other's gifts <laughs> for Christmas, Christmas, me and him have always given each other our gifts that we buy each other as like soon four, as we buy them. Yeah, yeah, like four or five nights before Christmas. <laughs> We're like, like hey, bro, 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 look at what I dude, got you, dude. It's so fucking I'm sick. so excited <laughs> to give you this, so I'm giving it to you. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn it. Uh, I missed that one. All right. So is that a point to Addy? Yep. No. No, you just get it. You just, oh. you just get it. Okay, right. okay. So it's yeah, yeah, still yeah. one one. Yeah, so yep. still one one. Right? Yeah. Is that, yep. That's yeah, that's work, right. That's okay. legit. All right, all right, Adam, you're up. Yep. Which brother is more likely to go bungee jumping? Ty. Yep. For right sure. On that. All right. Which brother, Ty? Which brother is more likely to have the most children? Adam. Nope. Ty. Nope. Ty. Damn, dude, you for sure, dude. Yeah, that's true, actually. My <laughs> <laughs> God, this. Ash hooked me up, bro. Ash hooked me up. I'm not even going to miss one, Steve. Ask uh, me. Yeah. Well, Ask well, me, bro. Well, okay, so you're up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm up. Which brother is more likely to go to a Justin Bieber concert? Me, for sure. All right, you're right Let's about go, that. baby. Just keep them coming, dude. Which brother is more likely to forget important dates or birthdays? Me, for sure. Nope, nope, that's Adam. What? Yep. <laughs> Dude, for uh, we sure. We both forget Dude, a lot of shit. No, bro. I'm way less sentimental than you, bro. Which brother is more likely, most likely to become the next Tiger King? See, this is hard because he likes animals more, but I like fame more. <laughs> Me. You're right. Yes! Damn, he's like... Freaking love you, babe! He's like five for five. Oh, babe! Which brother is more likely to get a face tattoo? Addy. Yep. Nope. Ty. What? That 
no fucking way. He loves Post Malone. She said tie. I take it up with her. Take it up with the judge. Addie would have guessed him. I might have, cause I'm the rapper. Which brother takes longer to get ready, Adam? For a question for you, which brother takes longer to get ready? Me, me. You're right. It's you. Oh I my knew it. god. Ty don't give a shit. That's true. All right, Ty. Which brother would win in an arm wrestling contest? <gasps> Adam. You're right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> give me that. Which brother can hold their breath the longest? <laughs> Adam, this is you. This is for you. Me. Yep. I know. Damn. I, yeah. Do you true. dispute this? No. Uh-uh. You don't. He he he's got me on that one. Dude, I'm getting a perfect score, Steve. Which brother is more likely to cry during a sad movie? Addy. Nope, Ty. Do you What? No, I've seen sure, you dude, cry. You're a punk ass bitch. <laughs> God. Adam, oh, tell which, me which there's brother, a question on Which there. brother is most likely to always be on their cell phone? <laughs> nope, it's me. No, it's Ty. And, oh, I uh, said Ty first. I said Ty no. first. I pointed Ty first. Nope. This fool practically drives with his phone in his then hand. Why'd you change your answer? Fuck, because she there hates when I'm on her my phone, <laughs> so she might have snitched me out. <laughs> which, which brother is the bigger pyromaniac? <laughs> Ty. Oh, me. Yeah. Me, for sure. I'll answer them for you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the funny story that they're supposed to tell about this? Pyromania. Oh my god. Okay, oh, so we're down in the fuck. field at the ranch, right? No, okay, okay, I okay. Love- set the scene. Okay, so we're at the ranch and we're we have a whole bunch of brush piles. And of course I'm in charge of this shit. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So we have <laughs> a whole setting Okay, setting the stage. We have <laughs> brush piles, right? Yeah. Fucking three yeah, of these sons of bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well we got race gas. Pops is like, yo, boys. Burn the brush piles, it's fucking burn day. So we go down there. Ty's got the race gas, right? And he pours the, a little bit of race gas on it, and he goes to light it. It like don't with, light. With, like, with, with a wick lighter, it don't light. So his idea is fucking just drain it in fuel, right? What? Stupid. He wasn't I even was close like 14 enough. or 15. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, Ty, I don't think this is a good idea, bro. That's way, way too much gas. Oh, yeah. my God. It right? Way and he's too like, much. no, bro, I'm good. I got the long lighter. The lighter six <laughs> inches. <laughs> he goes like this, right? And he goes, click, click, doof. Burns his uh, fucking eyebrow yeah, off, singes three, the front of his yeah, hair, hey, bro. Dude. Burns oh, yeah. his whole I had thing. A like, three deg- I had a third degree burn right here on my cheek. It was like, bro, it, I was super hospital, close to getting like plastic hospital, surgery. Hospital, like yeah. gnarly. Oh, it was gnarly. Ty, I back up like 30 feet. <laughs> Ty, dude, that do- that's not a good idea, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, bro. bro it's, it's, <laughs> I got a four inch long lighter. I'm good. I should have ramboed in Dude. and burned an arrow and shot it into the pile. <laughs> Listen, this is this is already done, but here's the final question. Okay. Yes. I forgot who it's for. Me. Yeah, be you. Mm-hmm. Which brother is most likely to not have enough fixings at their damn wedding? Me. Boom. Damn. There should be another question Six, on there. Seven to three. <laughs> seven to three. I know. Just put that in your fucking pipe and smoke bullshit. It. There should be another question on there. It said, who's most likely to get sick? And it'd be Adam. Yep. He's got a okay, little then that bitch would be, body. Then it would be seven to four. 
Yeah, so that really so you got to have three more questions to even tie. <laughs> I'll that make, a, make, I'll any make sense, up Ty. some shit. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. Ty, I'm pissed. Ty, you can't even tie. Get Congratulations. Out of here. Yes! The Art of Sport. I'm protesting. Yeah. I'm the Art protesting. Of sport. Kit. Thank you, Ash Money. Whoa, it's actually got shit in it. Yeah. So check this out, everybody. We <laughs> got the Art expect? of Sport daily a face wash. Right. We have the Art of Sport deodorant for when you stink at the track. Oh, we got double deodorant. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate you, Ken Roxon, for the Art of Sport. Ken Roxon, Art of Sport. Um, yeah, you like that? Shampoo and conditioner in one for all you guys that are lazy as shit like me. <laughs> and body wash, charcoal scrub. That's beautiful. Thank you, Art of Sport. You guys there we are go. Real. There we go. There's your commercial. Yeah, Instagram that thing for us. For yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll throw it on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, thanks, thank you, Throw Kenny. it on my mom's Instagram. You yep. know what I mean? Yep, yep. Cool. Perfect. Well, sorry, Ty. I'm pissed, dude. He lost from the beginning, bro. You asked my wife, dude. We're a team. Mm, no, I told yeah. her to make it. I told her. I, like, I should have got a couple of them. I was, bro, I was not clear-headed. Bro, I wasn't thinking Pookie right. If Pookie was answering questions and they said, there's a million dollars up for grabs. And well, Travis. Yeah, but this is just an artist. No, this kid. is worth a million dollars. Okay, right, it's okay. that valuable. Pookie would favor it towards well said. you. Yeah. yeah. Pookie, Pookie would favor it towards you. Well, then take it up with her then, yeah. yeah. It's rigged. So. He's already has artist sport in his bathroom. I do, actually. I I already use it. Okay. So I would just be stocking up. Well, that's fine. But it's, you not know, like, it's not like you can't use it again. You know? Yeah, no, so. exactly. Coronavirus season, bro. Yeah. You got to loot it up. Yep. All right. Well, I'm really enjoying watching Deuce Deuce try to solve this puzzle here. <laughs> thanks yeah. to uh, Art of Sport for this. There we go. Adam, no. Put a square block in a cir circular hole. Adam. Yeah, close enough. Motorsport.com. <laughs> Motorsport.com. Please check them out. Here is the Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Motorsport.com dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too. Whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street, Make your best ride only at motorsport.com. Uh, thanks to these guys for coming on board with us. If you want something from motorsport.com, check out the prices, check out the customer service, check out the availability, check out the Pulpamex show specials. Uh, we got a whole Pulpamex show section on, on motorsport.com as well. And uh, simply click on the little widget on motorsport.com on Pulpamex uh, show or pulpamex.com. Take you there and uh, buy yourself something from motorsport. Myself and Ryan Villapoto, motorsport.com, elite athletes. All right, these questions are submitted to at uh, Pulp of Show, and Talon over there digs it through them and asks the best ones, and let's do this, Talon. All right, first one from Tanner Hotari. Steve, how's the CR500 coming? If you had to pick one of the Antiknap brothers to ride it, which one would you pick? I'd pick Tyler because he's the better outdoor guy. So I want I want speed out there on outdoors. Let's go. Because we're not going soupy on a 500. Well, Ty, Ty breaks more shit than you could believe. Oh, he does? Mm-hmm. No. More, uh -huh. more than a mm -hmm. No. Oh, whoa. Addy clutches way more than me. I don't think the 500. Bro. Yeah. So for people who don't know, wow. for people who don't know, I, I, a listener on, um, on Twitter found, uh, a guy on, you all right? Yep. Found a guy on, on Reddit. It's, you know, Reddit is internet. Nope, message never heard board. of it. It's like an internet message board. Yeah. Never heard of her. Okay. Uh, he found a photo of. He knew that I used to. He knew he knew I used to run seven six two when I oh, raced, really? or like now I run seven six two on Blue mm -hmm. Crew. So he found a five hundred on there with seven six two from Canada, and he said, do you, "Is this your bike?" 
and it has a Steve Cycle sticker on the front fender, which is my old shop I used to have. So from 1991, still has my numbers, still has my stickers. What are on the it. odds? Are of that? you kidding me? Yes, and and so I bought it. I bought it from the guy. Absolutely. Yeah. So now I have my childhood CR500. What'd you? No. Childhood? Way. What? Well, what you start what do you mean? 500 you when you were five? 16, 17 years old. Oh, okay. 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 Childhood. Yeah. childhood. That's yeah. a lot of bike. Yeah. Well, I was a good 500 rider. Okay. So I have it. Cool. So I'm looking forward to this thing. Yeah. So no, I, that's pretty. So cool. I don't know that's whether really I'm gonna. I don't know awesome. whether I'm gonna kind of leave it. Like go through it, like motors and linkage. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Go through it, but kind of leave the old. No, you got to freshen it up a little bit. Like do I powder coat the frame. Do I? Do yeah, that kind of stuff? I would say. Uh, I say restore. No, 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 no. Just make everything like fresh. No, don't make it fresh. Just restore it. Restore it to like original, but then put a few updated things just to kind of make it rideable. Do I leave my thirty-year-old numbers on there? Apps. Thirty-year-old stickers. If okay, here's the scenario: get new plastics. If, if you can find exact replica new ones, yes. If not, no. Here's a photo of it. Yeah, Bruce no, I've seen it. Set you up. I've seen it. That thing's sick. Yeah, you got to freshen that thing up. It's looking a little roach, coach. It is. Yeah, yeah. What about that seat cover? That seat seat. Yeah, it's cover. pretty Memobilia. cool. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, Brad, congrats. Brad. Yeah. All right. That's something that don't happen very All often. Right. Next one from Miguel Torres. Re-listening to show 305, JT and Top Jimmy said they'd never seen anyone go as fast as ET3 at Hangtown. For everyone, what's the most amazing thing you've seen a rider do and most amazing races you've seen? So amazing you can hear the excitement in your tone talking mind-blown status. That was a pretty good ride, ET at Hangtown that yes. year. Um, yeah, but I mean, I already kind of forgot about it. Okay. Well, what rides come to mind for you? The There's two rides that come to mind. The first one, my number one, is when Ricky lapped everybody in the mud. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was really, really cool. And then um, I'll never, ever forget Ryan Villapoto winning on the 250F at Designations, just winning everything. I thought that was pretty unreal. He'll he'll tell you how awesome he was if you want to call him up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that he hit me it up was, the, though. He, he hit me up on the commercial break. Did you guys see his Instagram today or lately? I haven't, I haven't yet, no. Oh, he, he's been really big into cooking spaghetti sauce and oh, everything? Oh, boy. So he hit me up. He wants to do a cooking show now on, on uh, in <laughs> oh, studio. God. And, of course, it's the best cooking stuff It's going to be the best cooking right. show ever. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Hey, he I'm, said, I'm in. He said it's tight. It's, it's tight. Yeah. Tight. Uh, what about you, Ty? Uh, I got to think um, James Stewart on two, when he was on 259. Yeah. And he passed Chad, let him go by. Yeah. Passed him again. Right. Oh, it's just that, that one, one was see, just that's what I'm so saying. Like, like on a two, out of this a, a 125 world. versus a 250F, too. Yeah, like out of this world. Like, why did you even do that kind Dude, of thing? I heard a story. <laughs> I heard a story and I verified it with James. Yeah. Because uh, AC and I were bench racing about James over text. Uh -huh. And I said, I got to find out if this story is true. And he actually texted me back. <laughs> he, for one moto that year on 125s, he grabbed his goggles, took all his tear-offs off on the starting line. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not going to need these. <laughs> <laughs> what? And that's a true story. Just, I'm not going to need these no tear-offs for, the, for, for an outdoor moto. And then I asked him, and he said that wouldn't even rank in the top 10 bold things he said he did. That's what he told we me. We needed... Oh. <laughs> he just rips See, all the tear-offs off. That's oh. what I'm saying, though. Like... So I'm not going to need this. Eli Tomar. For a 30-minute mode. Yeah. Like, at least front wheel roost or something. Yeah, like lappers, maybe. <laughs> maybe lappers because he was lapping everybody. Dude, he was so fast he could get out of the way of the roost. Yeah. But to go back, go back to the question on Twitter, yeah. I think the reason why 
I don't think that that was the best ride. It's not because that Tomac didn't clobber him because he was going unbelievably fast. But there's been so many races where Jeremy's you know what? won by a mile. Ricky's won by a mile. You know, it's the races where you see that they have to kind of do something yeah. special. Yeah. You know, and Uh, don't get me wrong, winning by Toronto, yeah, and too, you know what? Another one that just came to mind too for Eli Tomac is uh, Eli Tomac Salt Lake City when he got the points lead back from or tied him at Dungey. That ride was amazing. Uh, He was on rails. Did he win that one? Yeah. Or did he come back up? I feel like I thought he won. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. I thought he he won. Okay, he won. Yeah. Yeah, he won. Right. Um, I've said this before. Tortelli, Glen Helen, ninety nine. Mm-hmm. He was mid pack off the start and just in in front by twenty minutes. Twenty minute mark, he was already leading past everybody. See you later. Wow, damn, yeah, he was good. First year in America that year. I know you cried when he won ninety eight. Yeah, no, 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 we yeah. both did. We hated um, that guy, uh, <laughs> Sebastian Tortilla. But, yeah. I actually got a motocross school from like when I was eighteen. Did you? Yeah, 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 we yeah, did. Rick Johnson and uh, oh yeah, and Ricky Seb. and yep. Sebastian. All right, next question from JB Exotic. Adam, the crowd got pumped on in Daytona when your silencer was falling off for two laps. Did that add some extra ex- excitement to transferring into the main? Oh, he- hell no, dude. My freaking... I thought my bike was going to blow up. <laughs> I was petrified, dude. I was like literally two seconds away from pulling off the track, no lie, because I was worried. This literally went through my head, and I shit you not. I thought that the header was falling off, and I'm like, okay, if there's sand coming up into the engine, it's going to blow up. And I thought to myself, well, shit, they're rebuilding the bikes after Daytona. So if this fucker blows up, fuck it. And I just kept going because it lost so much power. Like people don't realize when you don't have the pipe, it loses like so, 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 so much power. And I thought I, thought I was done. I thought the bike was just going to grenade. But really, the silencer was coming off. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other cool part was after I made the main, I came um, next to all the people um, in the stands, and I, like, stopped and just held my bike <laughs> wide open and threw my hand up, and everybody cheered, and yeah. the bike was just so loud. It had to be as loud as a NASCAR, dude. It was just, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. All right. Highlight. <laughs> all right. Joe Beardy sent this in earlier on the show. Why are the Enic Naps wearing shades? Getting loaded for show 420 or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, I had my super glasses on, bro. Wow. You can make a, we were just you could make a peanut butter sandwich all with all day. Super glasses, bro. Super glasses. I love my glasses. Like I said, I can do anything in those. Right. All right, from Zach Chamberlain. Mathis, do you get Kiefer level mad if Swap gets a Bullfrog hot tub deal and does a show from it? <laughs> Holy oh, crap. Oh. oh, my gosh. We're going to lose our shit, dude. Yeah. This swap, is did you guys hear? Star, swap tested a Starbike. Yes. I don't know if you guys heard about that. But, yeah. I, I oh, did. No. I'm not sure how I feel about that. There's been a breakthrough. How do we feel about it? it no comment. Uh, there's been a breakthrough. Nothing on Swap, though. No comment from media. Uh, we talked about it enough. We, okay. beat, we beat it to ground. Cool. Uh, there's been a breakthrough with the Bullfrog Spas. Yes. Big breakthrough. Some ups and downs. Yes. Some twists and turns. Yes. Is it going to happen? Yes. It's gonna happen. Bullfrog wow. spas. We might have to come back. Yeah, I'm coming back, and we were doing sure. a segment right out those doors, from, live from the hot tub. Can we be the first segment? No. Who's gonna be the first segment? Kiefer and I. Damn. 
I'm not sure you want to be the first. We we better test it out, make sure it's not getting any electrical in the water, and then we can put the Bro, you're fine, dude. Yeah, you're fine. Segment two? Sure. Okay. Cool. 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 All right, Galdi for Prez says, Steve, does this pandemic affect the 2021 bike and gear releases? No, that's, those are already planned and done and everything else. No, I wouldn't think so. You don't think with the release of the machines? No, maybe no. no, maybe 2022. Yeah, whatever they're making, yeah. They're yeah. already... They're already because all those factories back there are shut down, so there's no new developing happening. All right, okay. Shane Whitaker asked, does AC get an outdoor moto win or overall this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, duh. Hell yeah. yeah. Did you see his speed? He got like, what do you end up with like eight top qualifiers or something out of yeah. 10? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, that's not that's not even a relevant question. Well, Steve says he won't get a Supercross win. Hmm. So far, I've been right. What about in the fall after the whole entire outdoor season? Yeah, maybe. All right, next one from Sean Moore. Uh, with this big break before outdoors, everyone can rest and heal up and be fully tested and prepared. Are we about to see the most epic outdoor season ever? Hmm. I, I don't know if that changes any of the results, to be honest. I don't know either. Um, obviously, when you run 17 rounds of Supercross, you got a week off and you're into, into the ball's heat. Of yeah, but outdoors. everybody is. No, I know, but what I'm saying is what I'm getting to is you might see – some more friskiness from everybody. Yeah. Everybody might be a little fresher, a yeah. little more going for it, you know? I think you'll see a little bit more juice in the first round than normal. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's going to be that kind of grace period of, like, that yeah. escalation. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. From Justin Brayton. Adam, when is the release for Celebrating? I've been searching the internet for it and can't find it. I need some answers, please. <laughs> are you screwing over Brayton on a song like yeah. you are with the Pulpum X? Yep. Bro, song? it's dude, it sometimes it is so hard to write a damn song. I've been working on Pulp MX version two mm-hmm. for like a year. I'm not kidding. I have three versions on my phone. Oh. Okay. That sucks. Oh, you're actually getting somewhere. He has like probably like 17 unfinished songs. Bro, he has I like have choruses, two versions. Verses, I like have two versions of, of celebrating. But like the problem is, is I started this one version of celebrating that was cool. But then I'm like, hmm, if I'm going to make celebrating, I need to be able to have them play it in the car with mom on the ride to school because he's got two kids. Okay. And then he's like country. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's more of like a country type of dude. Yeah. Listen to country music. Yeah, and yeah. then mom for sure doesn't listen to any kind of anything, but sure. You know, yeah. so, night. I mean, I'm just assuming, but yeah. so, you know, that's hard for me to do. That's not yellow blue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not exactly in my wheelhouse. I'm getting there God, and it will come out. Have. Yeah. I'm seeing this. It's, it's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard for me to write. Listen, I know it comes easy to you, but it's hard for me to write. No. I. The worst thing that I have to do is when Racer X says, Hey, Mathis, uh, you need to write 2,000 words on this coffee cup. And I don't care about this coffee cup. I don't know anything about this coffee cup. And I have no passion for this coffee cup. Yeah. But I have to write this thing. The best thing is when someone says, Hey, Mathis, do you want to write 2,000 words on uh, Ross Rollerball Peterson, my childhood hero? I can write 6,000 words. What would you like? So if I'm not into it, it's hard to write. Yeah, but yeah. okay. It's hard okay. to find the motivation. But think yeah, about you this, you got to be into it. Think about this. I am into celebrating. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly into the genre, 
But here's the problem. I could go Justin Brayton won the Australian Supercross Championship 10 times. It was really fine. It was really fun underneath the sun in the Gold West Beach, yada, yada, yada. That's fucking good. But the problem is that it's shit. <laughs> do you want to write a good song? Well, yeah. Or do you just want to pump that shit out? Because, you know, metaphors aren't everything in music, but the way you write it and the message, I feel like if you listen to a song and you know what it's saying the first time you listen to it, you wrote a shit-ass fucking song. If you are listening to that song, about it. if you listen to that song and you're two years into that song and you're like, oh shit, yeah. that's the kind of music I'm going to write. I'm not going to write the type of music that says, this is exactly what it is and it's right in front of you. I'm yeah, not but I do feel that. like you're a little too criticized on your own music and sometimes critical. you just need a yeah, critical and you just need to write the songs and finish them and then put it out and then see how people take it and then Yeah, dude, but bro, dude, it's everybody, a bomb. We literally did that in like four hours. Yeah, but that's the difference though, is it, it didn't matter because the cool thing about uh -huh. it has a bog, it wasn't it was a story. It was a story to tell. Yeah. And it was relatable to two strokes. It's not something like when I wrote that song about Ash and I, I had to think about, okay, where are we at right now um, in this moment? Go? Where, we where do I want to go? When Ash is listening to this after we've been married for 25 years, I want to make sure that this song is still relevant to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying is I want Justin Braden to be able to listen to it now and be stoked what he did with his life and then be able to listen to it in 15 years and say, wow, that's really cool. All right. You got a lot on your Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. Next one, please. All right. Uh, Smorsky281. When CR22 officially hangs it up for good, does anyone take the number 22 or does it get retired? I'm taking Who's it. bold enough to step nah, into those it, shoes? It'll, it'll get taken. I mean, oh, yeah. They retired Ricky's for five years only. You know, they're not going to retire 22. Mm -mm. Nah, I no, think it'll retire it'll, for a couple of years. Maybe, but I, I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Yeah. Who's bold enough to step into those shoes? Anybody, Anybody who can get it. Yeah, who, nobody cares. Yeah. They'll just be like, hey, Jack, can AP, I take grab two, seven. Two? Cool. I got seven. Yeah. Yeah. All right, from Travis Bone 8, which rider will benefit the most from the su Supercross season being put on hold? The downtime has to be helping injured riders. Oh, yeah, AC, Osborne. Yeah, Marvin Musk. Cunningham, Mar Marvin's going to race some Supercross. Yeah, but yeah, he, so, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't get the most benefit. I would say, be, and that's only because he's I still think, out of the championship no matter what. It doesn't what. matter. He was never going to race. Now I, he gets I to race seven say, rounds. No, no, no but you're say saying Cooper he gets Webb. the most benefit? Yes, because he, he gets to race almost half the series. No, there. Yeah, it's cool that he gets to race, but he's what? still not winning the championship. Marvin? I would say Ty's right. I would say Ty's right. It's either Cooper Webb or Cincerillo because Cincerillo is going to get to race the whole outdoor series, get more racing under his belt, and then come back to the middle of Supercross. Okay. But Cooper Webb was really jacked up. He gets to take time off, and he was doing, starting to do better towards the end and kind of turn a new leaf. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Marvin does get a full outdoor we'll season. We have to agree to disagree and on that one. Really? Yeah. Supercross. You think so? Beneficial. Yes. What in the long run does Marvin Moose can get out of fifty percent of a Supercross series? Maybe a, a lot. lot of bonuses. Yeah, a lot more money. Okay, so if you take money out of it, but what what does Adam get? You don't think that something weird could happen? And he could, how far out is he? Oh, he's points? way out. 
The points are right in front of you. I'm not even on the list. Yeah. You need to step your game up. Tenth. See, if he stays in top ten, you know he's going to get Yeah, no, he's not even fucking bonus close. For Thank top you. 10. Cooper Webb. Thank you. Cooper Webb. All right, next question. Last one from D. White. Supercross comes back in autumn. Does Marvin win a race, and does JGR have a team by then? JGR has a team. I don't know about Marvin winning a race. God, dude. Yeah, no, Marvin will win. Dude, it's like... For sure. No. Who the fuck knows, right? It's no, so far I'm, away. Dude, I mean, maybe okay, when no. they come back, they're going to have like wins. a new, like, no whoop supercross track to get through seven rounds really Bro, quick. Bro, come on, dude. Not a shot. Marvin is the best jumper I've ever seen in whoops. And by the time the whole outdoor series dude, is done, he's going to be in plenty good shape. Yeah. And he got the whole he's season. He's probably in good shape he's right now. He's probably going to win like 10 of them. Yeah, and there's only seven. I talked to Alden at uh, Tampa, and they were already like How's bicycling math? and math whole checks bunch out. Of stuff. Does it? Math checks out. The yep. math checks out. Yep. Okay. Yeah, math hella checks out. What are you talking about? <laughs> seven left. He's gonna win like ten. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna win, dude. By the time it's over, and two, that'll be real interesting with Marvin coming back with a little KTM strategy. Because I mean, I'm not saying what I'm saying, what I'm saying, but I mean, we didn't see something we didn't see at New York. Know what I'm saying? No. Exactly what he just said. <laughs> um, all right, motorsport.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Appreciate it. Uh, what are you laughing at? <laughs> just that whole what I just did. I, I think this whole show is going to just be you guys laughing all show. Like the whole thing is going to be <laughs> I just you guys hope, laughing. I just hope that like one out of five people laugh at one out of five jokes. <laughs> I think they would. The math checks out. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fun time. Zach Osborne, Jeremy McGrath, Mike Mewey, Dave God, Prater, Jeremy Jim Holly, Zach Osborne, Alex Ray, Chris Kiefer. JT. JT. Which which call in <laughs> was the best? Talk. Dude. Jeremy McGrath, bro. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. Dude. Adam. It's the kid. Yeah. Jeremy, bro. Like I love Kiefer. I love Alex. They're always yeah. cool to talk to. Yeah. I talk Fuck them though. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, I love those guys. Much. They're like my favorite. They're my <laughs> yeah. homies. But yeah. Jeremy? Right. Jeremy? Called in. We even had Dave Prater and Mike Mewey on. Yeah. I mean they're, they're, they're your cool. bosses. They're I know. cool. Like I like those guys. They're not Wait, Jeremy. Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy's right. king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the wins. king was talking to us. Mm-hmm. Dang. Just let that soak in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Life is complete. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Show well, 420. <laughs> <laughs> Adam and Tyler and Tignap on board. Uh, thanks for coming in, both of you. Thanks for driving up. I appreciate it. I know we didn't have a hell of a lot to talk about, but I feel like we did a pretty good job. We killed it. I feel like we did a good job with that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so thanks to Art of Sport for that. Thanks to Ash Money for the tacos. And for the contest <laughs> questions also. Ash Money got you tacos from Lompoc, California delivered to your door with all the fixings. That's from Lompoc? Yes. No, what? That was from she Chipotle. called from Lompoc. No, that's what wasn't from Chipotle. What? No, it was not Chipotle, what bro. Was that it? was a bomb-ass taco Magusta tacos. Oh, you know oh. that is? Yeah, Magusta. Is it good? Si. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. <laughs> they love it. Everything's funny. Uh, Everything's yeah. funny. <laughs> he spoke we, Spanish. We work off funny. each other. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, thanks for coming up. I appreciate it. Good times. Uh, yeah, so, good can't wait in. to go back racing. I, um, I, I'm just yes. so glad that we got to talk some moto. It's yeah. just, it I feels know. like it's, it's been refreshing. Dead. I know, right? Uh, I'm always trying to balance, like, I, I don't feel like I could have you guys on or anybody and be like, hey, 
what a pass that was by Tomac on Roxon. Like I, yeah, we, that's over. It's done, right? Yeah, like yeah, I, I, done. I, I don't want to talk. Like yeah. I know that's literally the last thing that we did, but I don't want to talk about that anymore. So yeah, let's talk about whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, I don't, it's not easy. So that's like seems literally like world. Dude, ago. it seems like eight months ago. For it, real. it seems and like it's only last been year. like three or four weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, and get ready for another month of this. Oh, I heard like worst case scenario, it's like two or three months or dude, four months. I don't know, but five. I'm I'm dying. I love Sorry, how you, nuts. dude. It's like. Worst case scenario, I heard like two or three or four, five or six or seven or eight, eight or nine, months. ten, twelve. I'm just glad you deleted your Instagram video. I'm <laughs> oh my god, I wish he left it up. That shit was so funny. Bro, he got so I much had flack to take for it. that shit down. Yeah, you did. So I agree. Fast. You should have to take that down. That's ridiculous. Dude, it was, it was funny. funny. You see all the memes going around? I mean, Dude, it was funny at the moment. It was if you funny. Had humor. It was funny. I mean, it wasn't fucking funny. Do you know anybody who has coronavirus? Do you? Do you know? Yeah, no, Rick Johnson. Yeah, but have you seen him? Have you seen him Am sick? Am I a doctor? Do have you seen him sick? I have not stuck a thermometer up his sick? ass to check does, his temperature. Does he but look I sick? Have you seen a video of him being sick? You just heard he got it. I believe it. So do you think RJ made it all up to get sympathy? Absolutely not. Okay. But everybody's wow. blowing it up like, oh, get it, you're dead. I a mean, family people. friend of mine's sister passed away a couple days that, ago from it. Oh, family, like a, a, you're an a asshole. Close, a close family friend, yeah. You're an asshole. That's what I'm saying. And then you hear <laughs> something like that. See, and God, God, you took that. Video How down. old was she? Uh, she was, yeah, probably late fifties, a bit. Oh, I thought, like, I thought you were talking sister, like twenty five. No, no, no. Damn. But yeah, I mean. It's just they're that's what's there. so scary about it. Yeah, it's like it's you see somebody with it and they're like, Oh, I got it and then nothing happens and then yeah. the next Travis's sister There's just friend. There's dead. There's no chance the government shuts everything down the way they've been doing if it wasn't very, very serious. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I mean the, the economy is in shambles. I agree. Marx is losing all all money for the Dude, we, stock we markets. We can't talk politics because I'm I should not talk politics. I'm You have no idea. I'm I so out of the idea. loop. Listen, I'm defending Trump on this. Okay, That's what cool. I did earlier. I defended cool. him. You I'm just going to stay You know what neutral. we can just focus on? We are Super literally We are literally in history is in the making and we just did a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was deep. Wow. That was deep. That was deep. Wow. That was, Holy uh, shit. That was Confucius say, dude. <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mine Fucking Talk, I mean, we, we can't. We got to end it at that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. We're done. That's uh, it. Peace yeah, out, guys. Lone Wolf, thank you. Appreciate it. We're in history. Thank you. <laughs> we're doing. Yep, thank you. Thanks, Marks. Appreciate yep, you running you. in. Thanks to Wiscore, Moser. Thanks to Pookie, of course. Uh, thank you, people, for listening. Uh, always appreciate Pulp and Show. Pulp and Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. For Tyler and Thignap, for Adam and Thignap, I'm Steve Mathis. See ya. See ya. We're doing something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.
Speak my mouth, crushing. 